to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, May 22nd, 6.01 Pacific. And we are live in Las Vegas, right outside the lines, Dan. Giving you some primo motocross talk. The Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championships are off. Hangtown has happened. There's a shit ton of stuff to talk about, and we're going to get it to get it to you tonight. 702-586-7857. The phone number, if you have any question, uh, please go there, and uh, it's not a problem. We'll take your call. Maybe we'll win something. We're giving away a set of Fly Kinetic Mesh gear, giving away some video games, and i uh, got lots of stuff going on and lots to talk about. Jam-packed show. Marvin Muskan will be on. Marvin Muskan, the Red Bull KTM rider, went 2-2 this weekend in Hangtown. He will join us. Will Hahn, the assistant team manager for Star Racing Yamaha, he will join us. Jesse Nelson, Jesse Nelson 13, will join us uh, soon uh, and talk about Hangtown and everything else that's going on with the TLD KTM team. As well, of course, Jimmy Albertson. Top Jimmy Albertson will be on. He's got an announcing gig and uh, looking forward to talking to Top Jimmy and getting his thoughts on Hangtown. Uh, show number 297 tonight. 300 is coming up. 300 has been locked in. It's loaded. Hopefully everybody shows up. It's going to be a good one. Stay tuned. 300. We did 100, Great Western Bank Reunited Team. 200 was all the co-hosts for Pulp MX Show. 300 is bigger and better than ever. Think of Jaws 3 and how much better Jaws 3 was than the original Jaws. Wait, no, don't think about that. But trust me. It's going to be good. Uh, Patreon, go to there. Help us out. Uh, some T-shirts, some uh, giveaways, some discounts on some product. Uh, Patreon as well. Uh, sponsor deals on PulpMXShow.com for uh, some sponsor deals from different guys that we work with. Get the PulpMX app. We've been trying to break the app for the last 10 days. Mark's dialed it in. We've been trying to break it, doing everything to it. And I swear to God, people... I swear, I think it's fixed. I think it's good. Update coming real soon. I promise you. So get that. If you're shopping on Amazon, go to pulpamex.com to the Amazon banner. Click on through that. Buy some stuff from Amazon, some lube, sex swings, whatever you want, and we get a small slice of that, and we, we, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, before we get started too far into the show, uh, Nikki Hayden passed away. Big loss for the motorcycle community. I never met Nikki, never knew him, uh, f- have plenty of friends who did, and uh, they say he was a great guy and uh, a MotoGP champion and a hell of a guy that we've lost and uh, uh rest in peace nikki it's a, it's a sad situation the co-host tonight he's from new york he's a show favorite he rides a jgr suzuki team he's one of my favorite guys in the pits filthy phil nicoletti what's up phil what's up mr steve how are you sad day for but the nikki hayden thing 
kind of bums you out? Yeah, it's man, it's depressing. You spend your whole life going over 200 miles an hour, and then you do 17th and 20 on a bicycle. And, right. You know, it's just... <clears throat> it's, it's it's almost horrible. amazing there isn't more um, training a- accidents. Yeah. Like, you know? I... Now, you, you think about it. You're on a busy road, not much of a shoulder, cars whizzing by, yeah. you know, people honking the horn at you. You know, it's... Yeah, I don't even like talking about it. Stuff makes me super depressed, so... Yep. You know, yeah, you just take stuff for granted and, uh, or don't take stuff for granted. And, you know, you never know what can happen. Uh, Marvin Muskan, Will Hahn, Jesse Nelson, and Jimmy Alberts in the night. Who are you looking forward to talking to the most? Uh, yeah, I don't, I get along with all of them. I'm okay with them. <laughs> I didn't ask that. I knew you'd get along with them. Yeah, but. I mean, I, I don't know. But I, all equally the same. Uh, you know. com, fly racing, NFAB Jeep and truck parts, race tech suspension and engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alley, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles, Mission Star Cross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, Ride Engineering, and Grandstone Boots on with us. Grandstone Boots, a new partner of our show. They are kicking in extra cash for a privateer award, and we'll get to that. Uh, later and tell you about what, who's going to get that cash from Hangtown. Thanks to the folks at Grandstone Boots. If you want to look classy, you want to look good, get some Grandstone Boots and use the code PULPAMEX to save with that. And uh, looking forward to uh, telling you about who the winner is for that. Um, we have the Gear Alloy Cold Call. We have the Race Tech Engine Suspension e- email segment. X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. Truck Hero Question of the Day. NFAB JGR Check-In this week is with uh, uh, Jeremy Albrecht. You ever heard of, ever heard of him? Yep, good yep, guy. Yep, good guy. And uh, the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis will also be on. But for now, sitting in the corner, holding, producing the show, holding it down, not Travis Marks. It's the Tits Legendary. Are you ready for the best hour and a half this show seen in probably two and a half years? Where's Marks? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck happened? I don't know. He ruined my afternoon, though. So you're just filling in for the show? I'm like, filling in for a little bit. I was getting ready to go on my mountain bike ride, and he's like, hey, bro, you can you fill in for me for like an hour and a half? I'm like, which hour and a half? He said, the first half. I said, okay, I can do that. I'm not so, paying you. No, I know. I'm I, not paying well, you I'm, anything. I'm working that out with This him. is on Marx's deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. I got you're it. back. I'm back for an hour and a half. <laughs> Tits legendary, everybody. I'm here, and I'm excited. Can you get the app working? <laughs> you know what? Let, let me crack into that. I'm sure I can fix it in this uh, little bit of time I got here. Can't uh, be that hard. Uh, Phil, uh, last time we talked to you, unfortunately, big get-off press day in Dallas Supercross. Um, you're working your way back. But I got to say, you, you you broke an ankle in one. You broke a heel and an ankle, and the other one was jacked up. And, and, and you're walking. I saw you riding a bicycle. In the JG. Like you'd said, you hope to make it back for the last three. And you just might, man. Things are going okay. Your doctors are you're ahead of schedule? Yeah, I'm about, uh, they say, six to eight weeks ahead of schedule, which is uh, pretty awesome for me. You know, it's a month and a half. Um, <clears throat> just so, he's such an iron man. You're such an iron man. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know about that. But, I, uh, yeah, uh, Wednesday after Vegas, I had a, my last doctor's appointment, you know, to get out of that stupid walking boot I was in, that I was in Vegas with. Um, you know, I said, uh, I can get back to... Every activity except for running, jumping, and uh, riding a dirt bike. So that that was pretty cool. As soon as I got back, got that okay, I hopped on a bicycle, started after it, uh, trying to build the base back up. Um, we got three months to the end of the series. Like, very yeah. possible for you to come back. Yeah. I mean, um, now the goal is, you know, Red Bud would be pretty 
still Dude, a little bit too close. On, yeah, which I, you know, but I'd like to say maybe Millville. Yeah. Maybe Millville, Washougal, somewhere around in there. Yeah. I'd like to try Indi- and get four or Indiana, five Indiana, Dilla, and Buds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though those are super gnarly tracks. Yeah. I mean, they're all gnarly, but right. toward the end of the series, they get pretty brutal. So, um, obviously, it's going to be a rough one um, to get back into, but I'm looking forward to it. Now I can... Uh, you're making some headway. Yeah. Um, yeah still. It was uh, it was rough for a while. Yeah, it was rough. I was I was miserable. You know, Red Dog broke his heel and never really recovered. So when I hear yeah. your heel, I'm like, I'm like, it's, oh shit! Like, yeah, it's uh, the heel right now is completely healed. Um, you know, it was in uh, about nine, ten places. So to have that all put back together is awesome and good to go. But just when I dislocated my ankle and everything, it was pretty gnarly. So she was. A little bit cockeyed. The, so the dislocation was maybe worse than the Yeah, game? definitely worse. Because then that that wrecked my nerves up and everything. And, okay. You know, now the top half of my foot is still pretty numb. But um, I'll deal with the numbness rather than the burning sensation. felt like someone had a freaking blowtorch on the oh, bottom of my dude. foot. Oh, man, it sucked. <laughs> but now I sleep through the night, you know, which uh, <laughs> super pumped about. Before, it was like every hour I was up hating life. So um, it's better. Hey, uh, Phil Nicoletti's appearance here uh, brought to you by the folks at Roost MX. Uh, use the code Pulp Nation to save when you're checking out the Roost MX. Cycle Trader, Rock River Team, Heath Harrison. Top 20 this weekend. He's not an, a West Coast guy, so he'll get better. Yeah, I was actually talking to Christina about it because he did pretty good first practice. I think he was 13th. And I think he could be 13 to 15 every weekend. Obviously, I think he was on the ground. And I like uh, Heath. He's pretty cool. Um he wrote good last year at Muddy Creek. He kind of stood out because uh-huh. um, I was actually stuck behind him for a little while. I'm like, man, he's actually going pretty good. 99 cool. not, on the KTM. Either go, he's going fast or I'm going slow, you know, one or the other. So I'll give him benefit of the doubt. He was going good. So um, I think he'd be pretty good this year. Uh, Roost MX bringing you filthy Phil Nicoletti. Roost MX uh, pitch shirts and, and wraps and stickers and custom number plates and whole pulp section as well. So please check them out. Use the code Pulp Nation. They're bringing you Filthy Phil Nicoletti from JGR Suzuki here tonight in studio. All show. Pumped about that. That's going to be fun. Crap! Did you get the Facebook Live working? Uh, I'm checking that. It's, Crap! Uh, yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> Crap! I, I thought so. Wait, but wait. wait. Tit, tit showed up, what, Crap! seven minutes before showtime? Bro. I mean, he's getting it together over there yeah, for seven yeah, for seven minutes. Like what I'll give you, back? I'll give you props. Yeah, I mean, you they, did I'm cut not in. Used to this yeah. whole janky setup that Mark's talking about really here. So I, I feel like <laughs> I really don't care. Good. That's out. That's tits. I really don't care. That's his attitude. Did, about everything. He did cut into his mountain bike time. Uh, Ryan Dungey retired. That's his hero. Yeah, so, so he could give two shits anymore, yeah. right? He's yeah. like, I'm out. How about in the press in the press conference? Josh Grant. They asked Eli and Tomac about Ryan Dungey retiring. Good. Yeah. Well, first of all, Josh Grant has sunglasses on indoors. I think they're called stunner shades. Like, bro, I understand you went yeah. three three and killed it. It's but cool, bro. It's JG. He can pull off any sort of style. They asked him, and he they said, "What do you think about Dungey retiring?" And JG's like, "Good." <laughs> Which <laughs> one, I, I think one is one awesome. more spot for everybody else. I think that's, that's a good I, answer. Right? That's what I was thinking. Hey, what did you make of Dungey retiring, Phil? What did you think? Like, obviously, the rumors have been out there all year, but what did you think of just saying, you know what? Not only am I not gonna fake an injury for outdoors, I'm out. Like, I'm done. I he deserves it. Yeah, you know, like I, yeah, he should be pumped. He should be happy about his career. You know, I mean, man, were you surprised? To none. Were you surprised? No, no, no. I wasn't surprised. You know, I mean, outdoors is a grind. He just went through a grind in Supercross. You know, he, mm-hmm. I mean, he said himself is one of the hardest ones ever. Yep. You know, and to come out with like that and then just 
Yeah, I'm sure KTM's okay with it too. Yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah, you dude, know what I mean. Before three in got, a row. I mean, before Jesus. he got there, their best finish was Nick Way. I believe he got sixth or seventh in the Supercross series. That was their best finish ever yeah. in a 450 indoor series. Yeah, he before he got there, he put KTM on the map in the U.S. for sure. Uh, Jeremy and Alex Martin's performance this weekend, Phil, in Hangtown. Yeah, uh, good. Alex's was good. Jeremy's would have been good. A little slow in the beginning. He got, he got, he, before his bike blew up in the first moto, I was kind of worried. I'm like, is he showing he did, up? Like, I, he did crash. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did okay. crash because he was up there and then he went a little bit farther back. Okay. He, he did. I don't know if he crashed or, or maybe his something. bike was going, something okay. was happening yeah. there, but he did lose a lot of time somewhere right. in there. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, it would have been okay for a first weekend go, but with the bike and stuff, it's kind of puts a little damper in things. Troll? Uh, good. Yeah. Like I said, should have been a, a 4 2, but, you know, he third to last lap, he threw down like a 213, and I think it kind of blew him up because he, he had some, yeah, yeah, he had some yeah. pressure on him, and I was watching the times, and after it, that, it was his game over. When you're racing, and okay, so he, he pushed down to try to catch Osborne, yeah. and all he could do was match Zach's time. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, catching yeah. him. Yeah. Zach was going that good. Yeah. Um, but when you're doing that, Phil, do you. It's a conscious decision in your mind, like, hey, I'm going to put the hammer down here and try to get whoever it is, whatever spot it is, yep. uh, and I know this may cost me later, or are there other times where you're like, look, I would like to put the hammer down, but right now, today, on this day, I feel like I need to do 30. Yeah, I think like, it's kind of just like first round, it's hot, you're testing the waters, you know what I mean? No, like, but I'm saying like in your brain, do you, do, are there times where you're like, hey, I could probably go all out and catch this dude? But yeah. I'm not feeling that good, and it's the first moto or whatever. Like, do you do you think about that kind of stuff? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, it's like kind of like uh, pace yourself, you know what I mean? But I don't – yeah, I don't know. I know he tried to go after Zach, and Zach matched it. And then it was just kind of like, okay, what do you do? You're kind of at a standstill, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and obviously that was in the beginning of the moto. And to keep the pace up, I don't really know. I mean, Zach was obviously feeling it. So, yeah, yeah it's kind of hard to tell. You just got to <laughs> – Play it lap by lap and see what happens. I just got a text about your socks on the Facebook feed, and they're they're running. They're, they're you can see your feet through them. Yeah, that's so true. So can we get you some socks? What about the dog hair on them? Can uh, I see that too? Probably. Yeah, my socks are blown. I actually, uh, socks are expensive. These are my chick socks. I stole them from her. <laughs> can you tell how short they are? <laughs> I watched. Uh, I watched. Now I'm embarrassed to have my foot up. I watched the uh, races with Phil uh, this weekend. He was cheering on his buddy Alex Martin. And at some point, he leaned over and said, come on, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that was Phil's cheering of Alex Martin this weekend. It's, you can tell it comes from the heart. It does. You know, it's, yeah. it's yeah. Different, different strokes for different folks, but he meant it. Yeah. If I had a pit board, I would have wrote on the pit board, but probably would have got thrown out. <laughs> uh, top Jimmy Albertson coming right up. Roost MX bringing you filthy Phil Nicoletti. Um, this man on the phone, you said raining yellow. You were it's never. On. You were not calling in until James came back. He did an Instagram post, so it makes it okay. That's true. Unfortunately, James <laughs> did post, but it was on uh, sad terms yeah. with Hayden. But Seven's teasing me, man. That black, that black bike. So got me popping no, blood. No, no, you, so you, you're breaking your vow to speak until James speaks a racist. That is what you said. I had to. You know, I. Uh, I had to do it. That black bike, it's too sexy. I thought it looked good. But first of all, first good. of all, first of all, that bike has been ready for months. So don't get all don't get a boner thinking he's getting ready to race <laughs> because that bike has been ready for a long time. 
And and yeah, yeah that's probably going to be what he rides when he rides. I know he bought show of suspension, and I know he wants to do Monster Cup, but nothing's coming out, bro. So just back it down. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was a little uh, bummed on on Webb's performance too. You know, I, I started getting the blue balls, and then yeah, uh, yeah, you were you were team blue for a while. Um, I Webb said on social media, Phil, that it was decent start, and I think it's decent. Yeah, it's nothing to like write home about, but I think if he could have got second that first moto, then well, he would have had yeah. something. But yeah. you know, he said he also had some work to do. Dude, why know? does he? Why does he look so like the bike is pulling him around? He looks okay. The frame on the two fifty F and four D the same bike, and you mm-hmm. rode a Yamaha four fifty for a number of years. Yep, same frame, exact same dimensions. Mm-hmm. For whatever what reason, which on the four fifty, Mad Schmied. Well, there was Schmad Schmied was there. A, ro- that? a rider, you know, I, a rider that names a Schmad. Oh, Schmad, uh, over my head. Um, but why does Phil look oh, like he? Or why does Phil? Why does Cooper look like he's just? The bike is manhandling him a bit. Do you agree? <laughs> it looks on the two fifty. He didn't look as small, but on the four fifty, no. he looks small. But why? I don't, it's the same bike. I, I I don't know. You agree though? He looks like the bike is pulling him around a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you got. Double the d- displacement, you know what I mean? It, and it is a bigger bike, you know? I, yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, apparently, uh, by Lakewood, no, by uh, High Point, Coop is going to have the, eight, the 18, 450. Mm-hmm. That's the word. And right. the 18's got a, a different frame and, and quite a bit of difference to it, so. That'd be interesting. I need, yeah. I need Coop to get some positive results to, get my, to keep my head above water. But uh, last thing I want to say, and, and uh, Phil... Will be a good um, should be good um, should help me answer this right here. So I've had my fair share of accidents, motorcycle crashes. How many of these guys out there, and even even a guy like James, who I could see reluctant to come back. How many of these guys not just are in pain, but chronic pain that that you, even when you're healthy, you still freaking hurt in some regards. Is that widespread with all these guys? Hundred percent. <laughs> I never That's feel fucked. good. And when you stop well, and you don't do anything, it feels worse. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, I was ho- I was hoping I wasn't the uh, the only one with that. Although I'm not getting paid, <laughs> I'm hurting when I'm cleaning toilets. So shit, I'm in trouble. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's a bummer situation. <laughs> you know, but yeah, so yeah, uh, it's gonna hurt forever. Stay exercising; it helps it a little more. What are you talking you know? about? Injuries. Yeah, but you know, like, yellows injuries. What are you talking about? Oh, he's well, just I saying it's like, nagging. Does it ever go away, or uh, how do we deal with it? You I, just stay I thought exercising. you were like giving him advice for 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 what? For, I don't know for his specific injuries. Aches no. and pains, man, that don't go yeah. away. Unfortunately, you want to know about that, Steve? All right, Randy Yellow, gotta go, bro. All right, guys, thank you, Andy. What's up, man? Thanks for calling the show. What's happening? Hey, Steve, I gotta I gotta thank you and Phil for providing me with about five minutes of laughter on Saturday. Um, the tweet or the what you referenced earlier when Phil was cheering mm-hmm. on yeah. Alex Martin, I I lost my shit. It was hilarious. My girlfriend looked at me. She's like, "What are you laughing at?" And I tried to explain it, but no, you just never heard you, Phil on the show. And yeah, I think tonight you you gotta know happen. Phil. You gotta know yeah. Phil. Also, um, oh, yeah. also. Uh, Phil was a little upset that I tweeted that, uh, Andy. Do you have any problem with that? Do you think that that was okay? I thought it was hilarious because I can picture (laughs) Phil saying it. And, uh, yeah, it was great. It was was fantastic. See, Phil? It was fine, Phil. See? 
I was just yeah. in the moment, and you're just taking it word for word, you know? That's what you said. I couldn't believe it. I know. I it was Straight great. to Twitter. It was it was awesome, and, yeah, it was, it was so good. So <laughs> I really appreciate that. Um, by the way, Steve, wanted to say, too, uh, I watched that uh, World Cup game uh, from over the weekend. Internet, and, uh, the the, uh, not the World Championship game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yeah. And the shootout is the absolute worst way to decide. Uh, a it is. Game. It's terrible. Absolutely. Terrible. Absolutely. But you know what? You know what's weird, Andy. Is, you know what's weird, Andy. Is when the shootout came in, I thought it was awesome. I loved it. So did I. So and, did I. I. Yeah. Now I'm like, ah, I don't care. So it can go away, especially for gold medal games. I mean, yeah. I. You know, we just saw. I. I live up in Erie, so I just saw the Otters win their championship and yeah. went to overtime, and it was the most exciting overtime ever. It was amazing, and if it went to a shootout to decide that, I would have been heartbroken. Don't forget to so. listen to the Paul Pocky podcast, bro. Oh, I do all the time. It's Perfect. so good. Thank you. It's great. Appreciate so, it. All right, buddy. Yep. Thank you. All right, boys. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, dude. So, uh, Phil, uh, if I told you Eli Tomac and Zach Osborne won Hangtown you'd be, beforehand, you'd be like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they were favorites. And, and yeah. maybe Zach, not as much as Eli, but I, not a surprise. But if I told you, Phil, that Zach was more dominant than Eli, I think he was. Yeah. He killed it. Yeah. He crushed it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can't. You can't say I don't know. You're the expert on the show. Like, I know, but Eli's literally... God, he's so strong. I hate it. it pisses <laughs> hey, me off. Hey, what do you think? Why did Eli take so long to get going before uh, second moto? Like, uh, what do you think? I don't know if he was just have like, like Jimmy said he was stale. I, like I said, I don't think he's stale. I just think it. He knew he had it. He just took it one by one. I know he said he was a little bit worried yeah. that, about not winning the moto, but I just don't think there was. I mean, he was on average two seconds faster than everybody else. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like and, he can't. And, and the guys that he was passing four seconds a lap faster. Yeah. Like, come on, do the math. I um, mean, the he said he made a bike change for second moto. He told me, and it wasn't. It was the wrong direction. Mm. So it took him a while to get a little bit used to that. Mm-hmm. And dude, you've raced how. That was a gnarly hangtown. Yeah, track. it's brutal. Like brutal. to start off that way, right? Yeah, I mean, but that's how it always is. You think preseason testing's awesome? Yeah. You get to hangtown and you do press day, and press day is even not like race day, and then shit hits the fan. You know, <laughs> clickers and this gear and whatever, everything, and then you get to do it race day, and it's just a shit show out there. You what know. did you think of Marvin, our guest tonight, Marvin Muskan, coming up? Actually, let me text him to remind him. Uh, Marvin coming up here on the show. What did you think of his battle with Eli? Good. He put up a fight. It did not, you know, wasn't going to let him go straight on by, you know, like he held in there. But as soon as Eli stuck it, it was his game over, obviously. But it was toward the end of the moto. Maybe Marv could have put up enough of a fight to bring it down to the wire. But that's a lot of heat to take on, you know, <laughs> especially that late in the race with those sorts of conditions, it's hard, you know. Um, but, yeah, I was still pretty impressed. <clears throat> um, who else caught your eye? Dean Wilson, fourth overall. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, uh, Colt Nichols, fifth overall. Where, yeah, the, where the hell Col- did that come from? Yeah, Colt, Colt rode awesome. What, um, what did you think? You know, I think between Colt, um, Mitchell Harrison, I think, yeah. obviously was up there. He crashed both motors toward the end of the motor. Last slap of the second la- motor. I know, which I think he would have been like a 10-7 or yeah. something. Like, like he passed Savachi. He left Savachi. So for him to do that, like, I was impressed. I know you, you and the Mitchell Harrison bandwagon haven't been quite. I know. haven't been on it yeah, because yeah. he's been sketchy. Yeah, I know. But at Hangtown on that yeah, track, no, no. he was – I'll give the full, kid – I'll give the little props. kid props. And actually – 
Vegas he rode well. Yeah, yeah. You he know? Did. I mean, he did put up a fight against Zach, which he I was kind of wasn't happy with just at that point in time because <laughs> it's really crucial time. But yeah, that was pretty good. And then, uh, yeah, Dino did good. And the 450 class was kind of a roller coaster with three, the guys. Three points between Dino in fourth and Barsha in ninth yeah. overall. Yeah. You know? And a lot of them were outside the top 10 and then inside yeah. the top 10. So yep. it's kind of, yeah, a little mixed up in there. But. Dino and Anderson was pulling off the track from getting a rock in the eye, took down Barsha, took down Wilson. Yeah, that was so a they, shit show they there. Came, huh? yeah, they, they came back from, you know, outside the top 20 to 10th mm-hmm. and 11th. Mm-hmm. And then Dino passed Barsha in the second moto, like, yep. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dino Dino looked good, kind of like his old self, you know, kind of standing on the foot pegs, riding around, which yeah. was pretty awesome to see again. Um, you know, just a rebuilding year for him. But, yeah, I think it was pretty interesting and obviously you know i don't think tickle gets enough credit for being off the bike Dude, for a while and seven then, seven for fifth overall was it seven seven yeah so i thought it was seven six seven 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 yeah like yeah just underrated right? just out there yeah. chugging along like a choo-choo train and getting it done you know where does so. a healthy phil nicoletti finish uh yeah man i'm i'm gutted because i really think i could have done good on that Suzuki Outdoors. Um, I think you're 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 obviously you know, in that four like, to like you're four to nine in that. Yeah, like like you in there. I have been in the past. Right. You know, four to nine a lot. So I just like you know, obviously when I come back, I'd like to try and get back to there, but take yeah, a little not, bit. It's yeah. going to take a little bit. Uh, so your teammate Weston Pike. Um, I talked to his dad a little bit, and he was also not really supposed to be on the bike so much, but yeah, yeah. Uh, he toughed it out. I thought that was pretty impressive. Like mm-hmm. his dad was like, if we get a top 10, uh, I'd be happy. And he almost did. Yeah. So. Now Weston real good. He rode with some good guys for a long time. Obviously second moto it's got, it's expected, you know, to get tired, you know, yeah. especially with the lack of time that he's had. Yep. Um, so he's kind of by himself, but yeah, he still put up a really good fight when, you know, he could, when he had guys behind yeah. him, he still put on a push and, you know, obviously he just got blown out to the point where it's just survival mode there for a little bit. But yeah, I give him props for going, what, 12-11 or 11-12, yeah. so pretty close. Uh, God, I, keep, I go back to that track and that second moto and it just looked like a minefield, man. Yeah. It just looked so brutal. It's... <laughs> guys, uh, someone was telling me, uh, Dean, I think, or was he's like... Yeah, we were just going off the track to yeah, get smooth yeah. lines, and then you dip back in for the corners. Yeah, and that's the truth. And if you can get, like, 15 or 20 people taking that line off the track, where are they going to dock all 20 yeah. of you? I mean, like, come on, dude. <laughs> I tell the Those officials, I'll are... be like, you send it down that straightaway and see how you end up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Especially that downhill, man. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> You, you send it down that straight away. Yeah, I don't care how bad you squeeze that bike. That thing gets out from under you. It's game over down Are the hill. Are you surprised at Osborne's ride? Um, how good he was? No, not after Vegas. Not after how Supercross was. Just the intensities there. You know, like it was. Yeah, it was impressive. Like I was like, yeah, wow. So you're not surprised though? Like, no, no. So I was. Surprised by the gap that he had, uh-huh. you know, both motos, and was able to maintain that, and no one ever closed in. Or... When I say surprised, I, I mean his entire race, so I'm meaning those gaps. Yeah, like you know? it's... I'm not surprised he won. I was surprised he was that dominant. Yeah, they get, yeah just you the know? gaps were, yeah, impressive. Although, you know, what also was impressive was Faulkner and Jeremy were pushing yeah. that second moto. Like, that was pretty impressive to see a couple of kids. They weren't in position for the overall because they had shitty first motos, mm-hmm. but they did not care. Like, Faulkner was like, you are not passing me. Yep. J-Mart was like, I, you know, I'm better than you type deal. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Which, 
I kind of wanted to see. Um, I don't know how many laps Germa didn't do on the first moto. So he had a little bit more fitness left in him because he didn't he yep. maybe miss a couple laps. Yep. But yeah, they were they're on a different level. And like I said, Alex tried to hold he, them off. Alex looked they were, back, and I think he kind of knew he had he had to yeah, beat AP for yeah. for for a second. Yeah, overall, yeah. So you know? he, I think he, yeah, did the math in his head. But right. there, I don't know if he if Alex could have held those guys off for two more laps, it would have been impressive. But right. that was some, like I said, some heat to take on. Nash, gentlemen, What's gentlemen, up? you got Phil in studio. What's up, I'm Nash? How life. are you? What's up? What's up, Phil? Oh, hey. not much. I heard you were at MetLife. Yeah, I was really thankful. The whole team was really good people. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Awesome. It was really, really neat. J-Bone, for real, all, all those guys. Steve, the, the Jeremy, my kid rides for a, a little podunk off-road team in American Suzuki. It was real nice and let him come over to JGR. Awesome. And awesome. It was awesome. Can't say enough about the JGR team and how receptive they were for the kids and you know, doing it for the kids. Yeah, it's awesome. I heard you're running. Oh. I heard Nash was running around our semi looking for Schneike. What? I know. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I totally messed up. I had a brain what? fart. He's calling Benji Schneike. I did. Schneike <laughs> hasn't worked for Barsha for like five years. <laughs> I know. I know. It was like a mental fade of like a a, a fan super fan brain fade. I felt like Dude. such an idiot. And you know how Ben's you know got like yeah. a straight face. He goes, "I'm not Schneike." <laughs> So, you know what was cool though was Johnny. Johnny goes. Uh, Johnny goes like, oh yeah, I think I'm gonna pull up my show, and and, and Ben goes, I hate that guy. I don't even listen to that show. That's funny. That's funny. Ben needs to just it focus was, on being a mechanic, just righty tidy, lefty loosey. Because if, <laughs> if if you start thinking too much in the mechanics' heads, they get really confused, and it's very very hard for them to multitask. So that's uh, funny. Well, hey, it, it, it was awesome. It wasn't the same without you, Phil. I mean. You know, last year, you know, Dylan, my kid was hawking the truck trying to get your front number plate, and uh, the thunderstorm came up out of nowhere, like you remember. And yeah, um, insane. That, that was nuts. Yeah, thunderstorm. I was like, I'm getting the hell out of Dodge before I get blown away. Yeah, it's nuts. You know? Hey, yeah, we're, I'm pumped to hear when you're when you're predicted. And Steve, if you already said this, I apologize. I'm out in the garage and I just turned the show on. When do you anticipate coming back, Phil? Oh man, I, I don't know. I the goal is Washougal, Millville, maybe if I can. You know, yeah. Um, if I'd like to try, I'd like to try and make the last four. It's got to be worth my while. You know what I mean? It, it sucks to come back for only two rounds. You know, but um, but, I'm making but, pretty but good. But you games. know what? Even if you came back late and literally you went fifteen, fifteen, whatever, your mental state would be so much better knowing that you did motos. And you know what I mean? Like just just knowing you're back and now you have an yeah, off season, you know? Yeah, but it sucks coming back and going fifteen fifteen. Well, but yeah, but it's better than not coming back at all, I think. Yeah, I know. It's just like Yeah. It's a lot of work to come back for just two rounds. I know. Like, I'm just shit. saying, Phil. I think getting back is the most important thing. No, I know. Which to know I, that, I, and get, I think it will be earlier than two rounds, yeah. so I'm I'm okay with it. You know, it's worth worth the suffer fest to come back for it and the suffer fest. <laughs> yeah, to try and get fit again. So, I mean, well, I'm sure you'll be you'll be down riding. You're living down in North Carolina, I would assume. Yep, yep. start to resume, and yep. you know, what's the big what's the biggest differences between glorious upstate New York and down there for you? Uh, it's pretty similar. I like Charlotte. Obviously, it's a little more populated, but you know, I'm a New York guy through and through. So I'm kind of, you know, obviously I'd like to come home there a little more often, but I do love Charlotte as well. So it's kind of it's a home away from home. So. And I like being yeah, close to the it. shop, so. 
You you know when you're practicing, you're thinking of Walden Playboy. Right? Uh, yeah, I yeah, actually you, I I rode there a couple times in the summertime, um, with uh, you know I was home for Unadilla and stuff. So it's good to always go back yeah. and ride those tracks. All right, Nash, gotta run. Thanks, buddy. All right, hey, Phil, thanks, man. Yeah, Appreciate see you, Nash. Right, Bye. See Truck Hero, everybody, supplier of premium vehicle accessories made in the USA to outfit light trucks and SUVs from bumper to bumper. Proud sponsor of the Auto Trader JGR Suzuki team that uh, Filthy Phil rides for. Parent company of the folks at NFAB, Undercover, Back Industries, Bedrug, Husky Liners. Truck Hero, question of the day. Uh, Phil Nicoletti, I'll ask you. Coming up with Top Jimmy right away here. Uh, ask you the question. Who wins Glen Helen? Both classes. That's the Truck Hero uh, question of the day. Yeah, I, I want to say... Uh Obviously, I think Eli, you know, just because it, he's so yeah. dominant yeah. at Glen Helen. Uh, and remember the USGP. Like, yeah, like. It was, was over. That was, that was unbelievable. <laughs> I think people forget about that, too. I do, too. GP. Yeah, I do, too. Like, hammered those heroes. Hammered and, and came from way back. Yeah, like that second yeah. moto was insane. Um, but then the lights class. <clears throat> um, I'd like to see Alex, but I think. Alex went 2-2 for the win? Yeah. Overall? I think. Jerma gets it done at Glen Helen, and Zach's on the box somewhere. I don't care as long as those three are on the box. I'm cool with it. Yeah, you know, hard but... to see Zach getting off the podium no, after that yeah, week. Like, exactly. Like even if disaster strikes, he's getting third yeah. or something, right? Yeah, I call. I'm calling Jerma for the for the win. Uh-huh. You know, but I'm saying it's either a two one or a one two from either Zach or Jerma. Uh, so that I'll, worked. Yeah, I'll go with that. That pretty uh, good. We debated this on our, uh, our our preview show. So Muscan two two, uh, he was by far the second best guy in four fifties. Mm-hmm. Did we see like is that how it's gonna go this summer? Like okay, last year Kenny Gap Tomac yeah. Tomac beat him three motos or whatever. Yeah. Um, when we couldn't really decide on a on a challenger for Tomac, the main guy. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's Marvin or do you think it was just that was just an opener that, that nah, suited it's, Marvin? It's Marv. Anderson, yeah. Webb, Barsha, like, yeah, I just, yeah, like yeah, you think, think Marv's gonna Marv. end up getting seconds more than more than anybody else, yeah, or beating Tomac, yeah, like, like you're not with it, me on a Tomac twenty four, no, no, right, no, no, okay. no, 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 I think people are just, yeah, I think Marv can get out there and get, maybe get away far enough to where maybe yeah. Tomac can't possibly get him on different style tracks, but yeah, I think Tomac's or not Tomac, uh, Musquin solidified himself as second, and then um, I still think Anderson's a third place guy. You know, so and he rode really well too, coming through the pack. So. Uh, Anderson's second moto was really good. Yeah, yeah. really good. He so. caught fire near the end, and yeah. you can see that Alden Baker training program because yeah. guys were wilting, and he was he was charging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bob, what's going on? You got a question for Filthy Phil? For me? Yeah, you, Bob. Hey, yeah, I want to ask Phil, like, who is his favorite? Like, what are some guys that he races with that he hates? That I hate. Yeah, like I mean, I've got into it with a few people. You know what I mean? A few. Uh, a, few. <laughs> a few. A few dozen. He does a throat slit gesture every Supercross oh, practice. No, I don't. Okay, what, maybe it's some um, What was the shittiest bike you ever rode? Ah, uh, shittiest bike I've ever ridden. There's been, a, in my earlier days of pro, there was, a, you know, not so good ones, you know. Um, obviously, I think but it's because. Which cause, ones? Uh, you know, I didn't like. Not like a personal bike, like a team bike. Team bike, yeah. I don't know. Just the first couple of years were not good. You know, I I don't. I eleven hate to, ten mods was fast. Yeah, eleven ten mods. Together. Yeah, like it's. 
He didn't like his motorsport cowie either. Yeah. Bob, he didn't like it. He's being too nice, but he did not like his motorsports cowie. Near the end of the year, they let him ride Andrew McFarland's, and it was way faster. Yeah, like and I he, don't. And he was upset about yeah. that. Yeah, like I think it was a lot, a lot quicker. You know, my my solitaire bike wasn't wasn't very good either. But yeah, I think that was just a money issue. You know, I just couldn't afford it. it, it if you had to T-bone either Cade Clayson or Alex Ray, which one would you T-bone? Ooh, I think Cade would feel honored to be t-boned by me oh, okay just yeah, be, be like, yeah you know what phil t-boned me must mean he likes me yeah. all right okay yeah but and who, yeah. Who, who do you like better barsha or pike uh i like them both they both have pretty interesting qualities <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm actually gonna go with i don't like either of them how about yeah, that'll that work. That'll yeah work. so how are they getting along pike and barsha yeah they I get along pike just got back i'm just nobody likes barsha nobody does uh, maybe not on the track yeah, <laughs> but good thing they don't have a mic in our trailer. Yeah, really. I'll tell you that. Thanks, oh my Bob. God. Appreciate the call, man. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Our next guest, he is brought to you by Pivotworks. If it works, it pivots. pivots, it works. If you ride your dirt bike at all, you're going to wear your parts out. Don't waste time looking up for every little component for your dirt bike's chassis or suspension. Grab a Pivotworks kit, do it right the first time, and save some money. 40 to 50% off of what the... Uh, OEMs charge, which is awesome. Uh, since 1999, Pivotworks has simplified your trip to the parts counter. Uh, love these guys, and uh, please check them out. I use the stuff to build my project bikes. Love Pivotworks. They're going to welcome our next guest. He is a pro rider, injured right now, doing some announcing. Top Jimmy Albertson. What's up, Jimmy? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm happy whenever you use sponsors that I actually have in my segments. Oh, like Pivotworks? Pivotworks. Yeah. Good. Yeah, usually you're like some goggle company, and you're talking about how great they are and how they're presenting me. Right, and then you're like, wait like, a minute. Yeah, that's that's not me. Um, hey, so no, but you're saying you're saying building bikes though, like building projects bikes. Yeah. When I re, when I rebuild two strokes and stuff, like between Pivot Works, hot cams, hot rods, freaking well, two strokes know, Vertex, and hot cams, that whole group, you. like yeah. you. You can rebuild an entire motorcycle, and they have the whole entire kit. No, it's great, right? So, um, yeah, it's bitching. Hi, oh, Jimmy. Anyways, hey, so listen, Phil. Hi, Phil. Phil used to live with you and Kennard. Dude, we um we had. I mean, I'm just gonna come out and say it. We had the Baker's factory before there was one. <laughs> I mean, we were like the we were the butcher factory. <laughs> the butcher factory. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true too. How does Phil? How do you end up in Oklahoma with these two? Those two idiots. Yeah, so Canada or yeah. motorsport, motorsport days? Yeah, I was actually working. Oh, because Hewitt, Hewitt, sure, Texas Hewitt. Is that? Yeah, how? no, not really. But oh. I was working with Sagey at that time. But then I left Sagey and worked with Dorenzo. Okay. And then I needed to get my ass kicked to get into shape. Greg you know? Dorenzo. Yeah, yeah, Jersey boy. So I went there and uh, for the summer and. Yeah, lived in a little tiny apartment with Jimmy and Greg, and Trey was down in his house. Yeah, and uh, oh, MBQ. Yeah, MBQ. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because I was riding BQ's BQ. bike all summer. Oh, that's right. Because you had no calories, yeah. so you were renting BQ's I, Honda. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I was. I was in. Um, I was in. I was listening to the, you guys talk. We were talking about worst bikes. Yep. And uh, I swear, <laughs> Phil rode Brett's Honda more than he rode his actual Kawasaki <laughs> at one point in time. Yeah. At one point in time. So, and I'm glad you were there, Jimmy, because no one would believe what me What kind about of team this. are you on, though? You have a Cannon Day dog food. You have a big semi. And one of your riders rides a CRF 450 instead of his Cowie 250F during the week. 
a clapped out one on yeah. top of that. Yeah. And like Greg Greg was my practice mechanic or working on it at the time, but he's just like he couldn't do it anymore. He's like, dude, I'm done work I'm done working on these these things. You just ride Brett's bike. So I asked Brett and he's like, Yeah, sure. You know, it was like 150 bucks a week or something. You know, I was paying Brett to ride his bike, showing up and then riding a green bike on the weekend. Oh man! <laughs> this is what year? 08? Yeah, 08. So Canard's Geico. Yeah, Canard's yeah. Geico. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, just won a Jimmy, are you are you are you um, Valley? Or what are, what are you? No, I'm I'm probably, uh, at the time I I was Suzuki City, and then I was like, I was looking forward to riding that summer for them because I was going to ride the new 08. Uh, Suzuki. Jimmy, stop well, being like around that, the bush but... and just say you're a factory Honda. Uh, well, no. Well, well, at the end, I well, okay, at the end, I was, but then mm. actually, Phil is the reason why my career, <laughs> why I never became a champion, and, and my career all went sideways is actually because of Phil. <laughs> Long story short. Uh, I mean, so, if you want to tell the story, Phil, you can. Yeah, yeah. So Jimmy got his factory Honda deal that yeah. year. Yep, I remember and that. And you obviously, you know Millville, so yep. you know the track down the road, Meadow Valley. Yep. yep. So Jimmy and I, we left Trey's, him and his brother and I, we went up to Millville to ride for a couple weeks uh, beforehand. <clears throat> and we're at Millville doing our motos, and they had a bunch of tabletops and stuff, and we're just like, oh, let's see who can do this section the fastest. You know, it's no, a pretty big... no. That, that you're already you're already starting off wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not. Smoking you around the, I was smoking you around the whole track. Oh, it was here like, we go. Oh yeah, that's like right. Because I like said you're on a 450, and you, and, and you were like, it's because of the hills, and you're on a 450. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna go do a time around where there's no hills. Dude, and it's just jumps. <laughs> yep. Yep. So you can continue on now. So then we're doing this section around this thing, and there's this tabletop. And when I mean Jimmy scrubbed her, he scrubbed her. Uh, And he went into a full Superman, and he landed in a Superman and dislocated his his shoulder. uh, Yep. That that was the first time. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy's face was as white as a ghost. And then you left the factory Honda there. Left it there. People were shredding it. Yeah. <laughs> people are riding a factory on the find that out until years later that people like everyone was just taking a turn riding that <laughs> bike a full factory honda around meadow valley yeah, how funny is that probably. let me yeah. try let yeah. me try it yeah oh that's great and you know how like when you're hurt all you want is like pain medicine you know what right. i mean and right. like these medics had nothing you know no pain medicine or nothing and <laughs> Jimmy's yelling at this one medic. And he's just like, "Give me some pain medicine." I'm sorry, I can't give it to you till we get, you know, get the doctors okay. He's just like, "Y'all are a bunch of fucking clowns," <laughs> screaming at him. Yeah, and this kid's just like a hillbilly EMT from right. Millville, Minnesota. Right, right. You know? Oh man, <laughs> getting hammered by Jimmy. Before- this is before that road to Lake City was pavement. Yeah, it was all and dirt. It was it was <laughs> dirt all rock. dirt. And yeah. on this dirt road but out of my shoulders out of socket. <laughs> I just remember hitting these big potholes and bumps and I'm just like, You guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's funny. We had some uh, good times. Yeah, that was great. Good times. Dude, we did. Um, that was that was a killer summer. Jimmy, how's uh? We know you had a pretty good injury in Daytona. Uh, had a pretty serious back injury. How you doing? How's how's everything going? Yeah, it's going good now. I mean, <laughs> now. Me two, <laughs> yeah, if you would ask me that even two weeks ago, and uh-huh. I told you I'm getting ready to put a gun in my mouth. 
Wow. <laughs> you know, but it, it yeah. came along like a lot in the last couple of weeks, kind of like over the hump. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's only been like five weeks since surgery, but it, it seems like so much longer since shoot the injury happened like two and a half months ago and just getting everything in order and making sure I was making the right decisions on what operation to have and the extent of the operation and where to have it. And right. Yeah. It just, it took forever, but luckily I did the right thing. I got the spinal correction surgery along with the fusion of the six vertebrae, T2 through T8. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I mean, it says I'm going to be making a full recovery and everything's going to be good. Just going to take a little while. Yeah. Jim, um, Jimmy's coming back for the last three too. <laughs> you and Phil are coming back for the last yeah. three. <laughs> no, I heard I heard Phil talking about coming back for the last ones, and you were like, "Oh, we'll get in fifteenth. I Phil, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> unless unless, unless you're ready to ride. No, like, but ride, Jimmy, ride, Jimmy, you're back. Jimmy. If you if you're sitting there from a bad injury, you haven't ridden since February. To get a gate drop under and know that you're healthy, your foot didn't bug you, your ankle didn't bug you. That's got to be a peace of mind. Dude, just go race some off-season enduro cross. <laughs> we saw that. No. We, we saw that. how that worked for Phil. Mm, hey, no. no, but seriously, seriously, here's what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. It seems to me like you're in, you're in good with the JGR crew. They like you. They like what you've been They've already doing. said they're bringing him back it's, next year. He's already coming back in eight. Yeah, so, so what's the point? Like, you're going to go out there and ride around and then – like if if you're not, who knows? You might be feeling good, like ready to go. But I mean, I've always been. I wish I could take my own advice because I'm. I would do the same thing. I'd try to come back, and I'd be bummed out because I'd be mm-hmm. shitty and not riding well. But like I used to always give Trey crap for taking his time coming back earlier on in his career. But he'd always come back ready, and he'd always come he back would, and be yeah. on the podium yeah. or or be fighting for for wins. And, like, honestly, like, racing hurt, it brings your level of expectation down. Yeah, no, no one likes getting Bill, kicked in the last nuts. Last year, Bill, you were, like, you were top five, you know. Fifth overall. A couple times, right? Fifth, Fifth overall. overall 450, series. 450 series, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you you want to keep that expectation. You don't want to. You don't want to start getting in this mental space where I'm going to go out there to get 15th or 10th place or whatever it is. Um, I mean, Jimmy, are you uh, are you done? Are you going to keep racing? Some I saw you on your social media a while ago. You said, "Looks like Supercross. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to race Supercross, but I'll be back for motocross." Have you thought rethought that, or is that I don't know? Okay, I don't I don't really know quite what I'm going to do. I'm, you know, you don't really know until right how you feel after it's all done. Like for sure. Even going to the race on this weekend, I felt really good just walking around all day. I was mm-hmm. able to make it through the day with no pain and that makes everything one like of that. Us. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Like Phil, I, Phil is in the mechanics area too, and like I'm watching his the facial expressions when like nobody's looking at him. Yeah, and he is just like a struggle bus, you know. Yeah. And but that's how it, that's how leg injury is though. Like if you're up on it all day, it just swells. It gets hot. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a turnaround to that that happens pretty fast. But even when the bones are good, it just takes a little while. But but yeah. I don't know. Like with with my stuff, like I'd like to say my last professional race isn't going to be me carted off on a stretcher. Yeah, but yep. just go back just, to Loretta's, Jimmy. 
Just go back to yeah. Loretta's. <laughs> Take him down. Um, no, Dude, I agree, man. Yeah. Well, right. I hope we see you out there. Uh, it's again, yeah, I like, think, yeah. I don't know. I got like a good setup here with Robbie's being Robbie Rainer being down the street and helped me out with my ride, my training. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like I've got the tools close. I think next going into next year, I'm just not going to plan on doing anything and just, you know, start riding, keep riding and training and doing stuff in the meantime to just, you know, pay the bills at home and, mm-hmm. and do that and then kind of decide from there, you know. Uh, how do you like the announcing? You're doing the uh, pit reporting for the live uh, nationals each and every week. How do, you, how do you like that? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, I like it. Um, this weekend I was just a – like I wasn't supposed to do the PA announcing. I was just supposed to basically do some RacerX videos and and do um, the press conference mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I kind of – I was in the product, or I was in the meeting before, and they asked if I wanted to help them in pit lane. I was like, yeah, well, not really doing much all day, so I'll do that. But for Glenn Helen and the other rounds, I'll be in the booth with Lurch. So that'll be – I'm looking forward to that because it was already pretty saturated at that round. Mm-hmm. I think there was four announcers plus me, um, you know, with at Hangtown. So it was almost like I didn't want to butt on anybody's heads. And you know, when you're when you're down in the mechanics there, you got to kind of like it's hard to like get a word in because yeah, you you know you don't want to speak over them on your 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 uh, you know walkie talkie mm-hmm. system because Walsham was talking, so I just kind of stayed pretty quiet. But I'm looking forward to next week, kind of call to action with Lurch. I've worked with Lurch before in the past, and we have a lot of fun doing it. Awesome. Um, Let's get to the phone calls. Is this Olivia? Yes, hello. This sounds a lot like Georgia Lindsay. I don't know who that is. Georgia Lindsay Albertson. Is she as good-looking as Georgia, you think? No. This no. chick's not as good as Georgia. No, no way. No, no idea. Sorry, that one's lost on me. hard. Georgia looked good on TV this past weekend. Yeah, though, didn't she you? did. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So oh, hot. Yeah. She's the lady with the... She's the, like, presenter lady. Yeah. Yeah, the presenter lady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got it. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still learning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. Listen. I wish she would dump her loser husband, though. <laughs> me, too. <laughs> me, too. Hey. <laughs> Hey, just let me. I wish I could get let off easy like that. Yeah, good yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, what's up, Olivier? How are you doing? Oh yeah, no, I'm really good, thanks. I'm really good. Um, I just thought I'd give you a call because I I don't ever hear that many chicks. No, we don't have a lot of female listeners through our show. It's it's really unfortunate. Yeah. It's well, I'll tell you this. I used to live in North Carolina, and we relocated to New York, so we do like twelve hour road trips the whole time, and um. Guess what went on every Monday night for literally six hours? Mm-hmm. Good show, and I very, very much enjoyed it on my road trip. Oh, that's good to hear. Chip, chip, pe- yeah. cheerio. She's yeah. the only one. It took me until like right um, now. To think Olivia, you sound like a Georgia. keeper. It, it, it oh, took me till right now to realize this was in Georgia. Pretending to be somebody, but now I believe this is a real person. That's awesome. Oh. So I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you something. I was thinking about it when I was on hold, um, and I, Marvin Muscan, I think mm-hmm. it is said, owes me ten bucks, and I'm going to tell you why. My husband, who's into motocross, lets me do his picks because I have a knack of absolutely crushing it at fantasy picks. Okay. Is. All right, crushing so he lets it. Me, he lets me do them all. Uh-huh. He lets me do them, and I always, I always crush. I always win, and 
we had a little betting thing on where we live, and I always win for him. However, I'm not happy because we were watching the Vegas race the other day, and um, because that old, uh, you know, little dodgy pass, if you will, from um, Muscat, letting mm-hmm. Dungey win, I lost 10 bucks, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, because really that was Marvin's race to win. I mean, absolutely. Hello, yeah. you're my pick. Although, you're my pick. you know, he did just say, he said after the race, he made a problem. He had a problem, Marvin said. he just And then smiled and grinned. And then hung a left yeah. off the track. Well, Marvin probably made, uh, mm, I'm probably guessing, 60, 70 grand from that second place. So, um, you know. I think he's got 10 bucks for you, Joe. Yeah, I mean, this I'll probably do the same thing. But you know what the funny thing is? I had a baby shower the next day, and all, and it was like a, a friend of my husband, so, you know, the girls there pretend to be cool and into motocross because it helps their cause. And anyway, all the chicks were, like, helping themselves to sandwiches and talking about that race, not knowing what they were talking about at all. It was very, very amusing. And then, yeah, so then you had to fill them all in? So I completely tap the wall and mm-hmm. the one. Well, actually, I think you'll find I lost ten dollars last night, and I know what I'm talking about. La 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 la. And they, um, I was suddenly accepted. I was part of the group. So thank you, I guess. Um, let me ask you. Uh, great, great story, uh, Olivier. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, after Ve- after Vegas, Jimmy, during Vegas, why did Jeff Emma think that Grant Reed and Dungey just caught Eli Tomac? I don't know. Stupidest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Tomac. Tomac was toying with everybody. I mean, it was just, it was, he was going fast in like two sections of the track, and that was it. Mm -hmm. The the other sections he was just riding through. I mean, I guarantee he pulled off the track and wasn't even breathing hard. He was just kind of doing his thing and and for everybody who thinks that he put dirty moves on or whatever that was just the biggest he could have killed Dungy Mm -hmm. like he did the right thing you know he did he did the honorable thing you know people should be praising him and then if if, (laughs) I don't know about that I don't know if I go that far (laughs) well I'm just gonna say this if you want to go and like I don't know if anybody else has brought up this scenario on your show or anything like that but Say the, the tables were turned and, and Muscan didn't let Dungey by, but Grant let but then Grant ended up letting um Tomac by. Mm-hmm. That would have been the swing they needed for it to be a three point difference and it would have been winner take all at Vegas. Yeah. And you know, it's it's the total if the shoe was on the other foot thing and you know I, I don't really care, you know. At the end of the day, like KTM, they did the right thing by wanting to win a championship, and you know, by KTM winning a championship, that helps Marvin's situation out too because mm-hmm. he's with them for the foreseeable future. So it was like kind of a win-win for everybody all around. But yeah, for for Emig to be dusting that off right. and basically saying everybody else is riding great, when has anybody ever finished that close? to Tomac when he was out front, (laughs) or Dungey. Yeah, or Dungey, right, yeah. You know, let's face it, I mean, you got guys like Reed and Wilson who were back there as well that finished Mm -hmm. seven seconds off the lead. Like, that's, no, Um, that's not right. Jimmy Albertson brought to you by Pivot Works. Uh, Jimmy, your wife, Georgia, 
She does the podium interviews, as we talked about. But you can tell, like, when Roxon wins or Marvin or even, like, a jerky like Osborne who had to race those dumb GPs for a while because no one liked him over here. She has a little twinkle in her eye for these GP riders because she used to work over there. She's from over there. It's really brutal, Jimmy. It is hard. But, you know, it's it's hard to... It's hard to not like Marvin, though. I mean, oh, it is kind of one of those. It guys. is, but but I wish the I wish Georgia wouldn't be so. Hey, 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 hey! Why are we all talking shit about the Europeans suddenly? Georgia wants to yeah. Georgia wants to know where you're from. I'm from Canada. Uh, London. Oh. Well, London. Of course, that's what. Where? Like London, London? Or are you from? Yeah, London. Oh, London, Olivier, London. you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. I just wish Georgia that that smug look on her face. I just I'd, I'd like to just you know. Yeah, it's a bit unfair. Isn't it is it? right. Like, she cuts off the Americans. Yep. To, yeah. Well, she, not really Zach, but but Marv wants to yeah. go on. Kenny wants to talk. Well, yeah, Any going, Europeans, come on up. You can just talk. You know, in talk in America, in America, you can just win and everything else. So yeah. Hey, well, you know, you can't have everything. How about Tommy Tommy Searle, there we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Olivia, we got to run, but thank you for calling the show. Guys, just to say quickly, Cooper Webb's going to win the Outdoor Nationals, 100%. Just so you know. Olivia's burning. Uh, Olivia's. Olivia. Right. Yeah, you need to Olivia's. stay away from the pub. <laughs> Jimmy, but that was a truck hero question of the day for Filthy Phil here. Um, who wins Glen Helen? Like, obviously, look, the three is is the favorite. But who wins both classes in Glen Helen? Ooh, both classes. Glen Helen. Um hmm. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with Tomac wins Glen Helen, but he doesn't win both motos. Oh, okay. All right. You're I think I think team. um I think Grant's gonna win the first moto at Glen Helen. All right. Really, huh? And then um that's my bold prediction. Um two fifty class I like I like Zach and that uh, I'm going to pick Zach because that's I yeah. think Zach's going to win Glen Helen. I mean that's pretty much from what I've seen. But um, dude, he if, looks. If Zach, who yeah, who, who would have thought if, hey, if it's not if it's not Zach, I think it's Austin Fortner. Who would have thought that? Okay, Tomac and Osborne winning. As I said, the field no big deal. We all kind of would think about that, but Osborne was more dominant than Tomac, and that's amazing. I don't think so. What? I, I, I Eli did go I, down I go too. That, first dude, moto, I wouldn't go that far. Eli was amazing um, in the first moto, amazing. Yeah, no. Um, but if Zach would have got the like same 16th. start, same kind of start that Eli got in the second moto, I don't. You, I, think I don't think Zach would have won. Do you? Yes, I. I, I don't. If he would have started behind Amart, um, Jmart, and Fortner, yeah. I, it would have been hard. I'm not saying he wouldn't have won, but yeah, it would have been it, a little it, tougher for sure. I agree. There would have been there would have been four guys battling at the end instead of just Marvin and and Tomac out front at the end. So definitely Eli. Uh, I Eli dominated it more. You think Zach would have won from 16th to first? He might have. Ah man, dude, there's, he was. There's a there's a there's a chance, but there's more of a chance than I he just I okay. just don't know if he could have 
past but German the, Forkner. The start is at the, that point. You okay, know. I'll give you that. But the start is part of the race, and Osborne nailed it. That's yeah, no, part of the he race. Got, so, he was in know. fourth, got the first, checked yeah, out. So. See you later, boys. Um, and that's why that's why I don't think you're going to see Tomac putting in these dominating performances like you've seen from you know other guys in the past throughout the series because he is going to have those motos where he starts off you know out quite a ways outside of the top 10 and then that that's not necessarily saying that he can't come back and win from there every time but that you just put yourself into trouble when you're in the pack Mm -hmm. you know you you never know if someone's going to go down in front of you or you know, a rock's going to come up and hit your radiator. You know, just weird yep. stuff happens yep. when you're not out front. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll give you that for sure. Uh, hey, that Olivia, she sounded pretty hot. And I don't know, Jimmy, if things aren't going good for you in Georgia, maybe we can see if we can get Olivia's Tits, number. we still have that number? Because yeah. I might want that but later. Honestly, like, you, you you sound more attractive on the radio than you are in real life, though, Steve. Oh, thank you. That's so. a good point. <laughs> you are. That is an excellent point. Um, yeah, the, the amplified effects and everything does that to you. Um, all right, Jimmy, thanks for your time, buddy. A nice job announcing this oh, weekend. Oh, that's it. So I'm, I'm gone after yep. that remark. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, it really all is right. time for commercial. I swear to God. But, right, hey, call we're going to – gotta Call me when you got a show that's on, on TV, okay, and then we'll talk. <laughs> We're going to try to get you in here as a co-host, I hope. We're, gonna, we're working on it. Yeah, one of these days. Right. Uh, Top Jimmy Albertson on the uh, Pulp and Mac Show presented by Pivotworks. Thanks, Top Jimmy, and uh, we'll see you this weekend, bud. All right. Bye, Phil. I love see you, Jimbo. Love All you, right. too. There we go, everybody. Jimmy Albertson brought to you by Pivotworks. Hey, before we go to commercial break, Michelin Star Cross 5. Great tire, great performance, uh, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. Hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Starcross 5 can p- contain a completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, and an easier mounting. Uh, 21 different sizes. MichelinMotorcycle.com for more info. They can be purchased wherever uh, motorcycle, Michelin Motorcycle tires are sold. Great feedback on Twitter and uh, via email uh, from um, about these guys. Uh, so it's fantastic to... Uh, have a tire out there that uh, really works well. Uh, also, breaking news, email uh, from MX John. Hey, you stupid fat fuck. I hope you enjoy sweating your balls off at the races this summer. Suck a dick. And with that, thanks, everybody. We'll be right back with Jesse Nelson, the TLD KTM team, and more Filthy Phil Nicoletti. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life, Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com, they make much more than just moto gear, mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. 
Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. Everybody knows Race Tech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go PulpMX17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, 
Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows, they might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. 
We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com and get your trucking gear. 
Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit, PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. Thank you. 
Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. That is the one-three song by our own Adam Entignap. Get it on iTunes. All proceeds go to TLD KTM's Jesse Nelson, who's coming right up on the show. Skippy, what's up, bud? How are you? Man, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. What's happening, bud? Not much. Phil, what's going on, bro? Buddy, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you feeling? You uh, you feeling positive? You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm gimping around. He's not around. positive. He is not positive. Making it, it through the day. Ah, oh, yeah, but got to pay the toll to rock and roll, so I'm okay. Yeah, could always be you. worse. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, man, I just wanted to give you guys some props, bro. We, uh, you, know, you hooked me up with it was probably two or three days shipping and uh, with the, the Vortex Rockets last weekend. And, oh, yeah. Uh, awesome. Good. Cool to hear. It was good. It was good. I, uh, my my setup was good, so I just hooked up one of my local racers to, uh, who threw your uh, kid on, and we uh, we got it with a black chain, black sprockets, make the whole you know black W wheels look real good too. And uh, he went out and uh, took those chain of sprockets out to a good two two finish in the four fifty A, and then a one one finish in the plus twenty five A this weekend. Boom! And, uh, vortex. Yeah. Bolt, bolt and vortex on and, and win, Phil. Yeah. I hear that. And on top of. It, on top of that, uh, Darkside was out there with the uh, with the X brand, rocking like a champ. So it was good nice. to be able to meet Darkside for the first time. Good to hear. Cool. Yeah, Darkside, good good guy, fan of the show, big listener. He's doing work. Uh, so, uh, other than just appreciation for uh, y'all hooking us up, man. Uh, Phil, we know that uh, you're yelling at uh, Amar, but. Uh, or are you going to ride 250s or 450s this season, right? Yeah, uh, well, obviously, yeah, 450 for super uh, outdoor. Yeah, so I um, that was a deal with the JGR guys, which I'm pretty pumped about, and hopefully continue that same thing for next year. Uh, We're going to go with 450 indoors, though, next year, Skippy. <laughs> please, please do, man. Yeah, we are going to go 450 indoors. Why? It didn't work out. It didn't work out. Oh, so and that's it. That's all there was to it. It'll Unfortunately, I was there. I was there for press day whenever you stacked your trash in Dallas, and uh, that was terrible. Dude, how bad? Did you see it? Uh, no, I saw footage of it, but I mean, I was I was a little late because you were there at like six thirty in the morning trying to crank out some laps, and I just don't think that's humane. Where'd I, I was, where'd you see just, where'd you see footage of it? I want to see it. I've never even seen it. 
Uh, I saw uh, I saw a little Snapchat ish, and that was then. So I'd be hard to get it. Yeah, but it yeah, okay. Snap- All right, no, I just I, I heard it was horrendous. Yeah, it wasn't. It good. was not. It was. It was not sexy at all, man. Right. Phil is a Phil is a good looking guy and a good looking rider, but man, that was not pretty. But yeah, I saw some Snapchat. It wasn't pretty. All right, um, all right, Skippy, we got to run. Uh, we got Nelson on the on the other line, Jesse Nelson. So all right. Oh, I can't keep him waiting. Y'all have a good one, man. I appreciate the Vortex hookup, and uh, you're representing uh, Texas well. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. See you, appreciate dude. it. Uh, speaking of Vortex, email Jake at VortexRacing.com for a great deal on chains and sprockets, EK chains as well. Uh, the Monster Yamaha team with Webb and Chad Reed, they use Vortex. Babbitt's Cowie, they won yet another Arena Cross title using the bars and the cheering sprockets. V3 uh, sprocket and the V3 MX, S, MX SX bar, 29% stronger than competition. Email Jake at Vortex Racing. Chain sprockets, tie-downs, brake lines. Vortex Racing, made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. And let's get right into our next guest, uh, TLD KTM's own Jesse Nelson. What's up, Jesse? How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're good. Thanks for uh, calling in. Filthy Phil Nicoletti in studio with us. What's up, Jesse? Hey, so... um, What'd you think of Hangtown, man? What'd you think? Like, I talked to Sean Cantrell this morning. He said uh, you've been helping him a little bit, trying to just give him some advice and lean on him a little bit. What'd you think? When was Hangtown? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought Hangtown went pretty well. I thought Sean rode really well. Um, I definitely could use a little more stamina. Mm But, um, I mean, this is part of it, learning curve. Um, Yep. It's definitely a, a big change from pro to amateur, and I'm sure he'll figure it out. He's uh, he's on the right track for sure. He's on a good team and mm-hmm. got the right school around him for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it was. We were talking earlier, Jesse. What a brutal track, man! It was so gnarly. Oh, Hangtown is always nice. <laughs> national, like, you can you can ride Hangtown all year long and go there for the national, and it's nothing even close to the same. Yeah. Other than play out a little bit. Um. Hey, so how'd you do at your first national? Talking about Cantrell uh, going ten, thirteen, or something. How'd how'd you do? Uh, let's see. I went down in the start, second moto, or maybe the first moto. I don't really remember. I think I might have got seventh the first moto. Oh wow! Okay. Maybe I don't know, but it did not go very well. I crashed. Actually, no, I crashed three times <laughs> the first moto. I'd go from like eighteenth up to ninth. And I'd fall and go back to 20th, and then I just did that, like, yo-yo deck the whole time. <laughs> but I rebounded the next weekend with a fifth overall. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it was rough. I mean, it was it was pretty gnarly. But, I, I mean, I rode well. I just um, crashed a lot. Yeah. Uh, Phil, how was your first national? Where was it? Broom Tioga, 2006. And? How was it? It was good. I got 19th the first moto, mm-hmm. and then uh, I went backwards. I faded hard. In the second moto, I was running about 7th or 8th, and then KO'd myself. <laughs> game over. But to get some points, you're probably happy, 19th, or no? Yeah, yeah, it was okay. I mean, if you look at it, it was, I had good guys around me, but I think Hill went 5-2 that day. Yeah. So that I was, was just true. like, man. Yeah, so that was a kick in the nuts. But, I mean, I, was, I wasn't prepared, but it was cool. I rushed into it, but. Um. Jesse, you're still helping the KTM, TLD, KTM team guys a little bit, I understand? Um, if I can. I mean, yep. if they want it, I'll be there. But um, those guys seem to have it figured out. I mean, here and there, um, 
you know, just give Mitchell or, or Sean a little advice or something, you know, like experience that I've gone through or mm-hmm. or whatever like that. Um, uh, trying to help Mitchell out with a little bit of contract stuff like that and um, just uh, figuring things out with him. And, oh. um, I don't know, if they want help, I'll be there anytime. Right. Like, I'd love to help, but if they're not going to ask for it, then... Yeah. Yeah, somebody said you were maybe trying to help Mitchell out a little bit off the track, agency-wise. Do uh, you see a future for yourself doing that? Uh, we'll see. Um, I just wanted to start off with Mitchell. I wanted to get him linked up with uh, Connections, the company that I always dealt with, um, yeah, with yeah. Bob Locke uh-huh. and everybody. They've, they've always been great with me, and um, I can't say one bad thing about him. And um, I just uh, saw he was struggling a little bit with that stuff, so I kind of pointed him in the right direction, and right. Bob was kind of why don't you take the reins with him? Like, All right. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it is. It, Mitchell hasn't been around that long. He probably does. He's not a super outgoing dude. So it is tough to know to go up to a team manager and be like, "Hi, I have a con. I need a contract for next year." Or, Hi, do you have a room for me or whatever? Right? Like you were probably in that spot yeah. at some point. Like it, it's weird. Definitely in the radar for sure. Which is good though. Um, and then uh. uh Mitchell's rode pretty good on the weekend. I don't know. Like, Amar got second overall, but and Shane struggled a bit, but Oldenburg was good, and I know Jordan Smith's going to be good when he gets back. The team's going to be stacked. Definitely. Um, Mitchell, I think he went from, like, 30th up to 11th or 12th. Yep. And, um, I mean, that's that's a great ride right there. I mean, it's the first round. I mean, you got to take what you can get. And what about McElrath? Did you get a chance to talk to uh, Key for anybody or him himself about what what his how his race went? Um, I didn't really talk too much about Shane. Um, okay. Shane will have a rough race here and there, but I guarantee, guarantee he'll back back. He'll bounce back either Glen Helen or yeah. Colorado. Yeah. Hey, it'll uh, be good. To give him some time, dude. How good was Osborne? What did you think of that? I I mean, look, if you told me he was going to win, Jesse, I'd be like, okay, but he was really good. Yeah, I expected it. Um, He's got confidence. He's got awesome trainers. He's got a good team. I mean, just came off of a light Supercross win, so mm-hmm. uh, everything was definitely in his favor for sure, and uh, he made it happen. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a long series. Let's see how it goes the rest. I mean, I'm sure he's plenty capable of getting it done. He's had plenty of experience in the class. <laughs> yes, he does have a lot of experience. Um, it goes back to what I was saying, Phil. Like, if you have a child, maybe you shouldn't be in 250 class. If you have a child. Yeah. That's just one of my theories. Zach, uh, that is, come on. That is good. Come on. I'm just saying, if you have a child, maybe the regional support series isn't for you. Jesse, Jesse, how old are you? 24? 23. 23. I, I mean, Zach didn't have Emery too long ago. No, I know. And yeah. Zach had to go to Europe for four years. Yeah, so, so I tack it. that on. It's I all know. delayed. I'm just saying. Delayed time. I'm just saying, bro. You know? I'm just, I like Zach. Yeah. Just... It's a big learning curve, all of it. And, right. Uh, it's out now, which is cool. I mean, to see it finally paying off, I mean, it's got to be a good feeling. I mean, I remember when I first got my first win, and leading up to that, it was just like, it's never going to end. It's always just grinding out, never seeing anything. <laughs> right. Your labor definitely show eventually. You put in the work. Hey, so Phil told me during the commercial break, you're doing some driving for Polaris or something. What What are you doing? What's going on? I don't, I don't know anything about this. Yeah, I've uh, linked up with the guys at Polaris. Um, had to switch over four wheels, you know. Yeah, my balance isn't so great right now, <laughs> but uh, they helped me out getting a uh, a razor and stuff. I've been driving that around here. Uh, 
going out as much as I can with uh, doing therapy and stuff like that. A bunch of other things too as well. Uh, just uh, it's good for me to get out and have fun. I mean, right. It's I don't know if you've ever been in one, but it, it, like a lot of it seems to transfer over. I mean, you could just like the way you go into some stuff, and it's just the way you kind of already know what the dirt's going to be like or how it's going like, to react. You know, it's just right. Two kills kind of deal. Yeah, um, you can read it pretty good, but I mean, speaking of that, since you got that, you need to um, send one of those Polaris machines with a track on it to Bethel, New York, please. <laughs> and, no, 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 and, no, no, and two, no, no, and two skis. Yeah, <laughs> and two skis. New York. What's that? Sorry, but I'm never going back to New York. No, no, you don't have to go. You just need to send that machine to New York for me. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, that would be pretty nice. That'd be nice of you. Um, hey, did we we, we, when we came out of commercial, we played the Adamantic Nap One Three song. Um, so people people really well with that. It's totally different. And then uh, I was shocked and blown away that he he did that. It's so kind of him. And yeah, I can't think enough. And um just uh, shows what kind of person he is, too. Yeah, he's a seven-deuce deuce, bro. You just never know what he's going to do. You just Everybody never know. Loves, everybody <laughs> loves Daddy. <laughs> I know, right? He uh, He's one of a kind. So people, go to iTunes, Adamantic Nap, search the seven-deuce deuce, and uh, the one-three song, and all proceeds go to uh, Jesse through the Road to Recovery people. So please check it out. It's a good song. It's almost like a, a slow song, like a real yeah. mellow. Had a nice little beat to yeah. it. Yeah, a real mellow song by the seven-deuce <laughs> deuce. What's that? Definitely out of the ordinary for Adam. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, obviously your life's been changed since the incident uh, at Unadilla uh, Racing. It's good to hear that you know you sound good and you're, you're back in the racing and, and working with Mitchell off the track. Hopefully that, that works into something. But um, how's 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 life in general? How's everything going? You feel good? I mean, you. I mean, obviously it's got to be a, a big change for you. But um, how are you adapting? Uh, it's pretty rough at first. I mean, I mean, I have good and bad bad days. Um, but, I mean, right now, like, I sit in a chair, and I feel like I could just hop up and start walking around. Yeah. But just, yeah. I feel good. I mean, I've been working out every day. I've been doing all kinds of stuff all the time. So mm-hmm. um, just doing that and um, figuring out, you know, everything from getting up in the morning to getting dressed, it's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just working to try to make some improvements. I mean, I've been making really good improvements. It's just yep. not working. I mean, I and I want to talk two, three years down the road, see where I'm at. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like the smallest little gains happen over the longest time, and you're just, yeah, you gotta like, like it just accept that that's how it's gonna be, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, cards have been dealt. You just kind of have to roll with the punches and kind of. It's definitely not where I expected to be at 22 years old. Like no. in the hospital, feel anything? Yeah. Um, they could happen at any time. It's just. uh the sport we're in, but it's um, fun. It's yeah, no, no, but you've been dealt pretty good card here recently, huh? All right, so you got a uh, pretty little fiance now. Oh right? yeah, yeah, that's awesome! Congratulations. Thank you, and um, so that's been going well. Emily's been great with the whole deal, and she's handled it a lot better than I have. So that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. She's handled it better been, than I have. <laughs> yeah, she's been the same person since the beginning. You know, it's just I can't thank her for everything she's done, and she's. No, I mean we do everything together, from mowing the lawn yesterday to doing yard work to cooking dinner to anything you can imagine. Oh, cool! Yeah, it's good to hear. That's, that's awesome. Um, so we've been asking everybody all show uh, our question of the day, Jesse. 
who's going to win Hangtown? I mean, Glen Helen. Like, look, uh, the number three is probably going to win four fifties, but maybe not. Give us your winners in each class. I could see JG doing something, maybe winning the moto or um, right up in the front mm-hmm. lights class. Lights class is pretty unknown, um, especially with Glen Helen. I mean, I, I, I could see Zach getting it down for sure. Um, but there's a lot of guys that are hungry too. I mean, Martin's knocking on the back door for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's Forkner. Forkner's riding off. Yeah, Forkner was great. Yeah, that- I went out to Paul and he was putting down laps. I got a couple times on him. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. He's like, he's, he was in like 20, probably like 26 minutes into his moto, I'm guessing, somewhere around there. Wow. And yeah. He was still hammering down. He's, dude, he's just got skill. He's yeah. Him and J-Mart, dude, they were pushing each other in that second moto. Like, it was hot, J-Mart, rough, and they were pushing. Yeah, J-Mart definitely pushed Forkner into that second split, second spot for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alex kind of got the, the bad end of it. But yeah. That's what, um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes this weekend. But Yeah, uh, yeah Alex, uh, Alex said he tried to chase after Osborne a little bit, and he did match some times, but he said he thought it maybe blew him up for later in the race. You know, and you and you've been there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta be like, "Ooh, I need to back it down." Either salvage a podium <laughs> or end up back in eighth. You know, and yeah, push a bit. Um, yeah, like um, like last year at Hangtown. I mean, I led for yeah, I remember that twenty five minutes or something. But I I'd been off the bike for so long for my mm-hmm. my head injuries that I only had in two weeks on the bike, so. I was, I mean, and it's gnarly. It's not like anything you get to practice in California, like yeah. the local track. Nothing right. like a national. You talked about JG in the 450 class, so we know he kills it at Glen Helen, right? Guess what? He also kills it at Lakewood. Yeah, he won there like, in 09, right? 10 this, or something? This dude may be on the box the next, the first six motos of the year, or four out of the six, or whatever. He seems, I mean, I was always dealing with injuries, too, and at Colorado I was, at um, high point, even at Unadilla before I got hurt, I had a busted up ankle and knee. And um, every time I go to the asterisk tree and get taped up or whatever, he was in there getting his ankles taped with like a whole roll on each side. So <laughs> he got that fixed and um, he seems to be in pretty good shape. I mean, a lot better than he has in the past. And it's yeah. cool to see. He, uh, he credits, you know, we got ankle surgery last year. Mm-hmm. He credits that. He's like, I can train, I can ride, I can practice. Like, my ankles are the reason why I'm back. Yeah, but yeah. Cowie helped them with that. They're just like, listen, yeah. you know, we're going to keep you next year. Go get what you need fixed, done. I know. And then worked into it. And now it's just like, that's their best investment. I so mean, what does that say about the outdoors where, the, where Cowie's like, you know what? Yeah, just forget the outdoors, know, forget bro. Go get it. your ankles fixed. But now they're like, all right, when's the last time they had two Cowies on the podium in the 450 yeah. class? Oh, yeah. You know? I don't know. But, um, yeah, his ankles were jacked. I mean, he was telling me, he's like, I could, he's like, I can't even go out in the backyard and play with my kids. He's like, I'm done after I ride. Like, my ankles are shot. Yeah. Just icing and uh, just, yeah. Forever, forever, like, working on them. And I don't think, I don't think fans realize that. You know what I mean? They need to do some behind the scenes stuff with Asterix. I mean, with the Alpine Star Medical thing. I mean, and see what they do and how much they help the riders, too. And, right. They, and, um, uh, it's, it's Pretty Tweet. unreal. I mean, even Plessinger, I was in there in last year. Plessinger's always getting taped up and stuff. He's dealing with injuries too. Yeah, um, they could have put an ast- a, f- a camera on Phil two years ago in Atlanta when Shorty 
kind of cross-rotted and took off everybody down. And then Phil was yelling, calling them names. And Shorty didn't know where he was. I was. <laughs> you, you were calling them names, Phil. Oh, I just asked him what the blank was going on or what were you doing <laughs> the new yorker was coming out yeah totally, just, totally bro yeah i had a i had an unnamed uh, witness that said shorty felt bad was out of it hit his head and phil is just mother effing him like no other <laughs> what a gnarly get off i mean phil you're always dealing with injuries too i mean you know how it goes yeah little nagging ones and stuff like that Sometimes. doesn't help <laughs> you feel like you can just never get a break or you have a nagging injury and then you like you're like oh it's just getting better and then you screw it up in a corner and or you tip over and yeah you know, you're back yeah it's something just, so basic like, yeah it's a sh- it's a shitty situation but it's part of the sport i mean can't yeah. get away from it no cannot what'd you say to the caller before jesse or the caller before commercial what you said the guys wished you but well you said the price you Oh, oh, it's uh, um, got to pay the toll to rock gotta and roll. Got to pay the toll to, to rock and roll. I mean, <laughs> and Jesse, you know that well. That's what it is. It's it's crazy how the fans wouldn't realize all that stuff you guys go through. Yeah, where are the callers? Let's listen to some. Uh, yeah, we need to call. We see seven zero two five eight six Paul. You got a question for Jesse Nelson? I've been we've been too busy talking for me to uh, to remind people to give us a call. Uh, brought to you by uh, the folks at Vortex Racing. Email Jake at vortexracing.com uh, to save big with the folks at Vortex. Chad Reed, Cooper Webb, Babbitt's Cowie. They use uh, uh, Vortex bars and sprockets. Well, the Cowie, the Yamaha guys don't use uh, the bars, but just just get Babbitt's get. Get Vortex anyways, bro. Uh, Filthy Phil Nicoletti in studio with us. Jesse Nelson of the TLD KTM team on the line. I mean, I can still say you're TLD KTM, right? Oh, for life. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, that's one thing to say. I'll be a a life guy for sure. Um, Well, then, can you tell me, listen, you probably can't say anything, Jesse, but what's with the polka dots? (laughs) What is is going on with that stuff? I don't know. I mean... I think it looks it looks a lot better with logos on it. But people are hating on it. But I mean, they're just trying to do different things. I mean, I know, but it's like was Troy completely out of ideas? What's happening? I, I listen nine times out of ten that TLD stuff kills it. Sick, yeah. It's great. I'll give it to him. It's mm-hmm. great. I'm just saying. So one time yeah. out of ten. <laughs> I think it would look a lot better if you had like a solid tent or something. Sure. Yeah. Which was. With the new gear, you can do that. You can mix and match kind of deal, which is cool. And I think they're just giving people options kind of deal. But uh-huh. uh, people are not liking it. Yeah, no, it happens. Uh, Jesse Nelson on the, on the line. Jesse, who is going to be the top TLD KTM rider at the end of the Nationals? I know it's like uh-huh. Sophie's choice, but come on. We, we, gotta, we, we uh-huh. ask the hard questions here. Uh, they're all really close right now. They are. You're right. They all have each day. It's I mean – Every day it's different. It could be Shane one day. It could be Mitchell the other day. Mitchell's been pretty solid, and Alex, is, as always, is you know a mm-hmm. guy to beat for sure. But um, I don't know. Alex has the experience. Mm-hmm. Last year he was up in the podium and stuff. Mitchell's yet to get a podium outdoors. Um, I think he needs to get that milestone out of the way and then kind of move forward. Um, I think it's coming, though. I, I believe in him. And Shane, Shane's got podiums. He just needs to put it down. He needs to just... Ride like Shane, you know. Right. That definitely wasn't at Hangtown. Yeah. One thing about uh, Mitchell is okay. So, like he rode for Albertson, right? You first started noticing when he rode Yamahas for Jimmy Albertson, and he was fast and he laid down some serious times against factory bikes. But he would he would cartwheel, and I feel like two years now later, Mitchell's starting to figure out 
like slow down to go fast. You know what I mean? Like he's not nearly or, as sketchy as he used to be. Yeah, or you don't need to kill yourself in time qualifying. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that kid would be the first one to piece rhythms together. He would be, right? <laughs> oh, it's crazy. <laughs> the first one to hit the rhythms, he's good at that. I mean, he just he gets stuff down quick. Um, but uh, he needs to calm down sometimes. Like at San Diego, it bit him. Like one yeah. of the triples. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although that was a bit of that jump pro- problem, too, like, Speaking of Albertson, he crashed, Mitchell sure crashed, uh, Jeremy crashed. Yeah, it was a bit of a takeoff yeah, issue, you know? Yeah, on that one. But then they fixed it for the next practice, which that's where I was kind of always like, if there's something sketchy, I'd always be a little tentative. Yep. I don't want to blow my part in practice like I did pretty much every practice in yep. my rookie year. Yeah, three people have to see God in order for a change to be made, you <laughs> I know? know. It's like, I know. I, I'm with you. I was up in the press box going, really? Yeah. Nobody can see. And like, Never mind the guys that crashed, but there was a bunch that almost crashed. Yeah. <laughs> so I've seen God way too many times that day. <laughs> uh, Jesse, thank you for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Uh, we got to run. Let's let's get you on sooner next time, though. Let's uh, let's use, use you as a bit of analysis for the outdoor series. I, I like it. I like yeah. your take on stuff. So talk shop. Awesome. Uh, thank you for your time, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. See you, Jesse. All right. See you. Yeah. Bye. Uh, Jesse Nelson, everybody, TLDKTM, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, please check them out. Whether you're doing the 95 at the track or on the weekends, boots and shoes are up for the job. The GrantStoneBoot.com, guys. Go to their Instagram or their website to see the full collection of handmade boots and shoes. GrantStoneBoot.com, proud new partner partner of our show. Uh, they come from a motocross background, so they understand the importance of practical, practicality when it comes to making handmade shoes and boots. Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Uh, just hanging out, listening to you guys, uh, you guys talk a little bit. What's up, JT? How are you? Uh, I'm going to guess better than you because I just know you're probably bummed on something. <laughs> he, you know what, though? I think he sa- his doctor says he's like six weeks ahead. He thinks he's going to make he, – he's talking red bud. JT. No, I said it could be a possibility, but po- yeah. most likely not. Most likely, but a possibility. Good. Filthy Phil. Coming back, JT. Yeah. Need him back out there. Uh, JT, Grantstone, listen, I'm not a, a handmade uh, a boots and shoe guy, but you are. Wyatt at Grantstone Boot on board with the show. Uh, use the code PulpMX to save. Uh, you've got some of these, and uh, and they're high-end. They're, they're well-made high-end. Yeah, they are, and uh, you know they're going to expand over time um, and have a little bit wider range. Um, for sure, they're offering right now. It's pretty high end, and uh, I, you know, I understand. You know, that's not really your style. You're more of a Oakley sandals guy. I am. Um, I am. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there. I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, motocross guys that like to dress up on weekends. Some of them have a lot of people are business professionals that like to ride moto. So. There's a lot of applications for it. I think it'll even grab more people um, once he expands a little bit into, you know, more uh, mainline shoe stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just a moto guy that he he uh, he actually moved to China and and he's all in on this thing. So it's um, it's been fun to watch him, you know, launch his company and grow. And uh, man, I I see this stuff all over now. It was kind of the, the first time I ever heard of it was from him, and then now I'm seeing it all over the place. So it's it's really cool to see it. And not only are they coming on our show, they are have a privateer fund for the Nationals. It's great. It's actual cash to privateers that can use it. And uh, we're pumped on that. We're going to give away cash each and every week to a privateer. And, JT, you being a longtime privateer, 
This was your guy that you picked. You and I are going to, different reasons, pick different classes, pick different guys for whatever reasons. And you said we got to give it to Bradley Leonette. Uh, he raced this weekend in Hangtown, and Phil, he went 21-21. Oh. <laughs> oh. Man. JT, Suffer that's, that's the that. worst. That's the worst. So brutal. So <laughs> brutal for... I mean, he's from uh, Zambia, Africa, which is kind of, uh, you know, not very well-known moto country. No. Obviously, any country other than South Africa is not well-known for moto. No. Uh, but, uh, I mean, to go 21-21 in that heat, to just torture yourself for no points, that's rough, man. I, I, was, I was feeling for him. We went back and forth a little bit on who to give this to, and I'm like, man, if you go 21-21, yeah, you deserve there's got to be some kind of silver lining for this guy. So, uh, because you um, know he was still at least trying at that oh, point. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you're like, charging. Right, yeah. yeah like yep. there's no I don't know about doing... charging. Okay, yeah, but well, you're surviving. But he was trying. <laughs> right, you're trying. So Grandstone Boot, courtesy of GrandstoneBoot.com, Pulpamex is the code. Bradley Leona gets the cash prize this week uh, from Zambia. We're trying to get a hold of him, so anybody knows how to get a hold of him, contact the show. But uh, we're, I reached out on Facebook, so we'll see. Uh, but thanks to those folks. We're going to do that each week. So it's awesome. Grandstoneboot.com. Uh, please check it out. Also, two people. Uh, listen up. There are more people currently moving to Colorado than any other state. If you're planning to move to Colorado, you need to work with a trusted local, local mortgage lender to ensure that your purchase closes on time without an issue. If you already live in Colorado and looking to buy a new home, Plum Creek can help that out. Contact Zach Morris with Plum Creek Funding. Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com. Uh, they're on board with us for this month with, in honor of the Lakewood National coming up. So if you, if you want a new home and you live in Colorado, or if you're moving to Colorado, which Zach says there are more people currently moving to Colorado than any other state, JT. Is that, is that man, a- I, bet, I, bet Idaho's, I bet Idaho's not far behind, man. It's, this place is booming right now. Is it really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, so, they can't build house, houses fast enough. I'm assuming Colorado is the same thing. It's just literally like everywhere you go is construction. Please check them out, Zach. Zach. Uh, Zach at uh for all your Colorado mortgage needs. Um, all right. So talking some Hangtown JT and congratulations to Bradley Lee. And uh, did you ever go 2121, Phil? No, but I've went like. I've went nine nine for eleventh. I was telling Johnny. Yeah. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sure Bradley feels feels your pain. I couldn't believe it. Uh, JT, you ever go twenty one twenty one? Um, I don't know. I, I'm damn close. I know. Like my first race ever, I went twenty six tw- or twenty six twenty one. And and uh, I had to have at some point. I know I've gone like twenty one twenty two, but I had to have somewhere along and, the line. And who beat you at uh, when you got that twenty one? Uh, Ty Birdwell, which he probably should have gotten like 15th, but I think he was having bike issues. No, no, no. Birdwell on a Mathis tune machine <laughs> gets one point at Gainesville and never scores another point next 22 motos. Wow. We went to every race. Wow. He never he get any more. He got, <laughs> no way. he got one point all year. He had a lot oh, of uh, uh, DNFs. How did he not get points at Washougal? He didn't, bro. He didn't. Like, and honestly, my bike, I never had one problem. He just, Birdwell wasn't big on training. He so how did he get the DNF? Just pulled off? Yeah, pull off. Just pull off. I would have blamed the bike I, or I something. I twisted my knee. I twisted my, I hurt my wrist. So by the end of the series, I'm not kidding you. I'm admitting this for the first time. By the end of the series, it was wash and graphics. Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, this guy is not like, he's not really putting the effort in. 
I'm going to back it down also. I do not need to grease the linkage every second week or whatever I was doing. So, um, speaking of uh, Kawasaki's. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Before we get started. Okay. JT, was your Instagram real life Sunday morning? <laughs> no. Oh, dude. No, I just, I, I mean, I it pissed myself. Was I was laughing so somebody, hard. Somebody's real life. It just wasn't my life. <laughs> I, I mean, I found that, you don't think that was fake or whatever? I knew, I knew it no, wasn't it's you. No, it's real. I, I mean, there's, it's legitimately <laughs> happening. Like, uh, like many horses are, they're becoming service animals. Like, it's, oh it's my for real. God, dude. It just wasn't real for me. <laughs> I am a, a big animal lover. Uh, everybody knows that. But I am disgusted by these people bringing these massive dogs on airplanes. <laughs> like, you want to bring a little chihuahua and put it in a bag? Okay, I'm cool with that. There was a beagle on our flight back from San Francisco last week. And that's pretty small. And it was chilling. But what if, like, there's seriously people who are freaked out by dogs. Like, they've been bit in by wild dogs or whatever mm-hmm. or you have like a hair allergy like wild dogs like, <laughs> dude, dude. In the wild west yeah no for sure for reals like who knows whatever on, wild dogs dude and so why why is your right of an emotional support animal trumping like real people's fears of dogs or allergies what kind of world do we live in where these people get priority over like humans and i love animals i got three of them yeah, but yours just play dead all day. Yeah, they do. They don't count. I would just be worried that that horse. I mean, you've been around horses very much. They just take a dump like randomly. I know. I know. Like I just, I, I don't know what I would. Back? I just don't know what I would do if I walked on and I seen a freaking mini horse <clears throat> in seat one A. <laughs> if that you horse I mean? took, backed up and took a dump right on my grandstone shoes while I was sleeping <laughs> yeah. in bulkhead, oh. I would be so pissed. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck you. Absolutely. Uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. JT, what did you make of Fly Racing's own uh, Zach Osborne? Uh, he was good. Better. I, I had him second overall, just, you know, my random picks. Uh, so I knew he'd be really good, but I didn't think he would go 1-1. I did not. Um, he. I will say, though, he was very confident on Thursday. Talked to him for a minute. I uh, tried not to get too close to him because I was really sick, but... Um, he was quietly confident. So looking back on it, I'm not surprised, but I can tell you as I watched, I'm like, damn, like he's, he's for real. Like yeah. you guys are in trouble. Oh yeah. And he could win this weekend. Like it could go, it could go again. One, one. Uh, I would say, I would say he's going to be, you know, in the running to win every weekend after watching that. Um, somebody in the chat room, JT said you went 21, 22 at Southwick in, in 2012. Uh, 2012. Hmm. Yeah, that's All right. I'll take it. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember. I was so terrible that year. I'm surprised I did that good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's up with Forkner? Like let's, so Forkner rode terrific in the second moto and in the first moto he rode terrific, but Phil, he cut off I know. a minute of the track, if not more to pull in the mechanics area to get repairs. Now, I understand his bike was crapping out on him, but he could have slowly rode to the proper entrance of the mechanics area. I talked to a team manager today. I said, did you say anything? They're like, no. But I don't understand how the, Now, Faulkner said they just let, they let everybody go till they let him go. They held him up. But that still doesn't count for the minute. Yeah, I added it up on the segment times. It was a minute uh, 14. Is that what it was? A minute 14 or something like that that he missed. You know, I mean, even if you sent him out after the last guy, what about that gap that you did not cover uh, on the track? Like, I don't I know. Don't. 
And JT, this could come into the points down the road. For Forkner's going to be right up there. JT's out. He's out. <laughs> JT's gone. Uh, let's get the Skippy again. Skippy, is this is this the same Skippy? Yep, same, same old, same old. Skippy, you're in the bar? Maybe a little bit. What are you drinking, Skip? Uh, kind of Coke. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking a Rebel IPA, Sam Adams. Uh, what do you want? What do you want to talk about, Skippy? Man, I actually just wanted to give a lo some love to the Hayden family. Man, I, it's uh, it sucks that uh, you know, we lost uh, Nikki Hayden today, and I, I think that it's uh, something that also impacts the motocross world because he, you know, he passed away training and on the road bike and it's something that the uh, motorcycle industry has to deal with and unfortunately is uh something we deal with all the time and you know i just think that uh you know this is the time to give some love to the motorcycle road racing world you know and it sucks but uh yeah it's something we deal with you know all right absolutely second, second. well said skippy uh, thanks skippy we said that at the beginning of the show uh, Not laughing at that, just skip. Uh, how many yeah. kind of cokes do you think he's in? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He sounds like he's from New York. Uh, <laughs> JT, you back? Um, yep. How did how did they just not go after Forkner for like penalty or something? Like, how's that okay? I don't know. I, I would assume somebody had to say something because where he cut across the track was right. In, I mean, it's right in the middle of the track. Like, there's no way people didn't see it. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming with Forkner being a title contender, or I think he's going to be a title contender, that people would have the foresight to realize he gained a lot of points there. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to assume that somebody said something to the AMA. I just don't know how it just got swept under the rug. I, I don't get it. Um, I didn't. I wasn't in a conversation, so I don't know all of the variables they talked about. But right. it sure seemed like uh, he came out. He came out pretty far ahead on that deal. Uh, Dean Wilson or Colt Nichols? Bigger surprise? Um, man, I'm going to say Dean just because that that class is so deep. Um, but Colt Nichols was incredibly solid. When you put, it's hard to say because Colt's two motos were better than Dean's two. Um, but for Dean to get fourth in that second moto, as brutal as it was, was really really impressive. I don't understand Nichols. He broke his femur before Supercross, somehow made a comeback to ride, got on the podium, then broke like a tib fib mm -hmm. and an ankle, and now he's back for the... This guy a robot? <laughs> Putting good result. Are you a 5'6 or some 6'5 yeah, or some, yeah. something, something right? bogus? Oh, and, or you could even say Brock Tickle, although I don't think that's a surprise. No. Not like Dean and Nichols. Tickle's no. solid. But I think Nichols was a little more surprising because he's never been an outdoor guy. Right. And he's been hurt for a long, a long time, yep. you know? Um, so I think that's pretty... Do we give Pretty Will Hahn credit for that? Uh, well, I will why? say, uh, from talking to Nick Way <laughs> over the, over the last couple of years, uh -huh. he he rode with Colt in Costa Rica a lot, mm -hmm. and he he was actually texting me, um, man, I want to say two summers ago, telling me how good Colt Nichols was, and he was I think he was still in Kawasaki's then, uh, and he was just like, man, I'm telling you, like he's not ready yet. But I'm telling you, this kid's going to be really, really good. Like, he's got something, you know. Like, Because mm -hmm. we always talk about, like, for both he and I, like, it was really tough. Like, we just Listen didn't have far like, or, or Reed or those guys had. Um, but he kind of was, was yeah. hinting around that he had something special. 
Huh. Uh, Paul is online too. Paul, you have a comment about JT's comments? Yes. Uh, hey guys. Hey Paul. Uh, what's going on, Filthy? Hey Paul, how are so, you? Um, so JT made a comment about Marvin's moves in the second moto, and on the on the review the same... podcast, on the review podcast. Yes. 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 And. I kind of had the same thoughts. I believe it was New Jersey in the middle of rhythm section. Might have been Seattle. I believe it was New Jersey, though, where uh, Marv moved over in the air in the middle of a rhythm section. And I, it, it can easily be explained by cross-running because it was a ready mess. Dude, it was nasty. Totally. Everybody was cross-running right. everywhere. Um, but then he did the same thing in the middle of the section at Hangtown. And which was also very ready, very nasty, can easily easily be explained. But both times he was he did not look like he was out of shape on the bike. Like when somebody cross ruts and jumps across the track, like Mookie did um, with Josh Grant, he was he looked out of shape. He looked like he was you know having an oh my god moment. I'm gonna die. Um, whereas Marvin both times did not look like he was freaking out, like he was out of shape, which I. When you're confident on the bike, that can happen, of mm-hmm. course. Um, but I just, Marvin being, in my opinion, the nicest guy in the pits, it didn't it didn't look accidental. It looked like he was trying to protect the line and just doing so in a manner that was not the greatest. Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I, I, maybe that's what JT was talking about. Maybe that's what he. Maybe that's not what he was talking about. But I just, what do you, what do you I, think, I was JT? just wondering if that's where we're on the same page. Yeah, I mean, Marv has a he has a, a history with this. Um, going back to his battle with Cooper Webb, um, I even commented back then on the review pod that I wasn't the, the most thrilled with his race tactics. Um, I just don't like when people. I didn't like when people moved over on me. Um, I would just you know hold your line and you know race clean. And if you know if you got to make a block pass, make a block pass. But I didn't like when people moved over um, towards me. I just it's just not how I feel you know racing should be done everybody has their own opinion and it's not saying i'm right or wrong just my opinion on it um and i I saw him doing that to eli and it just reminded me of that back then and i just uh i don't like it so um that's fine i'm sure marvin doesn't care and you you know probably didn't care then either which Uh, is fine it's just uh something that it just bugs me phil what'd you say think of i noticed it marv actually i don't know what it was on the highlight or something because i couldn't really see the section that then a little downhill tabletop before the half pipe. Uh-huh. Um, Marv Cross jumped him there pretty good. And then Eli was kind of mad about it. You could kind of tell because he sent it in there after him, you know, yeah. which I'm not for cross jumping. But, I mean, Marv was just trying to fight back, you know what I mean? And he only had a couple more minutes to try and hang on. Like, I mean, what do you do? Yeah, late you know? in the race, you're like, yeah. hey, if I, this is the overall. If, if, if Tomac hits your back tire and tips over. Yeah, but I mean, overall? in I the know. air like that, that's that's not cool. Even I, I seen that, I was like, ooh, that was kind of close, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, like, because if you're going down the section and you gradually move over throughout the section, that's one thing. But if if over one jump you move drastically, not not necessarily from one whole side to the other, but if you move over drastically over one jump, you know, gradually down the whole section, understandable. You can see it coming. The guy can plan for it. But moving drastically over one jump is a completely other thing entirely. So, anyway, have a good night, guys. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Uh, let's get one more. PJ wants to talk about Tomax. PJ, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, Mathis? What's up, bro? 
Phil. Hey, how are you, dude? So I was, I, oh, I'm doing well, man. I was out at Hangtown. I actually walked past JT, screamed his name. Uh, I was drunk and redneck in a uh, Ronnie Mac shirt, of course. Okay. Uh, he looked like he was in a busy, I, he was busy. I would have liked to have talked to him for a little bit. No, he's, anyway. He's very busy. He's very serious at the races. Uh, he really was. Yeah. You know, it was off-putting, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting there watching the second moto, and, and, you know, we're watching it come to a head, and Tomac's catching Musquin, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I will be the biggest Tomac fan from now on if he jumps that big 150-foot triple there and passes Musquin for the lead. He didn't do it, and I'm a little disappointed in it, to be honest with you. Well, dude, I talked to him about it. He just said, I mean, Phil, he just said it was uh, the corner was too soft, the ramp was different, like... Yeah, they uh, they tried fixing it for the second motor to have somebody do it because yeah. I get it. You got people standing there waiting for somebody to jump that thing, and yeah. no one did it. The but... fact that you couldn't jump it was an epic fail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. yeah. No, that's the worst thing because you know I ride out there every week and it's there, and you you come up to it and you feel like you can hit it, and uh, there's no way in hell I'm going to try it. But it would be nice to see those guys do it. Mm-hmm. Still, I have a bunch of respect for Tomac. He should have been the champ. It wasn't cheating on anything KTM did, but he just, you know, he had a bad race, and it is what it is. Yeah. No, that, yeah, you can talk about Vegas and all the drama and everything else, but bottom line, in New York, he grabbed the lead, he was in the lead, and he, he crashed, and that was it. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. He um, had it, and it was it. Right. You all have a good show. Thanks, and, man. And uh, that's, that's all I had. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, by the way, speaking of the Nationals, uh, new way to wash the entire Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. Live and commercial free, the NBC Sports Gold app. Qualifiers, Moto 1s, Moto 2s, every battle, every crash, every moto. Cord cutters, this is for you, nbcsports.gold.com. Go there, get the app. Phil, will you, be, Phil, will you pay for that app? No. You will not pay for that app? I will not. Do you have, do you have satellite? Uh, I do, but I don't pay for it. So when my roommate's up, which is July, I will not have TV anymore. You will not have TV? No. <laughs> It's <laughs> a rough deal. <laughs> it's um, not that bad. Uh, I got. I want to ask JT a question. Yeah, JT, what did you think about the amount of 125s that were there for the two-stroke race versus the amount for the 250 class? Uh, yeah, man, it's tough. You know, for it's tough to make money outdoors. You know, and and yeah. people don't want to hear that, and it's but it's true. It's yeah. really really difficult to. Yeah afford to go race you know outdoor motocross and and gps aren't aren't any better they're probably worse no um but it's difficult you know for these these guys to to chase a dream if you really if you realistically don't have a chance of getting on a team or getting a ride it's you know when it's 90 plus degrees and you're going to lose money and you're just going to beat the hell out of yourself for a lot of people it's just like uh Mm -hmm. i don't think i'm gonna go but I looked, I looked at it last year. There were 61 guys there last year, I believe, and there was 41 this year. Now, so maybe it's just a one-time – like, just uh, – I'll, I'll wait to maybe. see. You know what I mean? I mean, Glenn Helen could be totally different. Yeah. Or maybe people yeah. finally smartened up. I don't know. Which, I don't know. It's the motocross community. Yeah. I don't think we're, um, we're very smart. So the, <laughs> I mean, all, all those East Coast guys don't go. That's for one thing. Yeah. All, the, all the East Coast privateers, they're not driving all the way to Hank Down. Mm-hmm. They're just not. But you could even you could visually see in the paddock that there was very little, you know, box vans and extra campers yep. and stuff there. Like it was like wow. Um know. so 125 Dream Race was won by Wageman? Mm-hmm. Yep. And Hanny got second? Yeah. Was yeah, Pleader, Pleader ate poop. 
like right before the finish line on the last straightaway. He was leading, like, right? Big time. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Like he had it one easy. Hmm. Well, he actually he passed Wageman the last lap. That's why I shouldn't say he had it easy. But it wasn't. Like, he had no reason to be pushing down the last straightaway. It was over. And he busted his ass good. Mm-hmm. Could you have won it, JT? No. 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 I mean, if you get me all summer and I go train and ride, maybe. I don't all know. summer? Come but, on. You only need right two now. weeks. Stop it. Sleater rides like three. I'm in, I am not in riding shape at all right For now. four laps, I'm sure you could find it somewhere in you to go four laps. Uh, I would just get arm pumped so bad. It's not even funny. Fitness-wise, I'm good. I, yeah. I train a lot. I just I don't ride. You yeah. know, and I would blow up immediately. JT's heading to Japan to go ride the new RMZ, Phil. He'll let you know how it really? is. Yeah. Mm. I am. Let you me know. Give heads up. I want a full-blown analysis now, on it. Now, you're back at JGR next year? That's, I mean, you don't have a deal, but that's... I don't have a deal, but that's the plan. I'd right. like to and stay I, there. And I think J-Bone said that Weston's coming back. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be cool. All right. So I'd be fifth year with JGR. So just bam, bam. See what he does. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's kind of up in the air. He rode okay this weekend. Yeah, he did. He actually, yep. he, he rode good. I yep. mean, first motor doesn't show up, but he came, him and Dean came yep. from way they, back. They so. almost had the exact same races, except Dean yeah. caught him and passed him in the second moto. But Yeah, yeah, it was know? good. We'll see. Building, yeah. Build from there. Uh, the Suzuki guys I talked to said they're going to try to get that 18 RMZ for the last three. Really? Yep. So hmm. we'll see about that. That's going to be a big big switch and a big deal. So, um, In honor of Zach Osborne's win, we are giving away a set of 2017 and a half fly racing kinetic mesh gear. Just email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Say fly gear in the subject line. Fly gear in the subject line. And uh, a random dude will win that set of gear. Courtesy of the folks at flyracing.com. Zach Osborne won the first championship for fly racing since J-Law. And now he was looking. He is uh, 1-1-1 at Hangtown. Wow, it's almost been 10 years, huh? (laughs) JT. Speaking of uh, Zach's, I I spoke to Zach Morris, uh, our mortgage lending friend. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, he wants to give away a pair of tickets for Lakewood, too. So oh, okay. uh, I'm just throwing that out there. Zach Morris, he's, he's a buddy of mine, but he also has the coolest name ever because Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell Yeah, is the coolest name ever. Yeah, it's pretty for, good. For the record. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Although I, I'm a little old for Saved by the Bell. It was kind of past my time. But. Well, it was, my, it was right in my wheelhouse. Like, it was my favorite show. I did not miss it. It was on at 8 a.m. every Saturday morning. Oh, and wow. you could find me posted up with Fruit Loop ready for it. <laughs> uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech, Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Works Connection. I went to Works Connection on Friday for the race. Saw Eric, the owner there. He gave me a tour. We hung out. Guy B was there for a bit. Michael Lindsay from Vital. We chatted. Good company. Great stuff. He gave me the whole lowdown and everything. And uh, Works Connection. Man, awesome guys. FMF, of course, they're a big part of the 125 Dream Race, and they are giving away a 125 to a random guy who does all three races. So, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, Phil Hughes, Get Data on the JGR guys. Correct, and Works Connection all shot devices. Yep, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ride Engineering, Triple Clamps, Grant Stone Boots, all on board with the Chase and Thomas uh, here. JT, been asking this question all show. Who's going to win Glen Helen? Uh, I'll take I'll take Zacho to win again. Uh, 250 and 450. Oh, yeah, Eli. Um I don't know why I was thinking about that one either. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. actually still thinking about my 250 pick. If anybody could give Zach a run. Uh-huh. Um, and then one, once I actually thought about 450, it was pretty. Uh, Phil, so JT and I did this preview podcast for 250 class. Mm-hmm. And we had a violent disagreement about who would beat who. Mm-hmm. Troll, Jerk off. Troll or AP? Yeah. Now, Alex Martin, my Alex Martin. Beat AP by seventy points last year, yeah, and I feel like fluke. I feel like he's underrated, underappreciated. JT said, "Plessinger beats Martin." Now we hold both on, we both we both say they're hold good on. riders. Mm-hmm. I think AP's a great rider; he's going to win. And JT said Alex Martin's a good rider, so we're not like we're shitting on the other guy. Yeah, but you said you said A Mart was going to beat him easily, easily. You it, said. it it doesn't matter. They he will beat him, and you said no. AP beats A Mart. That's no. I said I said A Mart super good. Oh, yeah, um, I, I think I, you're crazy for saying that Amar beats him easily. Nope. That's what I said. You just said a, a, Plessinger beats him. That's what you said. You, Wait till we get the audio. D- did you not read your tweets today where people are like, are you kidding? You took you took AP to beat Amar. Are you saying you didn't? I did, but you're Okay, that's it. That's it. That's all we need to know. It. You're twisting everything. No, you took AP <laughs> you took AP to beat Amart. I took Amart no, to beat I AP. I can't handle your lunacy, dude. You are so out of your mind with this stuff. You just admitted. You can't twist my words. You just admitted 15 <laughs> seconds ago that well, you did take AP to beat Amart. You just said that on the show 15 seconds ago. Yeah, All right. Well, no, we'll settle it like this. Okay. How many points does AP beat Alex by, JT? Uh, I think it'll be close. I, I think they go back and forth just like they did this weekend. Give me a number. My, the whole... The whole reason I argued it was because Mathis came in like a wrecking ball and said that Amart just is going to beat him easily. Okay, like, no so problem. we'll like, settle. points left. We'll settle it like this. All right, Steve, how much is Alex beat AP by? How many points? It it, it doesn't matter. I know, but you got to put uh, points on whatever it. ten, fifteen. Like AP's good. Okay, Amart beat him so by seventy last year. That's close, but that's my, not easily. My point being to these guys was that Alex Martin was really good last year, and I was reminding them of the point yeah, yeah. gap to prove my point. Like you guys may forget that seventy is a is a big deal. Now, so we just went on who beats who. There's no points mm-hmm. or anything else. So, what do you think? Mm, who do I agree with on yeah. who beats who? Who beats who? Man, I'm gonna. Have, I mean, I'm gonna have to go with Alex again. You know, but or Alex on it, not because he's my friend. I just think for the long stretch of the whole moto, right. you know, all the motos. I think Plessinger could win Indiana. He could yeah. win another moto. I mean, Unadilla last year, he was like four seconds a lap faster than guys mm-hmm. at some point. So that's all, JT. That was it. It was just if who, Alex who beats who. him, I will not be shocked. The whole reason that this argument got to where it got to is he because he said easily. You, you come, you come so hard with it. No, I you're just like shock jock. No, you think you're, you think you're some sort of shock jock. <laughs> no, no, you are shock jock. You are fake news. And I'm shock not. Jock. I'm uh, like shock fans. Um, the bottom, The only argument was who beats who. That was the only argument. Now I was saying seventy was not points. It. Wait. You need to go back and listen to it. You need to listen to your own words. And people are tweeting me today, like he, because they went back and listened to it. You need to listen to yourself. But the, you're so, just digging yourself so, a bigger hole. Now, two minutes ago, you said that you did say AP beats a, a Mart. Like two yes, minutes ago, I did. Okay, perfect. That. Perfect. Saying, that's all we're saying. Shocked. That's it. That's all no, we're saying. That's all you're saying. That's no, no. All I'm that's saying. that's all I'm, I'm saying. And that's all you're saying. Who beats who? No, it's not. 
Oh my! Am I crazy? Did you not just say that? Yes, was you the... are crazy. Yes, you're. You are. Okay, crazy. let me go back. Yeah. The... Get Marvin on the line. I'm gonna go back to the beginning here, JT. You said Aaron Plessinger would beat Amart, correct? Correct. Thank you. And I said Amart would beat Plessinger. Thank you. That's all we said. Uh, now I was no, I was emphatic. That's not in, always. I, I was emphatic as to why. That's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. That's not always said. I'm lost. I'm lost. Because, because he said, yes, because I you are. I, I, I just, can tell. I can tell. I just, I'm lost because that was the yeah, bet. I now, agree. I, I gave finally you, agree on something. I gave you lots of points why I think Amart would beat him, and I explained why, and I was emphatic that I think Amart would beat him. Now, whether he beats him by one point or 70 doesn't really matter. I was just making my case, JT, over to you guys that how good Amart was. And he beats him. And you said, no, Aaron Plessinger beats him. And that was the debate. That was it. There was no, yes, I was emphatic because I believe Amart will beat him. I was making my case, but that was it. One point, please, 70 points. Please, all you listeners out there, go back and listen to it and tweet what words were said because and, and the only reason I got upset about it was you were so over the top about it. And I was yes, trying yes, to because say that Amart is awesome the whole time, JT, too. JT, AP is awesome. I also said AP was awesome, and, and I'm not saying you're shitting on Alex. The point was, I do strongly believe that Alex beats AP, and... You maybe not as strongly, but you do think AP beats Amart, and that was it. And so I was making my point over and over, and I don't understand. That was the argument, and we said, oh, who beats who? And now we're having a debate, and you're like, <laughs> you're so emphatic. Yeah, because I believe that. I, I think that that's what's going to happen. But, of course, I'm not saying whether it's one point or 70. Uh, it, you know, it doesn't really matter, and you think the same thing. No one's accusing you of shitting on Amart. You 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 obviously know he's it's a great okay rider. to shit on him. Yeah, I know you think you so. Know? But totally all right, we'll bring you back, JT. For mini horse, Matt. Mini horse is going to shit on somebody <laughs> on your <laughs> grandstone <laughs> boot. We're going to bring you back in for the X brand tear off segment because Moser sent some great questions in. So all right, all right, Jason Thomas, flyracing.com. I don't understand. Am I crazy? Oh, I don't. Marks, bad. Marks, welcome back to the show. You're here. Hi. Did you listen to the review pod or the preview pod? I started it. I haven't finished yet. Okay, so you can't really help us. Been busy. All right. All right. Sorry. He could yeah. care less about the review pod. He does, totally. All right, let's get into our next guest. This man uh, went 2-2 at Hangtown. He rode fantastic, dueled with Eli Tomac late in the moto, and uh, looking forward to a strong outdoor season. He is Marvin Muskan. What's up, Marv? How are you? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm doing good. Just, uh, yeah, chilling right now and just waiting for your call. Um, yeah, you're on the West Coast now. Do you... Do you like being on the West Coast, or do you want to get back to Florida as soon as you can? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's a good thing about, uh, you know, being in, in California and, and also being in Florida. So, uh, I like, I really enjoy, uh, you know, the going back and forth uh, and to do, uh, you know, both coats. Uh, it's... Uh, yeah, it's been good. You know, I, I actually stayed uh, quite a bit uh, here during uh, the end of the Supercross uh, okay. until Vegas. Uh, yeah, since uh, I think in, since uh, Seattle to Vegas. So uh, it's been a while and then went back to Florida for a little bit and back here now. So uh, and going back again to Florida for, uh, you know, for a long time uh, right after Glen Helen. Um, oh, after Glen Helen. Yep. You're not going to stay for Lakewood or nothing? Um, no, no, actually not. Hey, what's it like being in the truck by yourself? How was it? Well, actually, uh, last year doing outdoors, you know, when, when Ryan, uh, uh was out, uh, mm -hmm. due to injuries, uh, I was already, uh, uh, by myself. So, um, but, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, right now, uh, it's because Ryan retired. So, uh, 
it's it is different. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people only for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it's been good. You know, I have such a great team behind me, and uh, and it's been good. And Ryan was here, uh, you know, and he's I saw him, yeah, Van Halen again. So uh, yeah. it was it was pretty cool. Dude, now look, we know you're in shape. You do the Alden Baker Factory. You, you know, you win races. We know you're in shape, but that was a tough track to start the Nationals on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, especially for the first uh, first round, you know, like everybody else, uh, uh, finishing Supercross season and then jumping on, uh, you know, on the on the new season and outdoors, uh, different bike setup and. Uh, yeah, have uh, well, Hangtown never disappoint. You know, it's always rough and and bumpy and and rutted and uh, and it was hot this year actually. Uh, so uh, yeah, definitely a, a good start of the season to show you how tough it's going to be. And uh, but but I'm excited. I mean, to get second in Hangtown, you yeah. know, and uh, I'm pretty happy. What do you do when you're like so second moto? The track is just a slot car track, ruts everywhere, bumps everywhere. I mean, you know, during the motos, and maybe, Phil, you can chime in here. Mm-hmm. Like, during the motos, you kind of go outside, you go inside. Like, you're using all the parts of the track that are smoother. But in the second moto, you can't go anywhere. So do you start going back to the middle? You know what I mean? Like, what do you do for lines, Marv? I know. it was. I think it was, yeah, the same problem for everybody. And, uh, and especially when you have Eli Tomac right behind you. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and, and it's only a couple laps to go. It was... Uh, I felt like there was definitely two sections where I was losing a lot of time, and uh, and it's a little bit frustrating when you look at the videos. But mm-hmm. you know, try to learn from that, and uh, uh, it, it's really hard to 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 find smooth line or better lines. But there is options, definitely. Um, but yeah, I I feel like I was. Uh, uh, it, it's a bummer because I was uh, I was a little bit slow in two sections, and that's where he got me. And uh, but you know, it's hard to change uh, lines when you have someone behind you. You don't want right. to lose time or take any risk, but sometimes you have to do it. So we try to learn from that and, and get better. Yeah, Phil, do you switch them up late in the moto? Like, do you? What do you do? I don't know. When there's so many lines, it's hard to get like tunnel vision. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and then you don't want to. You don't. Yeah, wanna you don't want to risk it. Maybe lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then a guy goes by you, and you're like, "Oh shit! Look yeah, at that line!" Exactly. Like, like, Which <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard. Like I can understand Marv's point. Well, I've never really been there trying to hold off Eli like that. But I mean, when he gets by, or do you try and pick up his lines? Do you try and stay with him? You know what I mean? Because yeah. then it's even worse. Because then you're out of your rhythm, and it's like, do you risk? trying to go where he goes mm-hmm. and lose more time because you mess up yeah. or or what i mean it's, like, a, it's a catch 22 mm-hmm. i don't know there were some straightaways you're just like okay there's 14 ruts across the straightaway like which one literally <laughs> like literally 14 ruts yeah. you're just like what do i do two feet deep and you can't see the bottoms of them you know right? like I, I don't know man it looked it looked gnarly yeah marv i got a question for you like so what's the tactic now how do you go about the season because obviously i I mean, I think of being from the sidelines, you're the only real challenger to Tomac, I think, through the whole entire season. Um, how do you go about it now to really challenge that? I mean, what's the game plan? Well, honestly, I don't think I'm the only one, uh, you know, uh, capable of uh, doing what I did, you know, this weekend. Uh, I feel like a guy like Jason Anderson or, yeah, I or even like Jason. Blake Baggett. I, I, yeah, yeah, Jason was fast in practice and he's been fast, you know, always. So uh, I think he's going to be really good uh, uh, at Glen Helen and, 
and Josh Grant's going to be good at Glen Helen. And, and I thought Blake Baggett w- was going to be, you know, better at Hangtown. But that's the first round. And mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, um, I could see everybody saying, yeah, Tomac Muskan bottle. And, but I don't, I don't really see that, you know, the mm-hmm. whole season. I'm, I'm sure all the guys are going to get better, maybe better fitness, better uh, bike setup and stuff and, and different tracks, you know, um, even in Supercross, I, I've been, you know, saying the same thing, you know, every weekend tracks are different. So mm-hmm. um, some of the guys might feel better on different tracks. So, um, I mean, I wish, you know, I wish it's going to be a bottle of me and Eli, you know, and, uh, Battle for wins, that'd be sweet, but I'm pretty sure uh, we'll see other guys out front pretty soon. 702-586 Pulp. You got a question for Red Bull KTM's Marvin Muskan? Give us a call. 702-586-7857. Marv, you were uh, in contention for Supercross wins and, and you know, uh, third place in the points and everything. So, sometimes when guys are doing so good in Supercross, they don't do a lot of outdoor testing. I know you did some on the weekend off, but are you a bit behind in your outdoor testing and, and you're going off uh, an older setup or, or how is, how's that testing going for outdoors? No, I mean, um, I feel like we have a lot of options, you know, with the team and bike setup and, and, and we can play around with the, a lot of different things on the bike. So, um, and obviously at the end, it's kind of hard to, to, to know exactly what you want and what you want to pick, but uh, we can make uh, a lot of changes, and, uh, and that's a good thing, you know, engine-wise or suspensions. And mm-hmm. and but we are in a good a good position. I mean, uh, myself also, you know, uh, physically, uh, I was able to, to to ride pretty good this weekend and, and feel pretty good on the bike. So uh, it's it's a really good start. Um, but yeah, definitely, it's 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 not easy to come from Supercross and outdoors right away like that. But uh, you know that's that's why I'm here. You know it's the the, the challenge and being able to race Supercross and outdoors is uh, is awesome here in the U.S. So uh, it's it's challenging and uh, it's been good. When you saw the 33 ahead of you in the second moto, were you like, oh wow, look at Josh Grant riding <laughs> that good, huh? He was he was killing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, we made a change, you know, on the bike in the first few laps. I was. Uh, a little bit uh, struggling, and I had to, you know, get used to uh, to the bike setup. Um, a little bit different than first model, and, and then I started to get better and more confident, and uh, and I was riding better and better. And then I, yeah, I catch uh, uh, Josh Green, and I was able to to get around him. And uh, mm-hmm. I think both models, uh, Josh was really consistent, and uh, uh, I was maybe a little bit faster overall, but uh-huh. he, yeah, he was definitely. Yeah, uh, riding good, and uh, but yeah, when I saw him in front of me, you know, I, I knew for the overall, you know, I would yeah. have to get in front of him, you know, <laughs> because of the second model. So, but it was good, you know. Uh, uh, Josh is a is a really good guy and uh, good racer too. So, mm-hmm. um, we might see him uh, front again this weekend in Glen Helen. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, your starts so. are on point, huh? Good job for your starts. Yeah, I'm really happy about that. You know, we'll, we'll have to keep uh, doing that uh, every single model, uh, and that would be that would be a good thing. You know, if if you want to get on the podium or get some wins. Why? I got a, a dumb dumb question. All Americans start with two feet down. How come Marv, you start with one foot up? Like what? I, I've never. What's the advantage of that? Well, I've been actually trying both lately, yeah. so so I can't I can't really uh, say anything about about it. I've okay. been one or two, so uh, but yeah, um, my whole career, yeah, I've been starting with way one foot down. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. And then when Villeman started working with Craig, he started trying to do 
that way really? with one foot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Craig was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like some sort of Euro thing, Yeah, right? yeah. I was just curious. I didn't know like if they had some sort of yeah. inside scoop. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, let's get to the phone lines. Matt, what's going on? You got a question for Marvin Muscan? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I'd like to start with, uh, you know, nice job with the uh, guys with the shirts in the stands. It seemed you owned them pretty well. Um, the move in the half pipe was just epic to watch what, happen. Was it you? Was it you or? <laughs> I was not. No, I was wearing your shirt and I went over and had a conversation <laughs> well, with them, actually. What, what was wrong with. Oh, I saw photos. Those guys were just Marv haters for, for whatever reason. Is How could you yeah. hate on Marv? They they just for whatever reason yeah they just I don't know they don't really have the best thing they just didn't seem to agree with uh, New Jersey maybe <laughs> oh jeez that's what they said but yeah they were kind of they were pretty much uh, being drunk fools in there I mean I guess you know what hey you pay your ticket whatever who cares I, you yeah. know but why why would you hate on Marv I don't know yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Well, like I said I went over there wearing the shirt so I wasn't afraid so. <laughs> oh that's funny. You should have went over and talked to him. It was it was funny because uh, yeah, it was actually that group of people wearing that shirt. So obviously, you know, to 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 be nice, I gave him uh, you know a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Very big <laughs> not one. The, not not the other finger, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. but uh, but what what was funny is uh, one of the guy was wearing a Red Bull uh, Red Bull KTM hat. So, jeez, uh, oh, uh, yeah, he he likes KTM, I guess. So that's cool. <laughs> Oh, that's just wear the shirt. Yeah, I did have a question though, because I know, um, like, I really like the way you break down tracks, and I love to watch you hit the hip jumps and stuff. And do you ever get out and do any free riding or play riding, or is it all just on the tracks? Well, I feel like I've grown up uh, doing just playing around and and do fun stuff. Me and my brother, you know, uh, uh, we were lucky to have our uh, private uh, supercross track and. that my dad built us, and uh, you know, after school or like uh, when I had time to ride, I would just play riding with my brother, doing the track backwards or doing transfer and stuff like that. I think it's all about you know the the, the technique, and I've learned that you know doing all that stuff and having fun. And uh, obviously, since many years, I haven't been able to do much of that because it's all about work and stuff. And but you still have to keep the, the the technique and you know after training maybe sometimes I I like to you know do technique stuff on the track so but um I feel like it's because I've grown up uh, doing all that uh, as a kid. Well, cool. It makes it really fun to watch you. Thanks a lot and uh hope you have a Thank great you so season much. and good start. Thanks Matt. Appreciate calling in. All Marvin, the best to Mar- you. Marvin Muscan, uh next call uh Roger, what's going on? You want to talk to Marvin about his training? Yeah, Marvin, uh, obviously you've been doing really, really good lately, but any ideas, what is Tomac doing in his training regiment just to be so much better and be doing so much better this year and last few races? Well, how does he know what Mar- what Tomac does in his training? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never been to, to his place and, and or train with him. So, but, uh, at, the end, yeah. at the end, I feel like... Uh, I don't know if he might do anything different in us, but um, I feel like uh, most of the riders does you know the same right now. Uh, but uh, but you know Eli Tomac's been you know strong you know over, over the years you know since his uh, pro debut and uh, um, physically he's maybe a little, a little stronger than me and uh, um, I I might work more on, on my technique uh, more than him, but he's. Definitely, you know, he make it happen uh, 
because you know his body is maybe a little stronger and uh but other than that you know not a I don't know, you know, it's 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 all about I feel like training or, or bike mm-hmm. setup and stuff and he's been doing good. Uh thanks. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Uh Marv, speaking of training, your training partner, Zacco. One one. Yep. Killed it. Yeah, it was nice to see that. I mean, uh, I know I know Zach now, uh pretty good, you know. Uh we've been training together and it's been and it's been fun, you know. I I think it's gonna be a uh, a good good summer for for us. I feel like uh, down in Florida, and uh, uh, you know it's it's also pretty cool to have a 250 guy. You know he's been actually riding really fast and trying to to just uh, go faster than us on his 250. So he's uh, uh, definitely you know going for it sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty fun. And uh, yeah, it was good to see him uh, able to to win the first round like that. Zacho's a good dude. There's no doubt. Um... Hey, did you uh, obviously the big news was 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 Ryan Dungey, your teammate, announcing his retirement? Uh, did you have a feeling it was going that way? Did he give you a heads up? Were you surprised at all? Not really, and I feel like um, I didn't feel also like comfortable or or anything. I mean, like to to bother him with that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yep. we were like uh, coming to to the end of the Supercross season, and uh, he was leading the championship. So it's I didn't want to bother him with that, and and but. You know, people talk and um, yeah. and we thought about it. You know, but uh, but hey, yeah, that's his uh, decision. And uh, for sure, I knew he was gonna, you know, retire at the end of the of the year, but maybe not this early. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I really respect uh, his decision. And uh, and yeah, congratulations to him uh, again. And uh, you know, now I I know really well Ryan, and uh, he's a great friend of mine. And and it's it's good to see him, you know, really really happy with what he accomplished, and and right now, you know, retiring and on the on winning a championship, you know, that's that's, yeah. uh, that's awesome. No, it's pretty pretty good way to go out, no doubt. Yeah. How how yeah. Uh, how crazy did it get for you after New Jersey and and in the Vegas and like was that maybe the uh, like the most drama, most crazy time in your mm-hmm. career? All all that stuff going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It was uh it was not easy, but uh I mean this is this is racing and uh obviously we we can't really talk about stuff like that, you know, uh, with rules and and anything, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like uh anybody in the world and uh, any brand, any sponsors, yeah, any rider would yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, I I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand any of it. That, but but you yourself, like that whole thing, and you were getting, you know, people were so mad for for stupid reasons. But people were so pissed. And then you come to Vegas, and you're caught up in this in this battle. And then you know you you crash out, and and, and you're watching it. It's just gonna be like you're like, is Ryan gonna do it? What's Eli Tomac doing? Oh my God! And then <laughs> you know, one week later, you made the mistake, quote unquote, to give him the win, like. God, it was so much. It was so exciting for all of us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, and and also, you know, at Kawasaki, you know, Eli said something at yeah. the press conference, yeah. you know, about about what happened. But but I feel like if you turn things around, and then if it would have been us, you know, Josh Grant, he would have been of the course. exact same story. And and I mean, you could see Josh Grant on the very last lap at Vegas. You know, all he wanted to do is. To protect Eli, so uh-huh. that's the way it is, and yeah. and that's it. There's not much to say about things like that. Yeah, no, it was great. Uh, which 
Which national track are you looking forward to? Um, High Point. Um, high Point, yeah, you're Muddy good. Creek. Yeah, you are good at High Point. Um, Marv is good yeah. at High Point. Yeah. So, uh, Throttle control, yep. technique, off cambers, all stuff that yeah, yeah, you're good yeah, at. Yeah, more definitely, definitely, uh, yeah, technical track and right, rutted and good dirt, a lot of jumps and stuff. So right. yeah, I think high point was good track. Good, good, good deal. Uh, have you been following the MXGP series at all? Uh, any thoughts about? Yeah, Ant- for sure. You know, yeah, Antonio, like Sunday, bro, you know, AC. Yeah, I just, I just don't look at the results, and I go on the website and 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 look at the. On the replay, and uh, yeah, for sure, I definitely follow. And uh, mm-hmm. it's been really exciting, you know, even on the 250 and yeah. and the 450. So uh, yeah, it's awesome to follow those guys, and they've been riding really well. So God, uh, Geyser's taking a beating right yeah. now. Jeez. He's taking yeah, a beating. It's, it's, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to watch, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, he never he's not getting injured, but mm-hmm. definitely beat up, and uh, but he he'll be back. And the thing is, right now they they. Every weekend racing, kind of like us, so you you can't afford uh, any injuries or or stuff like that. So uh, definitely in a tough situation, but uh, I think he's a tough uh, uh, rider and uh, he'll be back. And but yeah, it's hard when you don't have a weekend off to no, recover. I know. Hey, is, do you do you think? Or go ahead. Oh, is Caroli contracted for eighteen? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. With that, think, yeah. you think he'd retire too? If uh, I don't know, I don't think so. No. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Him no, that well. when you see how good he is this year, you know yeah. he's been struggling. He had a couple injuries like the last two years. Yep. But uh, he's uh, he's riding really well, and you can see physically, and he's been, he's really good right now. Do you think Curlings is now like better? He's fixed his hand injuries done, and and all that, and now he's going to challenge for wins every weekend. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he, uh, you you've definitely expected him to do good in in Holland and Bakersfield in the sand and. And Latvia as well, and he did. And uh, but this weekend in uh, Germany, it was uh, it was hard pack. I mean mm-hmm. hard pack. It was like dirt. Yep. So uh, he proved that he f- he was really comfortable with, with the track, with the bike, and and physically. And and you know they they uh, you know gave us a really nice bottle with Carole in that first model, and yeah. that was awesome to watch. And and yeah, I feel like everything is uh, clicking for him, and that's uh, that's good for him. I mean, he's a good rider, and. And he's a hard worker, so uh, he deserves to be where he is right now. And uh, it's going to be a good season for sure. Well, Mar, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, nice job at Hangtown two two. Uh, congrats on a on a terrific Supercross season. That was awesome. Uh, it was phenomenal to see. And uh, thanks for your time tonight, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, guys. And uh, yeah, see you next time. All right, see sounds good. All right, Marvin Muscan, everybody. Red Bull KTM team i like marv good dude yeah it's funny though yeah. that was um the starting technique thing that's that's funny you notice that yeah yeah what, i was like, just curious no, like if he's tested that? it out or what what the deal is no. i mean he's gets good starts so i didn't know yeah. if there's a benefit to it or if he started in first gear to get second on me i don't know um you know. all right we're gonna go to commercial break here shortly real shortly marks welcome back to the studio thank you we got some motolytics later on uh, do you know phil I don't no. think I've met Marks no. yet. You guys haven't met. Okay. I was in here with the when the other intern well, was here. He sure likes your drops. The guy <laughs> in the corner over there. He likes your drops. They're good. They're good stuff. Um, I need to make more. You do. You I do. do. I really do. Uh, Phil, so you're fighting with Jeremy Martin right now. I'm not fighting. I'm just 
What happened with you and Jer? Jer- ah, it Jer- just goes Jer- back. I know. What the hell happened? I don't want to get into it, but you guys used to be f- f- real good we friends. Yeah, I'm still. I'd still take a bullet for the kid. When's the I'm last time you talked to him, to him though? What oh, happened? It's been a little while. But Amart, you're fine with Amart. Yeah, yeah. So how weird is that at the races when Jmart's there and Amart's there and? No, it's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been hurt, so you haven't been out of. Yeah, I haven't moment. been around, so I actually haven't seen those guys since Anaheim since I got hurt and everything. So it's really? been a couple months. Yeah. But, and. Do you think you and Jmart will ever talk oh, again? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll talk. We're gonna have to talk again. We're and Alex is in his Kelsey's wedding, so Oh and German's the best best man and I'm a and groomsman. You're, and you're in a groomsman. Yeah, I should have been the best man though. <laughs> should have. Yeah. Um let's call Jmart. Let's see. let's see. Let's let's try to get to the bottom. I knew that was coming. Let's bury this beef. Call him. All right, everybody. Gear Alloy, cold call, Jeremy Martin. Gear Alloy, get your truck in gear. Jessica Patterson, the Ampro Yamaha team, many others. Use Gear Alloy. Uh, SoCal Super Trucks, uh, Pulpamex 17 to save on Gear Alloy. Complete range of custom wheels, tires, suspension, accessories for your truck, Jeep, or SUV. GearAlloy.com. Let's try, to, let's try to fix this. It's called the Gear Alloy Cold if he's smart, he won't answer. I feel like there's 50-50 that he picks up. Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. No. He sees the 702 number? Yeah, he's just like, screw that. I know it's coming. This is Jerry Martin. I'm not able to get to the phone right now, but after the beat, leave your name and number, and I'll return your call. Thanks. Bye. You want to solve- the mailbox is full and cannot accept any <laughs> messages at this time. Goodbye. <laughs> He runs some good business, huh? Jamar, I mean, <laughs> what if you're calling for a ride or something? Like, I have, I have hundreds of thousands of dollars for you, Jamar. I know. And, and you go, now my mailbox is full. Sorry. Oh wow, Gear That's Alloy funny. cold call. You call Martin. Alex. I'm sure they're sitting on the couch playing video games. Whether you drive a, Alex is a liberal. <laughs> Very you, true. Did you just call them losers? Yeah, being losers playing <laughs> video games or something. Gear Alley Cold Call, Rocky Mountain ATV MC team uh, with Millsaps, Baggett, and Benny Bloss. Although it's just Baggett right now in Dakota. Alex Bloss will be back soon. Millsaps will be back later. Millsaps is very busy training Alex Ray right now. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Training buddies. Yeah, I don't know how because Millsaps is hurt. Wrists or yeah, something. His yeah, wrist, yeah. Hmm. J Mart, please come home. Phil misses you. <laughs> Whatever happened, we won't get into. I kind of know the story, but it's not. That part's not for public knowledge, but, you know, please come home, J-Mart. Because Phil, Jeremy, and Alex are the three stooges. We've got to yeah. reunite it. I mean, Jeremy, I guess, can squeeze in there. I mean, he's just like the tag-along buddy. You have to bring him or else he feels left out. All right, call, call JT. Let's get him on for the X-Brand goggles. We can start yelling at each other again. Uh, Guts Racing, official seat foam seat base of uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit. Get data. Please check them out. Uh, the, the launch control system is fantastic. Uh, ride engineering, triple clamps, Grandstone boots, EK chains, W wheels. You know John at W? He's a good dude. Yeah, he is a he's good a dude. good dude. Uh, JGR uses W on the... No, I think they're Suzuki now. Are they are on the big... 450s, um, they still use W? Hubs, maybe. Yeah, not on the 250 program. Not on the 250. 450 program. Mm-hmm. Uh, X-Brown Goggles, Mission Starcross 5, Pivot Works, Roost MX, bringing you Phil Nicoletti here on the Pulp MX Show. Uh, Marvin Moosecan 
and Jimmy Albertson and Jesse Nelson have all been on. And next up, Jason Thomas, welcome back. Let's, let's get to the bottom of this ex-Brown Goggle tear-off segment. Let's do it. Do it. It's the ex-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles is a choice of Brock Tickle, Freddie Norn, Kyle Chisholm, many others, Phil, use X-Brand, and they go right to the top when you are X-Brand. They sure do, don't they? Pulpamex17 is the code at EKSBrand.com. <laughs> Uh, fantastic goggle, fantastic company. Please check them out. Now distributed by WPS, by the way, everybody. Uh, X-Brand goggles. X-Brand. JT wore X-Brand one year. His best ever season was with X-Brand. Was it really? Yep. Uh, it's not true, but I did wear X-Brand. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him? Uh, yeah. Good old Moser. Uh, I miss him. I don't think so. I'm not. I'm going to go with no. I don't know the man at all, but he contributes these questions. 30 seconds, Phil. Rapid fire. You reap it for you. All right. <laughs> Steve, what insider info have you heard on Roxon's recovery? Well, I got a guy who knows a guy, but who's, it's... Whose cousin's no, brother. No, I got a guy who knows a guy, but it's not the most reliable thing. But this guy said that the guy told him, probably not 18 Supercross. But dude, don't go off that. But if you want something of, like, some sort of rumor, that's what I got. Hmm. I mean, it's a pretty gnarly injury. He's got a wrist, an elbow, and, like, an arm. So <laughs> Most like, people do. No, but, like, he broke three. He broke the wrist, he broke the arm, and he broke the elbow. Yeah. So you need all three things to hold on to a motorcycle. Luckily, it's not a throttle hand. Clutch, but... I don't, I don't think know. He uses them JT, you hear anything about Kenny? Um, I would be surprised if he races in 2018. All right. Like at all. Right. Yeah, don't go off my guy of a guy because, I mean, it is. I'm not going off your guy. No, I don't no, even no. know yeah, who no. your guy I'm is. I'm talking to Mark. So. It's, not even, it's not even a guy. It's a guy of a guy. Yeah. That basically means it's, nothing. It's a guy who knows a guy at Honda. Who's the guy at Honda Sounds said good. that. So that's all. Um. I, know, I don't think anybody knows right now. No. Who knows how fast to recover? It's all, it's all guessing. I have asked off the record Honda guys, and I get told, mm -hmm. no idea. We don't know. Like, they don't tell well, me the, anything. I, I, they really probably don't. I would, assume, no, no. I would assume the doctors don't even know, because I doubt they've dealt with this, that, like, this specific injury where it's three different things yeah. where he's had 14 surgeries. You know, like, come on. Like, yeah. they, they don't know. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Everybody responds differently. All right, next question. JT, you've gone on record about not being a fan of Marvin's cross jumping. Was he out of line in his attempts to keep Tomac behind him? Uh, I'm not going to go as far as saying out of line. Uh, I was more getting – if Eli was frustrated, I could understand why. Uh, it wasn't the most blatant thing I've seen. It wasn't even Marvin. But it was really more if Eli was kind of – or was frustrated, which I believe he was, um, I could understand it. 23.2. Good job. Philip, would you have jumped Phillip. the Fly 150, and what's the scariest jump on the national circuit? Mm, for sure. Well, I don't think I would have because nobody else did. So yeah. that right there says no. But the scariest jump is that big booter at Ironman after the start. The after mechanics there, you make the big one up on top of the hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that one. Um, 
sucks balls. And then that big booter out in the back at Glen Helen sucks balls. The Glen Helen, you were 74 miles an hour. Dude, that's that thing. so stupid. Head shake. Like, you, your eyeballs are bouncing the, up and down. Okay, like, the uphill triple at Millville, no big deal? Or double? Nah, it's, it's easy. Double? Yeah, okay. it's okay. Right, right. I mean, if you get a good run, you hit it, yeah. you make it. Right. Even if you case it, it wasn't bad. Okay. But that thing at Iron Man. The thing that stupid. Guy Cooper, 50 years old, was jumping? No. That thing's easy. That one's Jumping the one after the start is scary. Yeah, I had one. to jump that thing off the couch on a bike I'd never ridden before. The blind was... one. Like, you go by the mechanics so area, make the right, there's that tunnel jump, rollers, and then that blind, massive thing that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got the wrong... Yeah, right, that one. Yeah, that's... Really? That jump's stupid. Okay. Yeah, it's sketchy. Uh, stupid. All right. Steve, can J-Mart come back to win this championship? Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was good in that second moto. That was great. Like, no problems with that rod. Yeah, a little slow yeah. at the beginning, but yeah. he was good at the right. end. JT, does Fly pay Hangtown, or how do you buy the rights to naming a jump? Uh, we don't buy Hangtown. We we have a really good relationship with the Dirt Diggers who put that race on. Uh, we support a bunch of their event, other events just, you know, besides their national. Cause they have, you know, it's a club. They do all kinds of things. Do you get a um, refund so on it, that? <laughs> it was what? you get a refund on that since they didn't uh... – produce oh yeah can you hear us sorry what'd you say i said yeah, you, I does fly get a refund on that uh check you guys because <laughs> no it's one a, hit it it's a bummer i, I would bet that bought passes to the fly because there was a fly 150 club oh there was oh bought, i'd be yeah pissed. you bought tickets too oh my god i would have burnt that yeah down. and no one jumped it so maybe those people but uh it's it's really just a free perk for us like they just do it to be cool because we, we work with them on a lot of other events. It was a Fly um, 150 Club, and no one jumped yeah. in. Holy yeah. shit. A little, a little rough. <laughs> wow. All right, next question. Phil, with the outrageous cost of health care, what tricks do you have to cut down on your metal, medical expenses? Jesus. Man. Nothing. This specialist you saw for your foot that works on all the football players, mm-hmm. like real important people, Yankees mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. He must have been so much money. Yeah, it is a lot of money. You know, and it's hard with insurance too. If you're in or out of network nowadays yeah. and stuff like that, but, like but it's your deductible. If it's five grand, you've already met that, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. That's yeah. it. And then they pay ninety um, percent or something. Yeah, right. like it's honestly because I had surgery done in Texas. I had surgery done in mm-hmm. Charlotte. So yep. it's all right now. I'm still dealing with it. Yeah, it's a mess. Just medical I'll, bills I'll, every yeah, day. Yeah, I'll be dealing with it for the next two years. Yeah, like sucks. Steven, what did you do for healthcare, JT? Like, did you just do Blue Cross and that's it? Network? Yeah, just bought health insurance. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do. I mean, what else do you do? I mean, is there any other way? Does no, any, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I've asked Weston and stuff, and we just have basic health care. Yeah. You know? But nobody says, hey, fuck you, you're a motocross rider. You're not- no, you just pay extra for it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, you got to find somebody, and then whatever they don't pay, Feld has their insurance. Yeah, AMA has insurance, right? Insurance, so whatever your health care doesn't pay, you give off to your, their, their health care. And they care. pay it? Yeah. Well, they're supposed to. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, that's, hopefully I don't get stuck with that crap. <laughs> All right. Steve, in your opinion, who is cheaper, Weege or Phil? Uh, Weege. Weege is cheaper. Weege, yeah, I mean, Weege is incredible. I mean, we're on a group text with with Weege, so we hear these things daily. Yeah. And we're not with Phil. But Phil said he goes to Whole Foods. I mean, you know, that's expensive, but it's yeah, for— Yeah, Weege is out, Weege like, is out yeah. on that. 
Weech steals shampoos. Weech turns the water off while he soaps himself up in the shower to save <laughs> on water. Like That's next level. Right. There's not a water drought in Charlotte. JT, where would Dungey have finished if he had raced Hangtown? Second. 1.8. That's what I like to see. If you ever propose, will you make your girlfriend sign a prenup? Um. Damn. Uh, I mean, yeah, you kind of, I mean, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, don't look at me. I don't have one. JT, if you get married. <laughs> damn it, Moser. Uh, Hard hitting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's flustered. I know. I'm going to go, yeah. Yeah. There is no right answer here. I know. I, I just... I just uh, talked to a guy who knows an uh, ex-top factory rider for a long time. Mm -hmm. And the, the rider... same guy as your Roxon Thorse? What? Is this the same no, as your Roxon no, Thorse? No, 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 no. <laughs> this guy was telling me that the rider had a prenup for his chick and was like, I can't give it to her. She'll flip out. I'm not going to do it. And they got divorced and she cleaned them out. I know. Cleaned them out. And the guy, I mean... the guy had a prenup. <laughs> so... No, nah, it's oh, just yeah. like it's yeah. a shitty situation. Yeah, Pookie, I want a prenup. Come up here. I want a prenup. Right. Yeah, right. silent treatment. You ain't yeah. getting nothing. No. All right. X Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Phil, go to xbrand.com. Type in Pulpamex seventeen. You will save. On X Brand goggles. You, yep. No. You imagine? You imagine if she got you a green card and you you still ask for a prenup? <laughs> that is a dick move. <laughs> At that time, though, probably it was like prenup. Yeah, whatever. You don't have any money anyway. Who cares? Yeah. Congratulations to the Nashville Predators, by the way, for getting into the Stanley Cup final. No, nobody. No, that screws no. you, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, before we go, uh, JT. Before we let you go, uh, guy in the corner there, Marks. Um, yes, hi. Tits was filling in for you. Did a great job. He did. He, he did, did a fantastic great. I job. listened for the first uh, okay. couple minutes. Uh, what's your your super nerd guy? You scraped a bunch of data. Sure. What's yeah. your motolytics that really caught your eye well, from Hangtown? I just pulled this up because you guys were talking about Jeremy. Um, in a lap to lap comparison between Jeremy and Zach in Moto Two, Jeremy actually had the faster lap eight times, and Zach had it seven. So Jeremy actually had a faster lap. Compared side by side. Yeah, just he was stuck in traffic. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, say that again? No. <laughs> no. Uh, Zach beat J-Mart. Yeah. So, overall, Zach's time was faster. But yeah. but on a lap, but, but on per, lap, lap per lap basis, basis. J-Mart was faster eight times than... Toward the end of the motor, not in the well, beginning. Well, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Wherever, Zach was wherever, two seconds a lap faster. Wherever J-Mart lost his time, most likely in the start when he was buried yeah. a bit in traffic and Zach was clear track. Because his second lap, J-Mart was a 135 and Zach was a 131, so that's four seconds. Right. And then but, he was the second off for the next couple. But once J-Mart got clean track, for the most part, mm. faster eight times compared to seven. Lap 12, J-Mart was three seconds faster. That might have been a lapper or something. Uh, but then he was still about a second faster for the rest of the, and then two seconds faster right. on lap fifteen. So when people say can J Mart win the title, yeah, faster going faster than Zach, even though you know he got second. So or, it's possible, you know. Or Zach was just like screw it, I'm out front. Who cares? Yeah, some of that for sure. Mm. If you did That's their cool. if you did their average lap, 
and drop their worst lap. So it kind of, they each get a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, Jmar was actually faster. He had a 213.84, and Zach was a 213.86. Mm. Pretty good. Nah, that's the same. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Still faster. Fuck that. You're the one that always told me, hey, do averages, throw away all yeah. the best. No, I know. And then see. Yeah, because you, you got to throw away the best and the worst because yeah, it, it yeah. jacks everything up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, not at the moment. We'll get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think of those stats, JT? You can't put me on the spot like that. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, they were com- really compelling stuff there. <laughs> he didn't wow. Me, he didn't give me a warning or anything. <laughs> I did, too. We no, talk- I, I mean, it's, I would say it's uplifting for J-Mart. How about that? There we go. Yeah, I, that, I te- put, that helps out missing the 25 points in the first moto. I texted you, uh, say, bring some Motolytics tonight. I, we, right, we yeah, and I'm, I'm going through it right now, and I <laughs> pulled up something different because okay. of what we were talking about, and uh, then you're like, what else? All know. right, all right, never mind. Give JT, you, thanks for your warning. service tonight. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, flyracing.com, please go there. Check them out. Correct? Correct. Fly gear, <laughs> best out there, bro. Uh, all right, buddy. Thank you. See you this weekend. No, no, you're not. You will not be there. You're going to Lake. I'll be there. No, nope. going to Lakewood, though. I believe, right? Uh, nope. I'll be in Japan. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Okay. All right, buddy. Have fun. Thanks, man. All right. See you. See you guys. See you. Jason Thomas, everybody. Take a commercial break here. Will Hahn still to come? Filthy Phil Nicoletti. We've got segments. We got emails. We got maybe Jmart texting saying, "Why are you calling me?" Did you get an Alex text or anything? No, but I just if you want to call Alex, I'll be. You can be your middleman if you need it. Because you think they're together? Yeah. Where else are Jeremy going to be? They're just losers? On a Monday. Yeah. They got a ride tomorrow. Okay. All right. We'll take a commercial break. We're right back after this. Thanks for listening. Fuck Will Hahn. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? 
NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX Show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet, you're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows, they might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. PulpMX17 is the code to save at racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. 
just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valve is 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, and our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559 extension 222 and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. E.K. Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by E.K. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 
11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit,
forget. Pivot Works has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, Pivot Works should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years in business, Pivot Works is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And Pivot Works is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to pivotworks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride Pivot Works. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear.
Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Metro presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. That is live video. I took her to the U2 concert I went to last Wednesday night. It was epic. It was game-changing. It was amazing. Incredible. Phenomenal. Hey, can we get... Get out of here, fat dog. <laughs> Rocky. You, what's going on? Did you try to give him a cookie? No. Oh. Just bowled his way over. Yeah, because your wife left. Hey, uh... You took a ride today in my beautiful Honda Ridgeline. Now, you're, yep. a, to you're a Toyota guy. Your team is sponsored by Toyota. Mm -hmm. But if you were not and you wanted a Ridgeline, uh, 605 and 5 freeway meet, over 1,000 new Hondas in stock. Honda World Downey. Go down there, talk to Steve, and uh, he'll hook you up, give you the best price around on a new or used Honda. They got over 100 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars. 30 minutes anywhere from anywhere in L.A. Great guys. Fantastic. They've really helped us out. And... Uh, yeah, the truck is awesome. I love it. It's great. Uh, and uh, thanks again for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, Jesse Nelson, Jimmy Albertson, and Marvin Muscan all on board uh, tonight. And our last guest of the night, we saved the best for last, Phil. <laughs> yeah. Will Hahn. Fuck Will Hahn. <laughs> I really wish I hadn't said uh, that. I really wish I hadn't <laughs> said that. It's never going away. I really like that one. <laughs> What's up, Wilbur? Hey, Will. Hey. Um, just, you know, just waiting, you know, late, damn, it's like, now that I don't ride anymore and stuff like that, it's like, I'm just, whatever. Will's a couple beer, beers in, he's ready for bed. You think? Yeah. Yeah. For sure, I would be. Um. I, why not? Uh, Wilbur, you, uh, your assistant team manager at Star Yamaha, how's that going? It's going, man. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's, um... Uh, long days and lots of computer time, but it's definitely, it's going well. You've been riding a little bit, though. The number 69. Yeah, a fair bit, um, when I can and when it's necessary. And, 
obviously now it's getting hotter, I'm going to start weaning myself off of it. <laughs> Why? I do. It's just yeah. too hot. All right. Hey, Phil's got some questions for you. Phil has <laughs> questions for you. I was no, I was, right. I, what, what, what was up at Hangtown in practice with your guys? What do you mean? Well, I seen Dylan and Mitchell come on the uh, track a little late. First practice, no? Uh, yeah, I think they all did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's kind of what he's talking about, Wilbur. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that wasn't ideal. We all had the sheet, the truck that said uh, 8.25 a.m., I believe, and uh, practice went off at 8.15 a.m. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, touch late. Yeah, yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I seen AP second practice. Wanted to continue throwing his hands up in the air in the second corner. Wonder what was going on. Um, that I'm not sure. I don't on think. That he, one. I don't I'm, think he got the memo with start practice or something. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he he went out and then didn't understand why they weren't going and why they were stopping him and. <laughs> um, <laughs> Then he just took five on the side of the track until the practice started and went, you know? Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Welcome to round one. Three guys in the top yeah. ten, though, Wilbur. Three guys in the top ten, AP third. Uh, Mitchell Harrison was really good. And uh, and Colt Nichols was really good also. And I'll tell you what, without a doubt, Dylan Fernandez would have been top ten had he not crashed. So you had a guys had a good day. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Mitchell had a tip over, actually, I think, oh, in both motos. That, second, that, last lap. Yeah, the second moto, the last lap was a bummer because I think him and Savatsky were battling pretty hard for position. And, um, you know, he was going for it and just laid it down. And um, had that not happened, it would have been a better result. But that's the way it goes. And uh, obviously, yeah, he's leaving it all on the line. And uh, Colt, Colt, man, he, he, uh, he surprised us all, really. I mean, I think that you always have expectations in anywhere you hope to finish and stuff like that. But with the amount of prep time that he had going into that, um, being fifth and sixth in both motos was pretty damn awesome. I would say, I mean, dude, I, we were talking about it earlier in the show. Guy breaks his femur, comes back for soupy, makes a podium, breaks like tib, fib, ankle, fucking leg, and comes back for, for, for first outdoors and gets his best ever outdoor result. Like, Really? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously he, he really is happy with his bike setup and everything like that. And I think just happy in general, you know, like he's enjoying the team and and uh, the training program with Swanee and the guys, and it's just it's it's working right now. And I, I just hope you know he continues to uh, continue to be able to race every weekend and, and just get results that he wants and keep you know going up there. I think that he could be on the podium, you know, once we go east here, and, and you know it could happen before then even too, but. Um, you know, I think realistically he could be a podium threat by then. Uh, breaking news from Travis Marks. He's uh, been scraping data over there. What do you got, Travis? I've been obsessing. Yep. So it's getting bad. Okay. Uh, Plessinger and Nichols actually went 1-2 for fastest lap in Moto1. So they were the f- fastest. Hold on. They're faster than Zacco in Moto1. Uh, Plessinger, 209.0. Nichols, 209.4. And Osborne, 209.5. Huh. For fastest yeah. lap. So speed's there. I feel like Wilbur maybe works for the AMA and Scott timing and scoring. No? No, nah, because they would have yeah, won about practice time. I just throw the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah good point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just throw their transponders across the line just in time. <laughs> right. No, hey, good job, man. Uh, really impressive. Like, Mitchell Harrison in, in 2017 is a 
definitely a better rider than he was in 2016. Um, he's really figuring out. He's smoothing out a little bit, and uh, he's been he's been quietly good all Supercross. Only a few of those grenade with the pin pulled moments for for Harrison this year. Uh, he's been improved, man, for sure. Yeah, no, I think without a doubt. You know, obviously he works with Dylan uh, Turner back there in Florida, and uh, you know they have a good program going on, and um, definitely. He's improving, like you said, every weekend just seems to be a little bit better. And then, you know, obviously Aaron had two strong motos. I think the second moto, he um, a little bit bummed that he didn't let the podium go there and stuff towards the end. But all in all, I think to leave um, with, like you said, three guys in the top ten and one guy on the podium, I think we're we're really happy with with all that. And um, like I said, I think that you can lose a lot these first couple rounds, but as long as you can stay in there and kind of get your feet wet and see where you sit and then start making a push once, like, we, you know, go to high point and stuff. Do you think Ferrandez can race this weekend? How's he hit his head pretty good? So how's he feeling? Yeah, I, I believe so. Um, you know, he did all the precautions today. Um, tomorrow he'll be able to go to the gym and see if he can get his heart rate up and everything be okay. And uh, so we're just taking all the the normal um, protocol and everything through that. And as of now, yeah, I, I mean, I, I believe so. Uh, I, I think he will be uh, bearing any you know yeah. symptoms and everything like that. But as, as of now, yeah, and you know, it's it's his first time he's ever really knocked his noggin. So, uh, and it wasn't too serious, but serious enough to where none of us felt comfortable with, you know, him, him racing or anything. Um, he was getting some quiet hype before the season started. Everybody that was at the stopwatch nationals really liked what they saw from Ferrandis. Yeah. I mean, he's, there's one thing he, that he has right now. It is definitely a lot of speed. Um, I think the the biggest challenge for him is going to be this summer is just learning the tracks, you know, and in and, and a short amount of time on the weekend and um, the travel schedule and kind of getting used to all that. And, you know, there's not as many breaks as the GP series. And uh, I think that's going to be a little bit difficult. But at the same time, yeah. get a good group around that have done it a lot and with Swanee and all that that, that know how to, uh, you know, when to push him and, and when to, you know, let him rest and stuff like that. So I think that's just going to be the biggest key is uh, trying to help him learn these tracks as fast as we can. Yeah, in GPs they get like two hours a weekend. Yeah, and and, and here they get two fifteen minute practices, and it's pretty much go time. Like you get a foot five minutes of untimed, and then it's yeah. But he, he's got it down though. I mean, he got it in Supercross. I mean, it's yeah. a little more difficult than outdoor. Yeah, I mean for him, you know. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you would assume so. Um, yeah, I guess it's just you still you still it's not the same as you kind of having like a laxed practice what he's yeah. used to. And then, you know, I mean, you basically get two roll laps and then you're expected to throw down a, you know, a, you know, a qualifying time that's going to be admirable or what you want out of it, which I would imagine with him, he wants to be top five every weekend and, uh, and qualifying. So yeah, I just, at this point, it's just learning it. And, um, you know, he's a smart kid, so he knows what to do. Was it your idea for AP to strap the camel back on Wilbur? No, dude, I think that's strictly him. I don't. I never raced GNCC, man. <laughs> Strong move by him. He hit it well, though. He didn't have it like a Lessie where it looked no. like he was wearing, yeah. you know, something gnarly. I didn't even know he had one on until I seen the hose coming up out of there. I don't know how to take AP. I don't know how to take him. He's like the goofiest dude. Like, you're like. He's a good kid. No, no, he's super nice, yeah, yeah. but he's always laughing. <laughs> like, everything is a chuckle. Yeah. He's just a happy dude, man. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean, though? Right? Is he like that all the time? Like, is he, is he, I mean, he's got to be serious at some moments, but gee whiz. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him getting, like, you know, mad anytime soon. 
<laughs> right, right. I can't be next to him down on a starting line, though. In Supercross, down yep. there dancing and stuff, I'm like, get the hell away from me. What do you mean dancing? He dances, like, you know, with his headset on and, oh, yeah, and yeah. you know, like, listen to his... Phil, you're trying to get in the mode to kill everybody. Yeah, and he's down there busting moves like he's on a, the D floor or something. I'm like, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> you know? Phil has to get into a moment of hate, <laughs> no. you know, like, so... Uh, I think Wilbur's taking a leak. Are you taking a leak, Wilbur? I'm filling my coffee pot, man. It's, it's late. Uh, hey, do you, do you think Will? Do you think Phil should ride 250 Supercross again in 18? Why not? Because he wasn't very good this year, <sighs> bro. I don't. I mean, what do you need to race? Like two rounds? Uh, four, four. Still, dude. He got his I best mean, finish. Think- the, he got his best finish at the round before he got hurt. Right. I gotta say, I mean, I'm sure that they're gonna be doing more stuff to that bike. It's the new bike coming out. Dude, the bike's the bike's not good. The bike's not good. It's not. Why? Why? Why is that bike not good? Everything just started late. So next year it'll be good. The The bike is not good. It's not fast enough. It's not a YZ 250F. I don't think any bike's a YZ 250F yet. Well, ain't a KTM either. Yeah, but I mean. I don't really like the negativity, Steve. I'm just saying. Oh. Listen, Phil. Phil is not. Are you going to hire him next year, Wilbur? Um, I think we're full right now. Why? How are you full? Same team? Mm, it's oh, not we're close. Oh, well, Mitchell Harrison's probably up. Two-year deal, right? He's up. AP wants. Yeah, to, AP wants to leave, doesn't he? Doesn't want to go to four fifties. AP would not I mean, be not, smart to go. To I, I don't. I don't think we should. Um, I think he's doing a supercross title, man. Okay. Listen, Phil, you got to make money, and there's no purse money in 250s. There's barely any bonus money. Suzuki don't pay much bonus money. Get to 450s. Mm. Make some money. Make main events. Get tenth in in outdoors and get fifth top five out, outdoors and top top ten indoors. And there, there you go. I mean, this year would have been good because I would have done the whole year, but. You know, just just do that. Mm-hmm. So give it up, bro. I don't like how you act like you know his contract. I know he's got no clue, honestly. What we're <laughs> well, I do. I do know one thing. I do know one thing. Monster Energy dropped one athlete this year, and it was Phil. Yeah, it was me. And he's wearing a monster hat right now. I know. <laughs> They're good hats. They're comfy. Dude. I know. If they drop me, I'm not running their hat. And Phil is not scared. He's running the hat. Well, I did get dropped, though, that's for sure. But they sponsored the team, so it's kind of, you know. Why'd they, why'd they drop you? Like, what was the deal? I, dude, I have no idea. Can you get into the after parties? Underpaid and maybe over-delivered was why. Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, you know? Could be why. Nah, Phil, give it up. You can't You can't ride to the Supercross. It's just... I told you before. Maybe one year I'll prove you wrong. Not well, this year, just, obviously. Look, you're a good 450 supercross rider. You're not. You're not Ryan Denzi or Kenny Roxon, but you're good. Yeah. I know you call it death cross, but you put no, in a lot of good. I survive it sometimes. Yes. But see, Wilbur, you just got a lot of negativity. See, I'm just not really feeling it. I'm a realist. I'm not negativity. It's called being real. <laughs> not, not really feeling the negativity right now, man. It's just like I mean, if you want to ride to get these. I mean, I just don't see why not. Just, you got to make money. This name of the sport is to make money. My yeah. deal is better yeah. now than it was last year. Just because you, you were guaranteed the race. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to get a guarantee. And Suzuki 50. helps. Right. You know. 
I'm making know. them both in. Hey, um, so Wilbur, what, what, what does Phil need to do to get on the star team? <laughs> Wilbur's not hiring me. Why not? Wilbur doesn't like me. What happened? No, nah, nothing. Not nothing happened. Jeremy, not J-Mart, and Phil are fighting right now. Wilbur, what? You're unbelievable. They're fighting. They're not, <laughs> Why? They're not talking. Uh, it's a long story, but they haven't talked for months. As it, you make it sound so bad. I'm never telling you anything ever again. You can't, dude. He's, I know. He's, he's a leaky faucet. I know. No, 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 no. I am a vault. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. No. Yes. I have things that I've been told <laughs> that I have never let out because I was promised a secrecy. Yeah. I need to have hey. you promise more often. <laughs> <laughs> the secrecy. Speaking, speaking of dropping people, Steve, we had a deal a long time ago that you like. I didn't really have a contract end date, and it was coffees at races and stuff. And <laughs> I haven't seen one in a fucking long time. No, we we had a massive disagreement in our contract in our in our in our issue. It was it was not good. It was terrible. Well, you you brought me horrible coffee one time. It was all that was available. I was bringing him Starbucks every every race day, and he was running my Pulp Mix sticker. Mm-hmm. And then in Millville, there's no Starbucks. I know. You brought him Caribou. Yeah. Yeah. It's garbage. You might as well bring him Mud Water. Get him yeah. Spring Thank Creek. You. Get him Thank water you. from Spring Creek and be like, here's your coffee. Spring Creek. <laughs> you know? You're literally better off scooping the water out of the, out of the creek. Does J-Mart and Phil make up? Do they, do, yeah. they, do they get back together, do you think? I mean, I don't know the situation, but yeah. I mean, right? Why not? It's not. It's, trust me, the situation isn't that bad. It's not terrible. I can't believe you right now. Wilbur, change the subject. How do the star guys like that new trailer? Uh, everyone seems to be pretty stoked on it. It's I, would, been, uh, I would be. It's a great subject chamber changer, by the way. How do you like that new trailer? <laughs> well, it's our old one. Okay. Remember they had that old outdated piece oh, of shit? Oh, I know, yeah. Yeah. Well, now they updated to they, old But one. they did have dual doors in the in the trailer, which I did like. Dude. But it was 18 million years old. Yeah. Come on. Finally. I mean, I, I did race out of that trailer when I rode for him. <laughs> yeah, so did Marty back in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, come on. Yeah. So. Uh, no, but it's been good. You want to take a call, Wilbur? Yeah, am I going to get yelled at? Probably. <laughs> Brian, what's up, man? How are you? Fellas, hope all's well. No, you're not getting yelled at, Will. No chance. Uh, so, Good. finally. With Cantrell starting <laughs> <Finally>. this year, <laughs> with Cantrell um, starting with outdoors this year, how come uh, How come you you guys as Star didn't choose to uh, start Chell and Tennant? Want, a, want an, uh, a cakewalk in the A class at Loretta's? Because you're probably going to get that. Um. No other reasons in the fact that uh, he unfortunately had some injuries earlier on in the year, um, didn't get much racing in, and now, you know, obviously he's coming along and he's riding really well right now, but we just felt like it would be better for him to have more time, um, you know, racing locally, and then Loretta's obviously, uh, and going through that route rather than sticking him right into uh, basically a pack of wolves. You know, I think that you need to be ready for that transition, and if you're just a little, maybe not quite there, that it's not a good idea. Would it, just hypothetically, just for fun, you think you would have finished a, a top fifteen or something like that, or? Yeah, I, I do I, believe so. I think that you okay. know, obviously, I I do believe that, um, you know, he's as good as Cantrell. I, I'd like to think that, and you know, watching him at the practice tracks in a week and stuff like that. But 
Yep. I uh, just, yeah, it's just a decision by us that it just, um, at the time, it just seemed to make more sense to, to keep him back. It's, uh, it's like anything, gotcha. you know, you get, you get one shot at that, at that, at that move, you know, you, you can't go back. Um, and you need to make it to where you're, you for sure are ready and, um, not having any doubts on it. Yeah. And I don't, I, I am I totally full of crap on this or does he not have a Loretta's title anyway? I don't think he does. Um, I, I don't uh, have yeah, one. What are you saying? Yeah, Phil doesn't have one. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one either. Hey, that's, hey, that's all right. Jeremy Martin didn't have one either. Yeah, we're, we're not talking right. about Jmart right now. We're not. We're not talking about Jmart. We're not happy with hey, Jmart. So. Hey, hey, I don't have one either. They don't let black people race. <laughs> um, so, I hear you. Hey, so cool. uh, Wilbur, Wilbur. Yes. Yes. Um, what's the worst part of your job? What's like the thing that you don't like? Um, it's the same as I guess racing. It's just it's the Sunday morning five a.m. flight. Oh, jeez. True that. Yeah, I got that too. Um, other than that, I mean, nothing's really terrible. I mean, Expedia was really kicking my ass today booking flights, <laughs> but other than that. <laughs> Wow. I, mean, I can't say it's like terrible. It's just it's right. just you know, one of those things that it's just like uh uh um that's your day off now though, Will, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my uh my quarter day of yeah. sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, bro, Sunday's there there is day. no day there are no days there off are anymore. No. It's stupid. Uh thanks Brian, thanks for the call, man. See you boys. Wilbur, why don't you line up See in the one twenty five dream race? I actually want to. I think I'm going to try and shoot for Washugo. I'd, I'd like to, to do that. Colorado, I don't really have time to case everything. But <laughs> Is it a, a, every round? What the fuck uh, are you they're doing? doing? They're doing uh, Hangtown, uh, Colorado, and Washugo. There's, there's one this weekend, but it's not part of the dream round because it's, like, uh, it's, it's the MTA two-stroke thing or something. So Steve wants to put up uh, his, what, 88 Project Bike? 89. You should ride that this weekend, Will. Yeah, so you, you can blow it up. Right? Don't no, don't blow it up. You can't ride a Honda though. I don't think. Uh, I wouldn't get a chance to blow it up. Other stuff would fall off before that would happen. Yeah, that's true. Steve did. I feel like that was a direct shot at me. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. Just was checking. Just double. Just want to clarify that. Um, all right, Wilbur. Thanks for your time, man. I don't want to keep you too long. It's bedtime for you, nighty night. So. Um, well, I had to give you a hard time. No, I know. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that. Um. Anything else? Do you, do you want to talk about anything else? Mm. No, not really. What's I it like? Where, where, where'd you watch Great from? Great radio, bros. Where'd you watch from? Uh, basically, right after the first after the first jump, that big tabletop, you turn left and go up that kind of like oh, you're up there, uphill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good area. You can kind of see quite a bit, oh, uh, even though on the other side of the track, you can't really tell what color the bike is. But all right. Um, no, it's just a good area to kind of be involved in and then obviously cheer the guys on there where they can actually right. see you and not feel right. like you're going to get cleaned out at any second. Kind of bullshit because I needed someone to watch the races with. Dude. Oh, that's cool. I appreciate the invite. Well, I had Phil. Am I not good enough? No, nah, you were you were in the team manager's tower. No. Well, <laughs> that, oh, yeah, I can ask Will. Will, can I borrow your team manager credential? Did Justin I, Star- I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even have one yet. Shut up. So you got to have something yeah. to get on the track, dude. I was in the team manager tower, four people in it, literally four people <laughs> on this massive platform. Like I'm bugging nobody. 
Justin Starling's dad comes up and says, hey, you can't be up here unless you have a TM on your credential. I'm like, dude, there's nobody up here. <laughs> there's nobody. If, they, if it was packed, I'd understand I'd get off, but there's nobody. He's like, I'm sorry, you can't be up here. I was so mad, I almost flipped. <laughs> I was just like, come on. So I had to go down and stand on a dirt bike stand and try and see what I... Did you give him the, th- the throat slit gesture? No, and then he yelled at me because I was standing, like, on the roadway, you know, cheering uh, on Alex and stuff. Dear. And then he came up and asked me again. He's like... I don't want to have to ask you again, but you can't stand here either. And I'm just like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> like, you're really just yeah. bothering a lot of people. Yeah, I point. know. Like, I'm by myself, got my headset on, trying to be a part of the team, and then I'm just getting yelled at by some, yeah, I, well, I know who it is, Starling's old yeah. man. Yeah. You know? I, I don't get it either. Like, I'm a media guy who doesn't shoot photos, and there's literally nowhere for me to go. Like, I had to get a pass to go into that area. Really? And then I, I didn't have the right pass, and they just didn't kick me out. Yeah. But I was spoken to after the race, like, hey, you don't have the right pass. We let you in this time. And yeah. I'm like, listen, okay, I'm just, I want to watch. family members out on the infield Dude, cheering people on. Apparently, if you're certain family members, there's no problems <laughs> running around the track on the infield. But if you're a media guy who's actually there to watch the race and report on it, you, can't get you out cannot there. get out there. Yeah. Like, I don't understand where that, how that happens. Hey, where were you at the press conference speaking of media? I was there for a little bit. I didn't see you. I was pondering why Josh Grant had sunglasses on the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's a white tent. I mean, I, I mean, know he went 3-3 and he was a bad dude, led laps, but I feel like that was my biggest question. To, well, I, to the sunglasses, <laughs> Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Um, maybe maybe a part of uh, the contract. Who knows? Yeah, I, interviewed, I interviewed Troll and uh, Wacko before it started, and then... Watched a little oh, right bit, on. Then, then ditched What's up. What's wrong with AP? Something wrong with AP? No, I like AP. He, I, but every time I ask him a question, he goes, <laughs> and then he answers it. So that's why I can't figure him <laughs> out. <I'm, laughs> like, I mean, he probably can't take you seriously, dude. I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> There's a lot of people who don't take me seriously in the pits. Tell tell Bobby Reagan and Brad I said hi, though. Make sure you do. Yeah, I am a shitty media guy. No <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> make, sure you tell, make sure you tell Bobby and Brad I said hi. They're big fads. Love Pulp Mex. <laughs> Wilbur, can you still get it? Uh, throw down some heaters or what at the track? I heard you still got some speed. Um, yeah, maybe one or two laps. That's yeah. about it. Um, I did like I think a couple weeks ago. I did like three twenties at Paula, mm-hmm. and I, I was like, I was three twenties. Like what are you yeah, coming back for? <laughs> Jesus, bro. I don't know. I was just like, man, just burning off some cores of light, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. <laughs> I got done and I was like, man, I am feel like I just raced the gnarliest national in my life. <laughs> Goes away pretty quick. Pack. Goes away pretty fast, huh? It leaves you pretty fast. Oh, it's yeah, it's pretty sad, man. Yeah, it's unfair. Pretty, pretty damn sad. <laughs> Listen to Wilbur. Pretty damn sad. Hey. Now, no, I want to ask him on okay. a scale of one to ten. I mean, bike to bike, old team to new team. Give it a number. Like, which one's better? Better. Ah, uh, put me on the spot, you dick. Yeah, I know. Well, listen, dude, I got put on the spot about a prenup, dude. Yeah, you so did. I'm gonna put yeah. you on the spot about we're hitting, this. We're asking Phil about a prenup. <laughs> That's not okay. No, I know it's not. No, so it's fine. It's a <laughs> next show. Nobody listens. Nobody cares. True. Um, no, I mean I've been really surprised with this the star bike and and how much power it has, man. Mm. I'm like pretty blown away. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, you know how it is at, all, at this level, though. Most of the bikes can get to handle pretty damn well, mm-hmm. um, especially 250s. Um, but I think that this motor is something that um, is really impressive with how much torque it has. And and with having that and all this bottom, you feel how much traction it has. I, I always feel like when you have that much, it normally creates, like, breaking loose. And, you know, the rear doesn't have good traction, but it yeah. seems to have like really good amount of both which i don't know it really blew my mind mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's cool that's cool that you you know you're still riding you're still competitive so you um, can really tell so you're going after ac for next year wilbur that's the word on the street i'd love to i hear that that's why there's no room yeah who knows <laughs> AC, i see how Ge- it is Geico's well. talking, you just tell me dude geico's talking to adam star wants adam everybody wants adam since cirillo why would really? he leave, a hot commodity, Why dude. would he leave Cowie though? Like, dude, if you're cow, but if you're Cowie, you're like, look, you gotta stay. We'll pay you whatever. We've invested all this money. Yeah, in you. dude. That I mean, to me, and they might. Yeah, I mean, no, they, yeah, they might. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, why wouldn't they? You know, um, he's a good fit, and I mean, there's a good chance that they will. Yeah. Um, hey, were you surprised at Wacko's speed? What'd you think? Um, not necessarily. No, I don't know. I think that this is just all year. I yeah. Think that's, I, I wouldn't say I was surprised, no. Um, just to the fact that how strong he's been all year, that's kind of what you expected to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think how he kind of ended last year outdoors and he was strong, and then this year he's just been a new guy all the way around anyway. So I think that, I think he, you know, more than anything, he expected that, clearly. Right. Because, I mean, he just rode, he, he rode so much better than, you know, most guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, you got a good point there, for sure. Um, all right, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you. Good luck. Good job this weekend. Three guys in the top ten, and and I feel, I mean, Ferrandez would have been top ten had he not KO'd himself. Yeah, that was just, I don't know, understand how that happened. But I don't it's even, because that tabletop is not that far. just like a little hydroplane action went on, and then yeah. this game over. Yeah, it was definitely a weird crash. Yeah, like, yeah. It could have been so basic, but just Paul drove his ass into yep. the ground. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just because he, like, stopped so quickly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Welcome to America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, it's gnarly. Um, thanks, Wilbur. Appreciate it. Three guys in the top ten. Keep it up. Uh, thanks for coming on. Always a fun time to, to, to rap with you. It's good good times. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, guys, and get better soon, Phil. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Wilbur. What about See me? You, what about me? I mean. I don't really care about you. Okay. <laughs> All right, Wilbur. Thanks, buddy. Bye. See ya. Will Hahn, everybody. Star Racing Team Manager. Will Hahn. Good guy. Race Tech. They finally got their uh, spring conversion system for the KYB CRF forks. Uh, they have a, The OEMs have a tough task of making an okay suspension setup for a wide range of riders. Combine this with trying to keep costs as low as possible and you are left with suspension that can be improved greatly. Race Tech provides personalized suspension setups designed specifically for you and your type of riding. Dirt Rider product of the year was the uh, Air to Spring uh, conversion system for uh, for Showa, the TAC forks. Um, what's your verdict on Air and Spring forks, Phil? I ran Spring for a long time with JGR. Yep. KYB, and then last year, midway through outdoors, eh, no, third or fourth round, we switched to Spring. You know, Spring's good when it's working good. Mm-hmm. Or uh, air is good when it's working good, yeah. but spring just has more constant feel all the yeah, time. Yeah, more consistent. Yeah. Uh, we used to go to Pulp MX-17 at Racetech. Save big with the folks at Racetech. 
Racetech.com, motors and suspension. All right, emails of the week from Josh. I had to laugh when you said on the RaceRex podcast that people were bitching about having to pay for NBC Sports Gold. I guarantee you these are the same people that wanted you to give them a free download for an effing $2 app and then piss and moan as soon as the slightest thing goes wrong with it. If you actually care enough about motocross to tune in every Saturday, then I really don't think 50 bucks is asking too much for live interrupted coverage. But God forbid you actually have to pay money for a service. That is crazy. I'm not paying for it. <laughs> Mark, did you buy it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I bought it. Yep. I'm a super fan. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'd love to buy it, but I just don't need to buy it. Doesn't I, need to. I'd love to buy it, but I don't need to buy it. Yeah. Don't need it. Uh, Chris sent this in. Almost no major TV carries Mav TV for first motos. That's why people are saying this is bullshit. Last year, we could watch the first moto online for free, then catch the second on TV. We have the benefit of watching the replays throughout the week. The new, new package totally fucks loyal fans. This will be the first year in over a decade I don't watch the Nationals or travel to three races throughout the summer. Between this and the payout structure that doesn't even allow privateers a chance to afford hitting all the rounds, I can go, I no longer support motocross. It's not about the 50 bucks. It's the principle of the matter that's turning fans away from the outdoor series. He turned himself away, but I mean, right? I agree, I agree <laughs> with the last part with the pay and stuff, but you know, I don't know. It's like a dollar and four cents per moto. Yeah. If you break it down. Right. And people are mad. Yeah. For the whole summer, too. So that's yeah, silly. Just, it's not They're per mad. month or something. You pay a dollar no. to watch a moto. Yeah. Like right. if you break it down like that and think about it. Right. But then they'll go yeah. spend I, whatever it. Hey, I've ranted and raved. I have a problem with people bitching about a little bit of money here and there. I don't. I'm not rich. I'm not super loaded, but I don't understand how you can't find a dollar per moto. Uh, from whatever you buy in your mm. life or waste or whatever. I just, I don't understand it. Um, Michael sent this in. Hey, Steve, thanks for the content. I wanted to comment on Ryan Dungey's retirement. This feels like a transition from one era to another that hasn't fully come into its own, and I mostly feel sad. It looks like most of the 250 guys that were on point or were set to point out of the class are now able to stay down, like Savachi, like Osborne, uh, like Hill. So it'll be another year or two before we see what they can really do. I was so impressed with Eli Tomac's run in Supercross and really hoped he would pull it off. I see Tomac dominating for the next few years until more of 50 guys move up. But Tomac's domination will come with an inevitable, yeah, but Dungey wasn't there. Yeah, but Rox was never the same. Yeah, but Stu was out of shape. Dungey has earned the right to call it a career, but somehow this transition just feels sad rather than exciting. Yeah. What do you think, Phil? Kind of true, you know, but... I mean, the whole point system with the guys moving up, I don't think it'd really matter anyway. I don't think any of those guys are ready to, to run that Not race. yet. Not now. I mean, you could see it with Coop, who was pretty dominant, and Malcolm. Coop you know, is a is. guy that, I mean, I think he's coming. Like, I wrote yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, I yeah, talked yeah. about it. Yeah. It, it wasn't great this year, though. It was just weird because every good, solid rookie had always won a race their first rookie year. Or, yeah. You, you know, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Sealy did. Anderson did, Dunge did, RV did, Coop didn't, you know. So that's kind of a little bit weird, but there were some real good flashes of brilliance yeah, here. He there, got you hurt know? Too. Yeah, which um, took him out of his mojo. Jordan sent this in. Congrats to Dungey on a hell of a career. Over the past decade, we have seen a number of top racers go through the Baker's factory and bring home multiple titles and retire at a young age. RC, RV, and now Dunge. I feel like a top guy for a while has been coming from Baker's camp. Assuming Eli or Kenny, 
depending on how his arm recovers, would be the next top guy. Could we see them possibly stay in the sport longer than we saw RC, RV, and RD? It seems like the top guy from Alden's camp is so mentally exhausted that they can't take racing anymore. I just wonder if a different program would keep our top guys in our sport longer. Thanks for the show. It's weird because in the 80s and 90s, guys, early 90s, guys retired early, mm-hmm. just like they do now, kind of. Then they went for a long time. LaRocco, Ferry, Wyndham, Chad's doing it now, uh, Dowdy, Hen- like Henry. They go for a long time. And now they're back to being shortened careers, RC, RV, Dunge, um, Wilbur, Christian Craig, even though he's mm-hmm. back. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Um, but I mean, Phil, you know, kind of guys who have been in and out of Baker's program and it's great and it's, and it's, it works well, but they're not necessarily tour to Francing it. No, I just think it's a overall balance, you know, um, you know, to plan out a full year through supercross and motocross, it's a grind, you know, I mean, it's, it's not easy. And also, you know, the more you ride and the more you train, the more you risk yourself for injury. Mm-hmm. So you got to find that perfect little balance. But, so. like, I think people aren't realizing, like, okay, Dungey, Villapoto, RC, the three guys he named. Mm-hmm. Like, they have $20 million in the bank. I wouldn't want to ride anymore either. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, they have, they, I mean, I'm, I'm being serious. That's conservative. $20 yeah, yeah, million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, listen, I get it. That's conservative. So you have twenty million dollars in winnings. You're out. Why? Why wouldn't you be? Yeah, you're healthy. I, you're walking. You've got what's another five, ten million? Yeah, and so, I and it kind of it really does tweak my beak. If people, I'd say, oh, why did he walk away? He's at the peak, or this and that. But you're at the peak for so many years, and yeah, dude, to be that freaking spot on like Dunge was. Yeah. Do you know how I don't? They can't even fathom how hard that is. Right. You know, like they're just delusional. Right. You know, so, yeah. I don't, I don't I, take uh, anything away from that I, I, at I know, all. I, listen, I've said this a few times and I stand by it and RV would be really upset at me if I were to tell him this, but the top guys in our sport make too much money for what they do. They're gnarly. They're incredible, but they make so much more money than you. Phil, you got fifth overall into 450 Nationals. Yeah. Dunge won, and he made so much more money than you. It's not even funny. You made, uh, <laughs> what, uh, would you have made 2% of what he made? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Now, look, he should get more than you. He's yeah, better yeah, than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. He's faster than you. He has more wins than you. You have no wins. He has lots. Yeah. But our gap with our top guys is out of hand. They should not make that much. Our sport is not that big on TV. It's not that big in the mainstream. And I, and I know it's a socialist thing to say because what I'm saying is Phil Nicoletti and Brayton and Pike and Schmidt need more money. So it's a little bit of a socialism thing to say, bring it down from the top. Mm. But it's absolutely true. There's such a gap. Dungey should get the most money. He should get millions. Mm-hmm. Does he need... Seven million, mm-hmm. probably. He probably makes five to seven million a year. Yeah, you know, with wins and everything. That's out of line for what we are. When when you get fifth, I agree because I make a lot less. <laughs> but 
in the grand scheme, because I'm not selfish, uh, listen, I think they deserve what they get. No, no. Ours needs to go up. Theirs doesn't need to come down. There's, I don't think yours needs to go up. Uh, well, yeah, yours needs to go up, but there's theirs needs to come down, too. But there's it, got to be a way. They can't, you know, obviously teams pay them a lot of money and they get their endorsements oh, or whatever. I know. It's but just, it's got to... It, uh, yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. I it, listen, I just I, uh, great career, but anyways, you can't blame those guys for cut cut. No, down. absolutely not. Especially nope. RV because he's been through the ringer with injuries and this and that. Dunge man, the amount of money he's made and bonuses and stuff like that, yeah. it's stupid. No, nope. but I mean, he's deserved. He earned every single freaking penny he made. Uh, you know? MX ATV game with the 2017 official track maps in it for PS4. MX versus ATV Supercross Encore. PS4, 17 tracks. Call in now. We'll give it to you. 702-586-7857. Go ahead. Call in. Get our address, Marks, if you can. And uh, well, thanks to the folks at uh, Rainbow Studios. Is it Rainbow? I forget where Ken is. It's Rainbow, right? Yeah, Rainbow Studios. Duh. <laughs> uh, for, the, for the games, and we're giving them away. Call in, 702-586-7857. And uh, we will give it away to a lucky caller. Into the show. <sighs> so, hey, you got a text during the commercial. Jmar did get the call, but didn't know the number. Is what your sources are saying? Yeah, which I figured. Yeah. I wouldn't he, answer some. He was scared of the 702 number, but he saw it. Yeah. I'm and not... they told him. He said that's how he does it. He screens it. Why do you think his voicemail box is so full? Because he never picks up phone calls. Should we call Alex? At nine fifty-five at night, I mean, you can. They're They'll done. probably ignore you too. Oh, jeez. All right. Yeah. Um, BTOSports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. Yeah, you like that? BTOSports.com. Uh, put be, put the code PulpMX in the. Uh, Comment section or call down there and mention the Pulp MX show. Mention Phil Nicoletti, and they'll give you a discount. BTOSports.com, whether it's from amateur racing to pro motocross racing, UTVs, uh, side-by-sides, uh, quads, everything else. They've got what you need. Helmet, boots, gloves, head-to-toe. Lots of accessories as well for the folks there. Uh, BTOSports.com. These are the best questions submitted to at uh, Pulp show on Twitter. And that guy over in the corner goes through them, picks the best ones. And asks Phil and I. What happens when someone calls for the game? You answer it. Okay. Chase wants to know, with the new thing in motocross industry, all about being in shape and fitness, you'd think more gear companies would come out with an athletic line in clothing. Fox has a little bit, but Fly has none. Is there no money in this? Any insight? Athletic line as far as, like, gym stuff? Or, or like, seven stuff where it's tight. Yeah. Yeah, but then everybody gets mad at everybody for copying each other's ideas. <laughs> they do, don't they? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, you, have you ever worn that stuff? Not really, right? You wear moose. So I wear moose. Yeah. I'm a moose guy. They don't have moose. Does not have the athletic fit. Mm-mm. No, they're getting better though. Are they getting yeah. better? Stuff's yep. getting a little tighter. Uh, what's going on with your phone over there? Do I need to grab it from you, or is there something going on that I need to know about? Or no, because you're kind no. of you know you're. Um, no, I was just looking at something. You're not really Someone engaged? Someone was texting me, yelling at me for some Yeah, but reason. you're not engaged into the show? I, no, I am engaged. It was about to show just a different thing. W- what about? Nothing. <laughs> about me? 
No, not about you. No. no. Don't worry about it. Um so uh yeah, that's seven like that seven stuff and Vexia. Yeah. And four has some. Mm-hmm. You gotta be in shape to run. Yeah, you that. can't have much Yeah, you gotta somebody caught some heat over that <laughs> one time when that came out. Really? Yeah, Stu kinda did, didn't he a little bit? When the tight stuff came yeah, out and yeah. he came back from yeah. his what are you guys talking suspension about? or yeah. whatever. The, ge- the gear still. I didn't I don't it's not gear though. It's like oh. it's like actual clothing. Oh, see that's what I asked. You said no gear. No, like actual oh. clothing <laughs> for like say the guys are gonna go on a run. They don't have like clothing in their I think Fox has brand. a ton of that stuff. It but, says Fox has some. Yeah. But for instance Fly has none. So any insight like is there no money in that, you think? I get mine from Walmart. I don't, don't know. Don't bro me. Don't. Good talk. Next question. <laughs> I'll ask JT next week. There you go. Uh, Matt would like to know, Steve, with Dungey retired and rumors of Trey leaving, who does KTM go after in 2018? Dude, I think Barsh is there. I do. JT's been riding that train for a while, but... Barsha's not stoked on his Suzuki. He wasn't stoked on his Honda. He wasn't stoked on his Yamaha. Oh, let's move to a steel frame bike. Um, and I could see it. I could see Roger picking him up for a cheaper price and, you know. Giving it a whirl. Don't you think? I mean, I know he's your teammate. Well, I, I mean, yeah. Say, I mean, but... I could potentially see that, but, I mean, it's hard to really say. It's still early. Yeah, it is. I uh, think they're going to wait a little while. Geyser. He mentions Geyser. No, Geyser's no. a Honda guy. Um, who's up? Wilson, yeah. Bogle, Tickle, yeah. Barsha, Weston. Yeah. I see Tickle for sure staying in RCH. They like him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a solid guy. Yeah, yeah. You know. Man, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who goes I can there. see Barsha going to KTM. I don't know if they're going to do three again. Who knows if they're going to do three. And honestly, the Trey retiring thing is just all of us saying, like, we heard that or we think that. We don't know. He could come back. Even though his contract's up, but yeah, you didn't even know Trey was hurt, though, did you? I thought he—I knew he was hurt, but then I thought he was better at the time uh, for racing nationals. Yeah. Like I thought it was. So, all right, next question. We got our game winner, by the way. All right, fantastic. We got our game winner. Jorge Barba wants to know: Is there? Oh, you already answered that one. Mm-hmm. AC the Geico. Uh, AC's not going. The guy like they're chasing him, but it's not done. I, so, well, yeah, he, he was yeah. just. The question was: Any truth about the rumors? About them talking, pretty much. Uh, yeah, they're definitely talking. Yeah. Uh, Todd Martin would like to know, for Phil, do you now regret riding 250 Supercross? Yep. Yes, I, yes, I do. <laughs> Absolutely. I should have never done it. I should have listened to Mathis. No, I, I don't regret it because... God bless. I felt like I did a pretty good tra- job going in the direction where the bike needs to go. And then for them to get the parts and everything made, everything that needs to be packaged up for next year and i think it'll be dialed you know god and it's even better now god bless <laughs> god bless <laughs> that's gotta go no it's good no, that's it's gotta forever. go gotta go nope right. gus keeter wants to know does there's does the resurgence from vets like wacko grant and dino make teams rethink the value of vets rather than moving on to new guys i hope so i hope so these fucking teams have been like Hey, you get one year, and now, you know, whatever, yeah, you're, you're done. You're, we're looking for the next kid coming up. This kid got third in B 
Yeah. And he's the next big thing. Yeah, Tristan like, Charbonneau, you're back. Oh, look, you're in France racing over there now. <laughs> I don't know, like, understand, like, yeah, oh, like, okay, look, this is a maybe a bad example because Chisholm's riding has slipped, you know, recently. But, like, I'm taking a guy, like, everyone's like, okay, again, Chisholm had a rough year, so, but I'm trying to think of a guy. Weimer. Weimer gets bagged on. Weimer sure. sucks. Weimer sucks. Why does Weimar have that ride? He sucks. Okay. Yes, he's not winning. He's a 8th to 12th place guy in Supercross mains. The kid you want to hire is nowhere near that. Mm-hmm. You think you see that in him, but you have no clue. So take the Zero. guy that can do it, you know? Zero clue. I don't understand how, like, Tickle is riding for no money from RCH. Mm. The team didn't have any money. Jerk-offs like these kids, I can't name any names because people call tell them I call jerk-offs, but there's jerk-off kids getting hundreds of thousands of dollars for what? A top 10 in a regional class? I agree. I mean, I do agree. How about you give the money to the guys that have proven what they can do? Jake Weimer, Phil, and Chiz before Chiz went Chiz. I mean, but... Weimer's been there. He's made the money. Yeah, okay. You know what but, I mean? But, but it's not but, like he doesn't deserve it now. I mean, he's still no. a bad dude. But if I have a team, I want results. Mm-hmm. Now, would I like better than Jake Weimer results? Probably. But to take a kid who has no results and hope that he's going to beat Jake Weimer, I'm just rolling the dice. I'm guessing. Yeah. So I'll take the second guy on my team or whatever to be an 8th to 12th place guy. I'll take that. And I'll pay him a little bit of money. That's all. Whether yeah. he's made it in the past or whatever, I don't care. Like, whatever. I'm yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. here now. Right. I get it. So, I get it. Yeah. Uh, too many of these jerk-offs like Marks. Look at these kids come to Loretta's and just fucking lose their minds. Just lose it. Yep. You have no idea. I mean, the rate right now is like one in ten are good. Right? You know, well, I mean, that actually performed to be in. Absolutely, man. There. It's hard, you know. And I understand they still need some time to develop. You do give them one year, and then you can them, and then then what do they do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. It's actually pretty scary when you think about it, because it's. The odds of making it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's scary. Um, You know, and the kids, that's all they know, and. Then when they don't oh, make dude. it, they're like, uh, I know some people that are working nah. at these, that are doing these riding facilities, and like, the parents are all in. Oh, I, dude, they are all in. Nobody works. Yeah. The kid is the is the golden child. Yeah. And you are just rolling the dice. <laughs> yeah. I don't Fucking know. scary. So, I don't know. Are you back? You know what I'm talking about, though. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. I know. Yeah. I know. You're like looking at me like, huh? And I see, you know kids parents that do that and the kid really has no chance yeah yeah like zero yeah you know but then there are some that are good parents are broke and the kid could potentially be yeah. good yeah. you know what i mean like right i mean for instance uh cameron mcadoo you know what i mean like doesn't come from a whole lot of money but he stayed at club mx grinded his way and you know now right place at the right time and he's on guy Honda. right you know what i mean so it's just Sometimes it can work out, but that's like one in a million. Yeah. You know? 
Caleb wants to know, Steve, how happy were you seeing Sleater wad up on the last lap? Oh, stop it, everybody. I can't talk about Michael Sleater. I saw you jumping up and down. I didn't even no, watch I'm the kidding. race. I should have. <laughs> I can't talk about Michael Sleater. We've, we've discussed our differences. He asked me nicely to not bag on him on public radio. Slater was the fastest one there, too. My God. Okay. I watched it. See, I will not comment. See, see, good things. Good things. Right. Sammy Hemi. His question is, what happened to AC? Amazing first moto, but second moto, not so good. He seemed on it before Forkner passed him. Did that affect him? And he got tired. Just got I mean, tired? That's, that's it. Yeah, as far as I know. I talked to him after the race, and I talked to him today. I, somebody wrote an angry email about him to me, and I set forward it to him. Said here, here's this guy that has the answer. <laughs> so I mean, if you didn't feel shitty about this second moto, read this fan's he, email. He'll make it, you feel he better. Knows it. No, I know. Yeah, he'll get better. I mean, people think it's easy. I'd rather have the speed and work on the fitness than yeah. the other way around. Yeah. So uh, this one's from Can MX for Phil. Did your sarcasm take practice, or did you have to work on it? After you retire, have you considered starting a school on sarcasm? <laughs> I don't think it's sarcasm. I think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it to be sarcasm. Dude, how many you know? how many pulp fans talk to you every weekend? Like quite a few. Dude come up. Yeah, it's <laughs> just we've talked we talk about you, we build you up, we, we you make us hey, you, laugh. You build me up, all right. You yeah. make us laugh. More like kick me in the nuts. Yeah, but either down. either one, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a couple that come up and you know, so, you know they like when Alex and I are on and yeah. Shoot the shit for a little while. Talk about how the, your quality radio is horrible. Right. You know, it's cool. Another one for you, Philip, from Randy. What's the best riding technique advice you would give to a weekend warrior? Learn how to stand up on the foot pegs constantly. It helps a lot. I wish I did that more. Stand. Like Roxon, you like know? Like Roxon Yeah, year. God, it pisses me off. And Eli, like, God, they stand a lot. It's yeah, Roxon, yeah. On the foot pegs, yeah. this and that. Like I was talking to Tickle about it one time. I think it was Redbud last year. Um, Roxon was like 30% or 40% throttle around most of the track. Really? In a higher gear. Yeah. And Tickle was like 70% wide open throttle, you know, yeah. most of the time. Yeah. But Roxon was going three seconds a lap faster. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how? Yeah. God, I don't understand. On the foot pegs, joy riding. Um, Harold Toop wants to know how you got filthy as a name. Dinkleberry over here. That was all you? Yeah. No. I we I we had a I had a buddy named Phil who played I played hockey with growing up, you know, 14, 15 years old. And he was a great stick handler. And we said he was filthy. Like dirt, like you know, like just disgusting, just so good. Sounds gay. So Filthy Phil, <laughs> Filthy Phil was his name, and we started calling him Filthy, like passes the puck or whatever. And so every Phil I've ever known, which is literally, that's the second one. You know, <laughs> Turns I, I don't into know Filthy. Any, just yeah, I don't know down. any other that's Phils. Cool. Phil Lawrence? I'm a second Yeah, hand. I don't know Phil, good, Phil Lawrence good enough oh, to, okay. you know, but I didn't, I do know him for sure. But so Filthy Phil, there it is. I got a secondhand half-ass nickname. That's cool. <laughs> the best he could do yeah awesome yeah. um e, this one's from e true hero do you think with the rec the recent nikki hayden accident guys will cut back on road bike training what do you think phil uh, 
No, I, I don't think. Like I said, it's super unfortunate. I mean, it's terrible what happened, but I don't think so. You know. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Like I said at the beginning of the show, there's more. It's amazing that there is not uh, more accidents. Yeah. It really is. You guys ride your ride your uh, road bikes so much. I mean, you could stick us all in a pool, but I think more riders would drown than actually swim. So a Martin, a Martin, a pool. Yeah, he would sink. He says he's getting better, but I'd smoke him still. Right. Yeah. That's all. BTOsports.com. Use the code PulpMX to save. Great guys. Whatever you got for your bike or body, they've got it. BTOsports.com. Can really help you out. Um, NFAB, JGR check-in, N-Fab.com. Uh, great company. Phil, they've been backers of yours for a long time. You ran the NFAB JGR bike last summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeep truck and SUV parts. And uh, you've got some of the stuff on your truck. And, and Millsaps does. And the Rocky Mountain guys are, are also on board with NFAB this year. Yep. They run the butt patch. Uh, by the way, Baggett, we never spoke about him all show. Kind of underwhelming. Yeah, He'll just, get better. He'll I just be better. wish he got better starts. Yeah, he didn't get good starts. Like, it's hard. I, uh, I just wish he did. Then it would be cool to see what he could do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he'll be there. He'll win yeah. motos, right? Do you think this year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he'll get three or four. Right. You know. Uh, N-Fab.com probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. We love the guys down there. Whether it's the JGR Suzuki team or the N-Fab Ampro Yamaha Off-Road team, N-Fab stands behind the sport and great company. And uh, this is the N-Fab JGR check-in. I walked up to uh, Jeremy Albrecht after the race J-Bone. to uh, talk about Pike Barsha. And Cunningham's Day, and I think we even throw a jab at you in there. <laughs> so uh, here, take a listen to this, and uh, and here's the JGR check-in presented by NFAB. All right, Jeremy Albrecht, NFAB, JGR, Suzuki check-in, n-fab.com, great company, great guy. Yeah, really great guy, and a great company, you're right. Better company than guy? Um, no, he's a better guy than company, but the good guy made an awesome company. That's, I like it. All right, hey, let's talk about tonight for you guys. First up, a lot of us head-scratching over Kate Otten, right? Yep. He didn't make it the main, had crashes, but look, I, we were talking earlier, the last, like, the last thing you want to do with a guy wait, first Wait, wait, front. wait, this is, a, this is a Supercross and Fab JGR check-in. That's the one you had open. No, I know. Hmm. So... Go to that file. Can you figure it out? Sure. And then great radio, bros. <laughs> and then like shit show. It is a shit show. Shit show. So and maybe like go to the last file or something. Or do you want to throw me the file? I can look at it. How's this gonna work? What do you think? Uh, give me a second. I'll find it. Okay. All right. We'll do that. Talk about things. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, J- Jeremy Albrecht coming up. N-Fab.com. If you want a discount from those guys, uh, please email the show and uh, using the contact form on pulpamex.com, and I will hook you up with a great deal from, uh, from NFAB. Phil, I'm going to name off our sponsors. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when Jeez. I name off our sponsors, all right? Just anything. Yeah, but yeah, this is risky, but we're going to do this, all right? Hopefully I know what most of them are. Well, I hope so, too. BTOsports.com. Gear. Fly racing. <laughs> Gear. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. Weston Pike. <laughs> Scary that that's the first thing that came. I know, Weston. Uh, I was going to get him on tonight, but we just had him on. Really? But I th- yeah, we had him on a couple weeks ago, but I thought having him on tonight would be great because he would just bag on both of us and we'd bag on him. <laughs> he doesn't bag on me. He doesn't bag on you. No. It's easy to put him in his place because he's so dumb. 
Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, NFAB Jeep and truck parts? Uh, First thing, Phil. Nerf bars. Race tech suspension and engines. Privateer life. Vortex racing. Uh, quality sprockets? Yeah. Yeah. Gear alloy. I don't even know what gear alloy is. It's wheels. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I didn't know you could, that. You could have said Jeremy Martin. Is he sponsored by Gear Alloy? No, but that's who we called on the Gear Alloy cold call. Oh yeah. All right, that works. Good job. Roost MX. Yeah. Um, Cycle Trader. Pivot Works. What's Pivot Works? They make replacement bearings and seals. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess wheel bearings. X brand goggles. Steve Mathis. Michelin Star Cross 5. Traction. Works Connection. Uh, hole Shots. FMF. Horsepower. Atlas Neck Brace. Safety. W Wheels. Quality. EK Chains. Um, I don't know. Chains. Just Chains. Chains. Guts Racing. Awesome Seats. You had guts? You've used guts? I use guts now. Awesome. Good guys. They made me like special seat foam for me and really? stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool. cool. I mean, their rib seat covers rip my ass apart though, but they work really. <laughs> they work really. That's such, a, that's such a great thing. <laughs> that did actually you? sounded really it bad. Did. It did. Hey, you need to block that out, Travis. What happened? Yeah, okay, never mind. Uh, get data. <laughs> um, information. Ride okay. engineering. Uh, triple clamps. Grandstone boots. JT. Yeah. <laughs> a horse shitting on his grandstone boots. <laughs> Marks, what are you doing? Where'd this file come from? From the recorder that's plugged into the side, the USB recorder. Yeah, there's no files in there. What are you talking about? Give me the thing. Give me give it to me over here. We're gonna we're gonna do this. This right. is what happens when Tits only showed up seven minutes before showtime. Seven minutes. Did Jay Bone was Jay Bone talking crap with me on the headset? Did he say I was bad on the headset this weekend? No, he never mentioned it. I should oh, okay. I should have asked him how it was. How was it? You had a headset on with your whole team. Yeah, it was good. Was it all right? Yeah. Yeah, not much really gets said. Just kind of whatever. You know. Uh huh. Is it working over there? I don't know. I can't tell what, what it is. It's got to be it. This is it. This has got to be it. Oh, hold on. Stupid marks. So stupid. <laughs> hold on. Which one is the headphone? Which one is the... Oh, here we go. Did you just call me stupid and ask which one is the headphone? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. Hold on. Steps. I love them. Koi has all kinds of stuff on his truck, actually. But yeah, we I'm love waiting the for the Ridgeline stuff to come. Yeah, I've heard you wear them out about it. It's yeah. coming, I'm sure. Yeah, I think all it's right, good. Hey, uh, so this is a Phil, Phil Nicoletti's in studio as we're doing this. Oh, yeah. And so that was going to be my check-in, but even better to talk to you. Uh, Barsha, good second moto. Tough day for Cunningham. And honestly, I was impressed with Pike because I know he has that much time on the bike. Uh, recap your day. Yeah, definitely. You know, obviously Cunningham was riding great. Had some little issues, but... 
you know, it's a bummer for him, but it's part of part of racing. We'll get it uh, figured out this week. Same issue in either both motos or different things? Uh, it's hard to say. I, I think it's not. I mean, I think it's. I don't think it's totally related, but first one, he just crashed and then he, he couldn't refire it until he got back here. So, um, yeah, not really the same, same issue, okay. but um, either way, we don't know for sure what happened second moto, but yeah. obviously we don't want anything to happen, so it's not good. But then uh, first moto, Barsha actually crashed the first, first lap and actually rode, I felt like, really good. He stayed on it and finished pretty good for a crash and then pike yeah he was steady both motos yeah. <clears throat> you know better than i uh my voice is messed up but uh yeah definitely not a bad day we're, we're yeah. happy to come out of here decent and i think we'll do better each week you okay with barcher's second moto i mean he, he was looking good dropped a lot a couple spots but still a good ride yeah i was happy he was riding you know when he was in third there at the beginning he showed he had the speed it's just a matter of working through uh yeah little things and Definitely an improvement from Supercross. So, you know, I thought he would do better outdoor, but you just need to see it to really uh, believe it. And yeah, I was happy. Um, and Pikes, how was his? Did he say his wrist was? He was tired. His wrist was sore. Yeah, for sure. He didn't have much time on the bike. So yeah, he. Uh, yeah, we, he did better than expected today for just starting to ride, so we're happy. Tough track to start the series at, isn't it? Taxes the bikes, taxes the mechanics, the motors, suspension guy, everything. Yeah, it's tough. Rough, gnarly, but same for everybody. And, you know, every year you come here, this is the toughest one, I think. And then, you think so? Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah toughest one because, yeah, you're not, you know, everyone tests, but nothing like this. You get here, you know, everyone's going really fast. You, everyone thinks they're going fast before they get here, and then you get here and realize where you're at. And, um... Yeah, and then everyone tries too hard. Lots of crashes usually happen. So, yeah, it ends up shaking out after this. But this is Barsha's worst track, he said. So hopefully uh, we, we get better next week. Do you have a Stu story from Hangtown? There's been a lot of Stu stories from here. Roncata was all over him one time and uh, didn't make him happy. Left here super mad. We made big changes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of times we Wait, came here. Ronman was on the 2 of the F, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but... So. but you know, normal thing. There's plenty of two stories where there was a suspension, a fork that actually was so good you didn't feel the bumps, but he didn't like it. And then after we came here, he wanted it. <laughs> but it was like we didn't really pick that, so right. we had to jump through hoops to right. get it figured out yeah. uh, weeks later. But, um, yeah, things aren't as easy as all these riders like to think when you try to plan something. But, yeah, I got lots of stories, but, yeah, I don't really want to take them all out. I think every week I'm going to ask you a new two story, so get ready for it. All right. <laughs> All right, that's the NFAB JGR check-in, n-fab.com. How, uh, how cool of a guy is Thomas at NFAB, too? It's great. It's awesome. Nah, big, big part of our program. Fantasy show on Thursdays. Truck hero on uh, Thursdays as well. So He's coming this weekend. Oh, he is? I'm pretty sure Glenn Helen. Yeah? That's like his go-to. Why is it go-to? Because he uh, goes down to his, his yeah, house? Yeah, because he yeah, stays he in Hermosa down. and right. stuff, and then comes up and hangs out. and you know, Yeah, he's been to Glenn Helen the past couple of years. Awesome. Um, so 702-586-757, you can call anytime, leave a voicemail. Voicemails were full this week, full of some really bad ones too. Uh, but here's the best of the best that was of the week off. Remember, we were off for a week too. So here's your voicemails. Uh, let's do it. Hey, Steve, Matt here. Uh, yeah, so you should really thank Feld. Uh, for some of their uh, terrible, terrible coverage, as, as it usually always is. Um, the stuff they, they don't bring up and the things they don't elaborate on are, are pretty bad, considering that you have two 
race winners in the booth right there. Uh, you know, I, I watch the race mute. I watch it with no audio. And then I just wait for your show. And I get all my facts from there. So really, you should be thanking Feld because all your listeners uh, listen to your podcast because there's such a lack of uh, elaboration and details on the actual live coverage, which which is pretty sad, but uh, but it's true. All right, bye. Yeah, so thanks, Feld. Yeah, that works, <laughs> which I agree at some point. Do you? Yeah. Not listening to your show, but oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I was I was thinking Mark said he was going like, yeah, he had something for yeah, us. Yeah, no, no, I could care less about this show, but okay, the other stuff. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm calling for a comment for A Ray. I went to Seattle. I was watching practice, and there's this guy, and he's super fast. And I'm watching. I'm just like, dude, this guy is super fast, a ton of speed, but he's so sketchy. And then finally, when he came around and I saw it was 314, I was like, oh, A-Ray, of course. Super fast, but real sketchy. Thanks, uh, guys. Have a good one. Chance ability that if A-Ray was here, he would be asking her Tinder, <laughs> yeah. her Tinder name. For sure number. Uh, 117. Uh, I'll tell you what. You want to see sketchiness. You watch A-Ray if he's out of qualifying with a oh. couple laps to go. Yeah, I've he, seen A-Ray ride He times. hangs it out, bro. <laughs> Where were we? I got into it with him at Millville practice. He hit me <laughs> on accident, like just drove straight into me, and I freaked out on him and his mechanic. And ever since then, him and I have been cool, but I was like, what the hell? Are you? Yeah, and what I said to him wasn't very nice either, but just <laughs> sketch, sketch balls. Marks. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't do that. You're terrible. You do the throat the slit gesture. We need gesture. to get a, a vi- like a little video of him just doing it, just once. Yeah, just <sighs> once, so it can live forever. No. Yep. I tell Ariago, dude, you're like the fastest guy I see that goes nowhere fast. Right. You know, like everything's like, moving. Everything's yeah. moving, yeah. but yeah. you're not like. Right. It's the opposite going of forward. rocks and higher. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I used to probably hundred percent throttle right. on ninety five percent of the track, <laughs> but nothing's getting done. No, he's yeah. a good dude, though. Yeah, I like him. No, he's great. Yep. All right. Hi, like ticket. Hey. I don't know what that was. I forgot to delete it. Memphis, quit being a tool. You guys are doing the Las Vegas four fifty race recap. And you're bench racing, but while everybody else is trying to bench race, you're stuck your feet going, no, 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 interrupting everybody. Just bench race, okay? They think something, you think something else. Who cares? It happened how it happened. It's neat to listen to you guys' opinions, but don't get all worked up and like try to override their opinions. Anyhow, like the contest, keep up the good work. Quit being a bitch, though. <laughs> Get in. Hey, Steve, this is Travis from Southern Illinois. Um, I was listening to your show the week after the New York Supercross. New York Supercross. That's for Mike Hawkinballs there. And I just listened. You talk about the time made events, and you say that it's too long, the privateers are too tired, you know, it's too hard on the riders. But a lot of times you go and you rant about how this is a professional sport. These are the best riders in the world. It needs to be difficult. It needs to be hard. So I'm just kind of confused, you know, which which way you want to go here. 
You know, I mean, the way I see it, it's it's the elite few that can do it. And if they can't do it, then there will be somebody better to take their place. You know, these guys need to be pushed. You know, not dangerously, of course, but it needs to be only for the elite because it's a professional sport. You know, if we want to be seen as a giant professional sport, that's how we need to be seen. If we want to get there, we have to act like it. Um, those are just my thoughts, you know. Uh, great show. I love it. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Well, my guy's taking two different arguments of mine and moving them into one. My one point, Phil, is like when people cry poor privateers, mm-hmm. yes, they, you know, they don't make what they should. But at some point, it's a professional motocross racing series, and it's not a charity. So if you can't make it, and we know some guys that have been racing for a long time mm-hmm. that are making no money, mm-hmm. and it's over. They're 26, 27 years old, whatever they are. It's over. So my point is being like, hey, you didn't make it. You didn't make it as a pro motocrosser. Mm-hmm. You give it up. You know what I mean? The other point about the other guys is I'm talking about the main event guys, the 22-man main event. And, Phil, you've seen this. There's six to seven to eight guys, almost half the field, that are struggling with the new main events. They can't do 20 plus a lap. Yeah. So I didn't really say anything. I just mentioned, like, man, I don't know if this is great for these guys. Like, maybe there should be a black flag if you get lapped twice. Like, you're done. Yeah. But they also didn't tell us about the main event stuff until late. Late. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just can't find an extra seven laps riding a supercross track. I mean, that's a long time when you're already talking about 20 laps, you know, or whatever type of track right. it's on. So, Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, so that's not really fair. And it takes more than three weeks to get that base fitness up for something like that with that sort of intensity. You know, it does, doesn't come overnight, you know. So, What the yeah. fuck are you doing? Yep, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's Tony. That's your old team manager. I know. I know. Old, That's your old team manager. Old team manager. Are you okay with Tony? Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. Okay. Do you yeah. say hi to him? Yeah, if I see Tony. If you see him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, are you guys working on the app again? I would have no idea because I haven't been able to listen to any shows. <laughs> I've been wanting to listen since uh, the interviews at the race. No wrap-up for Vegas. I can't listen to the... The actual Pulp MX show from Monday night. What's the deal? This is crazy. You got sponsors sponsoring the show, but you got people that can't listen to the show. It's a little, you know. Uh, hold on. Okay, so a couple things. <laughs> that guy's pretty funny. A couple things. And I, and I say this every week. Okay, so Marks, before you got here. I kind of made like a big promise to our listeners. Is this a promise that I should probably know about? Yeah. Oh, good. Were you going to tell me though? Oh I just, yeah. I just you're remember. Screwed. No. Yeah. We've been trying to break the app. It's been working. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's been solid. Like, I think we'll have an update in a week mm-hmm. or less, mm-hmm. and it should fix everybody's problems. Or 99% of them. Mm-hmm. You agree? Yes. That's kind of what I was saying. Yes. I agree. In a week? 
Yes. You said that before, and you've let us down. Yeah, but. stuff keeps coming up, but... Okay. Part two of that guy's thing. You're such a fucking idiot. There's so many ways to listen. There's so many ways to listen to this show without the app. There's so many fucking ways, and I've said it over and over and over. But then maybe he hasn't heard it because he hasn't been able to listen to the show. But there's Stitcher. There's iTunes. There's a laptop. There's a site. There's any podcatcher in the world that catches podcasts. Somebody needs to telegram him all this information so that he gets it. I had a guy stop me. Big fan of the show. He says, I'm not a computer guy at Hangtown. I'm not a computer guy. I'm like, how do you listen to the show? He's like, on my desktop, on the site. And I go, you got a phone? And he's like, yeah. I'm not a computer guy. I'm not a computer guy. I'm like, listen, this purple square (laughs) on your phone. And I showed him. I'm like. It takes any show we have. You just search Steve Mathis right here. I was kind of showing him. He's, I'm not a computer guy. I'm not a computer guy. <laughs> you don't have to be Travis Marks to like to just mm-hmm. search my name on the podcast app, and then you download it, and it's on your phone forever, or for as long as you want. I don't get this, Marks. I don't understand. People not being able to figure this out. I Help me. I don't understand. I wish I could. You don't have to be a computer guy. This isn't high tech. All you have to do is try. Pretty much. And that's what a lot of people won't do. Trying's too much of an Trying effort for is, me to is, really care. <laughs> I just, do you listen to podcasts ever? No. You, no? What this do you, what this do you is the only podcast that I listen to. And it's if we're driving somewhere and like... How do you listen to it? Uh, through telephone on the uh, website. I mean, I, that's I didn't even mention that. That's another way. There are like, plenty. Like, never mind the app and podcasting. Just go to the Safari. Go on the uh, the website. Yeah, and then you just hit play, and it. But plays. that uses your data. Yeah, it does. It's not my data. Not on regular. What if you have an Android or something, right? You Still st- data. Really. Why would it not be data? Oh, I didn't know. Okay, oh. I'm not a computer guy. Oh, here we <laughs> Shit, go. Shit, man. I don't know. No, I mean, I don't care. If you have data, you have plenty of data. <laughs> you can just find download on Wi-Fi and you'd be good. Hmm. It's there in your phone forever. Yeah, but then it takes up storage, right? Bill's one of those guys. He is one of those guys. What's one of it those guys? It does take up. Exactly. Not a computer guy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm terrible um, But then you can it. just delete it when you're done. Yeah. I can't do shit on my... I, I, don't, I don't even know why I have an iPhone. I can't use anything on it. I don't know how to use it. All you gotta do is try. No, nah, I can't. Easy. It's not. It's not. It's hard. It's really hard. <laughs> wow, we got a walking, talking. Uh, yeah, you like that guy in here? Uh, look at it on TV right now. Should we watch Strip Club Slayer? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right, keep going. You actually clicked it. I did. All right. Yo, Ryan Pierce from Seat Time here, listening to this week's show. And you guys come back from your second commercial break, maybe. It was whenever Pookie brought you guys cookies. Holy flying fuck. Could you guys have not all eaten those at different times or maybe all of you eaten them over the commercial 20-minute break? Because you come back from commercial Sorry, and bro. everybody just sounds like they're dealing with a schlong shot in their mouth as they're trying to chew That's a and schlong swallow shot. all at the same time. It was a very uh, after-dark after situation. <laughs> I feel awkward. And Brian out. Uh, yeah, we'll try not to do that, even though we just did it tonight. Uh, hey, Grant Langston came over to America for two reasons. 
Do you want to hear those two reasons? Yeah. I had two things on my mind. Winning races and smashing pussy. That's straight GL. <laughs> well played. <laughs> well played. He said he did them both. So. He did. I just fucking kick it. He probably did it well, too. <laughs> All right. That's How you doing, Pulp Max? is Eli from Connecticut. I'm sure your voicemail is probably swarmed, but I hope this one gets played. Just some food for thought. It just boggles my mind how they can hand out these penalties for, to Zach Osborne, find him for the move on Savachi on the second-to-last corner. They literally just, on a whim, it is a dartboard. And truly, how can they hand out a penalty to Osborne when Anderson, you know, pushed Reed right off the track and took him out? And, I mean, shit, he almost hit the the uh, the the finish line tower thing. It's just, I feel like they're truly the, the fell rank these on the rank. These on the terrible. You can't watch. I'll turn this off. I'll turn off strip club. <laughs> yeah. Boobs strip club. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I'll turn the strip club murders off. Nah, right. I'm good. I'm, okay. Um, I learned something. And I got you you got to get Kiefer, right? Okay. <laughs> rank these in order of brutality. Grant on Mookie, uh, Anderson on Reed, Vegas, Osborne on Savachi. Oh, for sure, JG to Mookie. And then one, Reed to Anderson on Reed. And yeah, Anderson on Reed. And okay, so Zach. why was Osborne five seventy five hundred dollars? You know, the guy's got nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, this, this I is really that's what this guy's entire phone calls about. No, right. And I, never mind the cat on Tedder. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's not. You're fucking kidding me. It blows my mind. I don't I yeah, I don't understand the calls. I mean, JG's was pretty gnarly, you know, Mookie, but Zach's I with the way Zach even tagged Savachi, which, you know, whatever, but I'm surprised he didn't go in straighter for a championship. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. geez, it could have been ten times worse. Absolutely. So it's kinda yeah, I don't know. Feld, AMA, whoever's handing out the rules, Gallagher, he's the parent who has no control over his children. And so since he has no rules that are actually set in stone, if if the kids are acting up and complaining, saying they want to find somebody, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll get you whatever you want. Just let's stop talking about it. That's ex- exactly what it is. They have no control. They have no rules. So the riders and the teams, if they're upset about something, they just hand out these random penalties uh, on a whim, just so this way, you know, the riders will basically shut up and leave them alone. And that's what it is. And it's, I, I just think that that's, it's disheartening because, you know, the professionalism, it's just not, it's just not there when you really sit back and analyze it. Um, just want to know what you think. I know you probably agree, but uh, I thought the analogy was kind of interesting. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Phil said he doesn't know. So, and we agree. I was too busy watching. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Uh, just finished watching uh, oh, all boy. the races uh, from Vegas again a second time. And, uh, wow, what a crazy night. And, uh, you know, I, man, I really think Ryan Dungey owes uh, KTM that whole entire trophy. You know, I mean, just, wow, it's insane. The monopoly that that company has at the races and the presence they have with with the riders that helped out during that race, during that season, having no DNFs. Um, I mean, shit, KTM has really turned into nothing but a regime, really. And uh, I'm really, really curious to see how KTM moves forward. I, I really don't think they're going to put all their eggs into one basket with, with uh, Muscan. There's got to be something up their sleeve 
that they're going to do to uh, to continue this uh, this empire that they have. Um, I mean, wow, you know, if I'm Tomac, I would be a little bitter and a little uh, like my hands are tied on that championship. I mean, if you count Anderson going in there and just everything, I mean, his hands were against the wall. And uh, and you know what? I really applaud him for doing all the stuff he did. And and you know what, man? I hope he comes out Hangtown and just just waxes it. And no playroom for any of those KTM guys. I hope he puts it to him. Um, the guy really deserves it. I mean, the guy had nine wins on the season to what, Ryan Dungey's three, I think it was. I mean, you know, in my eyes, he works his ass off, and, and that's a champion. And you know what? It, it does last over a whole entire season, and points do count. But, but you know what? Tomac, people's champion, 2017. All right, thanks, Steve. Um, you know what? Hey, the, Steve, there's uh, a lot of people that are like, kind of pissed that KTM and Husky basically teamed up, you know. But uh, they spent the money. They got the riders on the bikes. The, the six guy, like, it would have been pretty sick though if it came down to Vegas with six points, and then Eli bunched them up like they did. Yeah, that would have been pretty badass. Yeah, you know, nine points is in, but six would have been like, ooh, yeah, no room for error. Yeah, yeah. Anderson I, couldn't have done much about that, you know. Yeah, it was, I, I just I, there's people who are pissed off uh, that 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 the KTM guys had so many, but I'm like, hire more guys. Yeah, that's what it comes down guys? to. I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they could have had you know, more people out there. Right. Yeah, I agree. Hey, can we bring up the points thing? Yeah. Or do you not want to? No, I don't care. I don't know what you're talking about. But... The email? Yeah, whatever. Uh, I, didn't really, I didn't really read it. So a guy emailed us. He did a little research. He said, hey, Stephen Travis, if the AMA used the same point system as other major, major worldwide racing organizations... We would have a different 2017 Supercross champion. With the F1 point system, Tomac would have had 305 to Dungey's 276. In MotoGP system, Tomac 323 to Dungey 311. And in the IndyCar system, Tomac 691 to Dungey 661. These organizations realize that paying a much greater points payout to the winner inspires more effort to win. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't disagree. Um... How many times have you heard me, Mark, say that the point system needs to be revamped? Yep, yep. Uh, it's 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 silly. Yeah, it's I'd give points for a heat race win, fast qualifier, all that stuff. For sure, one I point, do, one I, point, two points, whatever. I don't like arena cross, but I do like the head-to-head type deal. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. But if you did take that analogy and put it into a heat race, yep. points, yeah, for sure, yeah. that'd be yeah. that'd be pretty. You should get more. Eli won nine races. He I was mean, the better guy. Yeah. If you get a bonus for a heat race win, you should at least get a point. Yeah. For a heat race win. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, no, I I think all that needs. We have the same points we did forty years. Forty years we have the same point scoring system. Never changed it. Yeah. Twenty five, twenty two, twenty, eighteen, sixteen, fifteen, fourteen. So all right. Uh this is Shane calling from Canada. I uh, just wanted to say a huge thanks for your content. Uh listening every week. Uh, I just also want to say a huge thanks for promoting the uh, NBC Sports Gold. Uh, finally hearing that there's going to be a streaming service so that I can watch the outdoor motocross series. Uh, I'm very excited for it. I uh, have not been able to watch uh, any pretty much dirt bike racing live uh, since Supercross is no longer available here. Uh, so to be able to watch it this summer, I'm, I'm extremely excited about it. Um, also just want to comment on the guy last week that was pretty much going on about Dean Wilson there. 
claiming that Canadians do are not claiming Dean. Um, I don't give a shit what that dude says. I'm definitely claiming Dean Wilson as Canadian, um, even if uh, he he's pretty much living in the states. He's only he, he grew up here. You know, he considers it home. Um, and you know, we don't really have a major contender in the outdoor series. So I'm definitely claiming Dean Wilson. Uh, then to go on to say that his Scottish accent is fake, uh, and then saying Canada is garbage, it's moronic statements that it's actually frankly embarrassing on his part to say uh, Canada is one of the best countries in the world. And like, why would a guy fake his accent ever since he was a child? That doesn't make any sense. Um, anyways, thanks. Uh, thanks again for the show. Um, definitely rooting for the number 15 this year. Uh, I'm hoping for big things in the outdoor. Uh, favorite rider. So, um, yeah, thanks very much for everything. Hey, Andrew from Pittsburgh. Um, just wanted to had a few things that I wanted to get off my chest. First of all, I'm pissed off about everyone getting all mad at fucking Tomac for being like, oh, you know, it's three points, and if you can sleep at night, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, the dude was playing head games with Dungey. And, you know, why is that such a bad thing, first of all? Second of all, you know, I just heard someone calling on a voicemail about, oh, he can't be mad at Dungey for Moose Scan pulling over if he's going to impede the progress of the race. But it's like, shit. He, first of all, he was playing mind games with Toma, or with Dungey over the fact that, you know, Moose Scan pulled over. He was like, yeah, I mean, if you can sleep at night, no, and you got those three points from that, you know. So why? Uh, I don't know. Don't play this. Fuck it. I I went off. Andrew again, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I just. All right. I forgot to mention this in the last couple emails that I le- or voicemails that I left. But you genuinely, like the guy said last week in your voicemails, you genuinely might be high because if you do not think Blake Baggett is going to win more than a few motos this summer, that's what I said. You're definitely on some type of drug. I mean, the dude, first of all, his outdoor track at home mimics all the hardest parts of all the nationals. Listen like, to this. Listen to he's this. He's going to have that down packed. He has a screw you from Unadilla. He has the rolling <laughs> doubles from High Point. He has everything, man. Like, he's got everything. If you really think he's not going to win more than a few motos, you're you're genuinely on some drugs and I would love to get on some get in on some type of bet like you guys have. Like I will straight up lay down five hundred dollars saying that Blake Baggett wins at least at least six to seven motos. Bring it. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. Bring it. Bring it. All right. Bye. Would you bet him? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Contact the show, bro. Let's do it. Uh I would love to blow this guy's mind back by telling him that there are racers. That have the exact supercross tracks as what they race on, like a Dallas round or whatever. Yeah. And they show up and they don't win. No. They've been riding that Dallas track <laughs> for months. And they don't win. He's got a screw you replica, Phil. Yeah. I... How many times do you hear in the race, like, oh God, dude, that guy's time in the screw you was so good. It doesn't take that long to figure out how to do screw you. <laughs> You know what I mean? You go down, you make a left, and you come back up. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, Pookie could do it pretty easily. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. No issues. Pookie, are you joining us? Hello, hello. She's in. All right. Bye. 
So yeah, I'm in. I'm in for that 500 bucks. I'm are in. you really watching this? <laughs> he wanted me to leave it on. God, you guys. Strip club slayer. <laughs> Keeper, we so proud. Uh, he would be, yeah. Pulled the shows, far cow, far NorCal Joe. Uh, got a theory about the chase. I think what we saw in Vegas is what we'll see every year. It took, what, multiple years to get a, a, a good championship like this. Uh, if we do the chase every year, it'll be this way. The last five, six races will be as exciting as Vegas was, uh, hands down. You'll have Team Tactics had like coming three, into play. We've had like They'll three massive mm. Vegas battles in 15 years. Like yeah, three times where you're like... It's been a long time. You're like, holy shit, like this is coming down the last race. So. They'll be able to hype that up. Um, remember, we had lots of boring years of racing. And yeah. we got gifted this year, but it's not always going to be that way. Uh, so why not do the chase? I know some people won't like it, but, you know, fuck them. He told you. Michael, you got a new nickname for Phil? Yeah, bro. How? I I don't understand how no one has ever, no one's ever called him Eeyore from uh, Winnie the Pooh. Wow. He's got no reason to be sad, and he's... He's just ripping, and he just punched himself in the face and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no. <laughs> Somebody put Phil's face on Eeyore cartoon. One of our uh, list- one yeah. of our listeners did, and That's I we, funny. we tweeted it out. It was Phil under, with a rain cloud over his, just yeah. over him. <laughs> well, dude, every year I go to watch Shugo, I'm hanging over the fence, just yelling Eeyore every time he goes by. At, I guess kind of pointless, but you know. <laughs> I remember that. Are, are you still there? Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I I mean, Eeyore works okay, but I don't think I'm that depressed like Eeyore. But, uh... Shit, dude, you, you have, like, a spot in the writer's lounge, and from what I, I've i heard, you're, like, in the back, like, getting cooked and shit. Oh, I am. I am. In our old truck, it was actually pretty bad. Like, I was back by the tent cart, <laughs> but now we got... <laughs> we had, there's no AC back there, but uh, now we have uh, um, an actual special slot for Phil me. wants Phil thinks it's a great idea though uh, your call and he wants to offer you a set of fly gear sick um, yeah dude do you want some gear bro oh yeah dude that'd be super sick what kind of bike you got uh, I got an old one I got an 08 uh, Suzuki 250F but shit they haven't really done anything until 08. this new model so. is that the yeah is, is that the Cowie Suzuki combo no, bike? No, that was like 04. No, five. that was like 05, oh, okay. right? You're dating yourself. Fuck, was that a pile of shit, that thing? <laughs> yeah. Well, now you have a new set of fly gear to look good. And... Yeah, bro, stay on hold. Marks will get oh, your yeah. info. Thanks for calling. Thanks, man. The last uh, the last set I got was uh, um, that white stuff. That stuff was slick. From Just fl- straight white. From fly? Yeah. Dude, that's like JT like, gear era. That's like 05 stuff. No, 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 no. It was oh. like uh They had last some year. like like a year or two ago. Oh, okay. It was right. white with yeah, purple the... writing. Alright. Stay on hold, bro. Yeah. Alright, stay on sure. Alright, okay. Eeyore. Yeah, we did that already. Yeah. Steve Paul from Massachusetts. Finished listening to the show this week. I gotta say I have a new respect for Zach Osborne. Especially after watching him this season. Watching him in that race last Saturday. Uh, I was reminded that uh, Zach and Tomac trained together last year. Two years ago. And I was wondering how that deal works. You know, is it just Zach there learning from the Tomacs? He trained by John, trying to pick up on riding tips from Eli. Or is there some reciprocation there? 
is Eli learning a little bit from Zach. Because one lesson he seemed to have missed is how to make a pass like a savage and win a fucking championship. I really think Eli should have had his listening app on that day at Wacko Class. Thanks. I didn't really hear what this guy was saying, but yeah. Uh, hey, what up, Steve? Keep going. Steve, eight thoughts. You're a number one fan from Vancouver, Canada. Dude, okay, I'm just listening to your uh, podcast here and uh, listen to Josh Hill, uh, Monster Energy debacle. Okay, are you fucking kidding me, man? Like, because you make jokes, which are pretty true, because honestly, after the first one or two Dirt Shark videos that I saw, they're all the same. They're fucking garbage. They are. They're not good. Like, the first one or two were kind of cool at first, and I was just like, this shit's I mean, played that's out. Let's true. get something new here. That's Let's get something good. <laughs> and because you make fun of them, and you talk about how their energy meetings or what the fuck is going on up there, is, you know, they're doing blow on the table and stuff. And, oh, I believe they would let you in. Which is obviously sarcasm, obviously jokes. This Josh Hill guy gets so butthurt, and, he's, you know, I don't give a fuck. He's had a couple drinks. I'm like, great. What was he, a fucking pussy? I got a couple drinks in me, and now I'm going to turn into a bitch. You can't come into party because you're making fun of Monster. Like, first of all, who the fuck is Josh Hill? Does he own Monster Energy? Like, I mean, I understand his authority on the situation to be able to stop the fucking Mr. Steve uh, Mathis and Paul Motocross coming sure. up in there. And, and Pookie, too. Like, what a dick. Like, honestly, it's not just you. You're there with your wife, Pookie. Like, you guys can't come in. Like, honestly, could be the dick. Haven't you kept your cool as much as you did is, uh, you know, that's pretty awesome. Myself, I don't know. I might have turned into a little brouhaha up in there. Which would have been awesome too for the show as well if you could start throwing some punches and threw the fucking kid down the stairs and fucked him up. And um, mate, what yeah, I mean, the fact that you let him on your show and like you know this whole athlete <laughs> basically getting free publicity and you help them out and you don't ever have any beef with them, but because you make jokes about Monster Energy, I and am shitty the, videos. I'm the victim truth. here. I mean, you know, long story short, here it is: the truth hurts. I'm the they victim. They go fuck themselves. I'm not a big guy to drink energy drinks, but if I ever do choose an energy drink. It ain't going to be motherfucking Monster Energy. It's going to be either Rockstar or Red Bull, not a bunch of butt-hurt, pussy, shitty, video-making, coke-snorting assholes over at Monster Energy. And Josh will go fuck himself. Yeah. Anyway, Steve, you rock. Those guys all suck cock. Take it easy, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, got I like, like I'm, the, I'm the victim. <laughs> He's making me out. me. Yeah. Dude, that was hey, awesome. Is the man. I, I mean, look, I said all along, like, I, uh, I don't have a problem with them kicking me out. I didn't, like... Did he have all that written down, you think? Or was he just going off a whim, just no, spitting he, that stuff out? Oh, like you mean, like he didn't, he, no, I think he was looking for me. No. Oh. No, 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 oh, no. The, the guy, guy the phone. The guy, the caller. I don't know. Like, because he was spitting off some he good does stuff. Like, uh, he does like YouTube videos for video games and stuff, so oh, he's really? pretty good at Oh, at, just at like coming out. out like that. Yeah. Are you going to shut him down? I'd be over there. you going to shut his server down? No, because I like him. Okay. One that time, awesome. hey, we, oh got, we, we had a caller call in one time that said back in the day he played video games with Marks on some sort of server thing, yeah. motocross game, and Marks got in a fight with the owner of the server, and Marks shut him down. <laughs> he hacked, he's like War Games. Dude, he's he's, he's Matthew Broderick. That's awesome. And he hacked the guy and shut the guy, made the guy shut down for like a week. That's awesome. That's how you but, do it. I appreciate Eight Thoughts saying that, and I like how he made me out to be the victim, but I don't, I don't have a problem. Like, I was talking shit on them. Jokes. But whatever, it's their party. Dude, that guy would have blown up the palms. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nicole Warmer said she could have got us in. How? Yeah. Why didn't you call me? How's she gonna? This get is us a nine one one. How's she I gonna get us in? I'm like, I don't want to go in the fucking party. No, anyway. dude. Pokey just wanted to get lit. That's all. Poor girl. <laughs> I feel bad. I went to the roulette table and I won over a hundred bucks. That's better than, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, you weren't going to go, you said. I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't going. The the worst, though, was AC. I was like, where are you at? I said, I didn't, I didn't get, kicked it, get kicked out or whatever. <laughs> and he's sending me selfies with Weimer and Parabinos yeah, and all I, these people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wanted to go. I just couldn't do it after walking all day in Vegas. I was like, I'm out. I'm not going to go. Yeah. Dance up in the club. I think it's kind of bullshit, though, that he'll block a bunch of people who brought it up to him, though, on social media. Like, stand by it. You said it. You kicked me out. That's fine. Whatever. Don't fucking block everybody. Like, just just be like, I mean, listen, wait. I get, Phil, I get. Phil's the only guy who got dropped by Monster in our sports history. They literally give anybody money and, and tons of money. Phil got dropped this year, and he's still wearing their hat. And I said, why are you wearing their hat? No. He said, it's the only one that was around. I'm a pulp hat. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't wear a pole pad. Yeah. Back to the thing. I would have not let you in, but I would have let Pookie in. Yeah, what if he would have sure. said that? That would have been awesome. Yeah. Then I would have been like, you know what? That's okay. Fair enough. Pookie, have fun. I'm like, like sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Selfies with AC. Yeah, she would have yeah, ditched you so fast. I said, like, uh, can I go in? He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like, I so, love it. Oh, uh, it's good. Oh, you know what? If I'm going to make jokes about cocaine and all that. Well, now you whatever. can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do a lot of cocaine and eat some pills, but other than that, nothing. All right, let's go. when I see your ass. That's it. Hey, Pulpamax. This is Callan Wilkins from Joplin, Missouri. I got a quick uh, idea. I was listening to the last uh, Pulpamax show, and uh, someone brought up that they liked um, motocross the best. Well, I agree, and I think that most people – are going to be the same way. I thought it'd be interesting if uh, Mark's put up a Twitter poll to find out which discipline they like the best, Supercross or Motocross. Um, also, I mean, I feel like people would say Motocross, of, people who listen to the show would feel, but you can't deny the Supercross pop- popularity Supercross. Every, every, yeah. every Saturday night. I mean, they got it going on. Stadiums and cities and sorry, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, And it's convenient. Yeah. Of uh, Microsoft uh, with RCH, does it work out in the long run, or is it kind of just a short amount of races left? To, you know, because there's a short amount of races left, um, the, does Microsoft see the benefits? You know what I mean? Or uh, do they kind of say, you know what? I guess it's over now. So they say, you know what? Uh, we didn't, we didn't see any, you know, uh, monetary gain from this. We just cost it just cost us money. So do they just leave? Or do they come back for next year, or do they stick around for Moto, or, or what? Uh, just I don't know. A couple questions. I don't know any of those. I, I mean, I guess we'll see. Bye. I don't know any of those answers. Is it like a trial type deal? I mean, or yeah, something? they're on for the rest of the year, but yeah. I mean, I hope they stay. I don't know. What do I look like? Fucking Bill Gates? We'll get Kenny Watson on the phone. I mean, Watson will handle I'm sure it. He work that deal like no Watson other. will handle it. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you see the uh, photo I retweeted? Like, uh-huh. what like, what was Watson looking at? He was all <laughs> like looking off into the distance, not even looking at the guy. Were you and Kenny f- talking? That guy walked up to you guys. Yeah, it's got to be a Pulp fans like just biggest thrill. No, so, he he started saying Watson. Watson, Watson, yeah, and Watson's like, I made the show. <laughs> I made the show. I made him. I'll never I- forget it. Chanceability. <laughs> you ever dealt with Watson or anything? No, he he came over this this past weekend. And he had Glenn Wesson's mechanical stressed out because what? we didn't have rim locks in our tires, like we didn't run them for whatever reason. I don't know what with, with the mooses or something. You don't have to run rim locks. Oh yeah, not really. No. Or something. Yeah. I guess Kenny was freaking out and like he was pressuring Glenn on why they didn't this and that and 
like Glenn was all stressed out. He's like, oh, dude, I don't know. And Glenn like walked in and he goes, Kenny just came over freaking out about something going off about rim locks and then just stormed off. Didn't see him again. <laughs> and Jeff said, yeah, don't worry about it. That's how Kenny is. I'm like, he's like, oh, okay. Right. You know? Are you going to freaking argue with me, meathead? <laughs> so... Uh, all right, that's it for voicemails. There's one in there I wanted to play, but it's really long. It's from Craig Martin, ex-Team Craig Green, Martin. head of Team Green. He talks about, uh, uh, we said last week that Roger DeCoster picking up Ryan Dungey was maybe the best thing ever out of the B-Class. Mm-hmm. Craig Martin leaves less of his voicemail saying that he had a chance to get Dungey, and he passed for Kawasaki, and he just told the story. And it was really long voicemail. It's a good voicemail, but he, 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 he passed. So. Yeah, Dungey was on Cowie. Uh, he was. I battled Dunge tooth and nail, fourteen, fifteen. Here we mod. go. I'm serious. Here we go. Tooth and nail for podium spot at Loretta's for overall. And Dunge was on a Cowie. The last lap, he was beating me by maybe ten, fifteen yards, and his bike stalled for whatever reason, just for like three seconds for me to get by, and I got the podium. So I beat the Dunge. Phil, suck it, Dunge. Should have told Tits that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I almost forgot about it. Dungeon's okay with that, though, I bet, to this yeah, day. Yeah, 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 I yeah, think yeah. he's fine. Yeah, I'd swap out that fourth yeah. place at Loretta's for <laughs> yeah. his four Supercross championships. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, great show tonight. Pookie, uh, thank you for coming up. Did you have anything you want to talk about, or you just grabbed that headset, so I figure. I'm tired. How was you too, show? Amazing. No, it wasn't. You yes, don't even it was. care. You don't even care. I forgot the stadium was open, and you didn't remind me enough. And I, I heard was how freezing much freezing my ass off. I heard how much tickets were. Yeah, he said he didn't want to tell me, and then I made him tell me. I'm like, I wish oh, you, you told me that. Oh, you did tell her. Yeah. Well, he probably didn't tell me the truth. They were okay. They weren't that great, right? Yeah, for how much you paid. For how much you paid, we should have been on the friggin' stage. Yeah, you should have got a meet and greet. Something. For new kids, you can get a meet and greet. You know what? You know, hey, you know what? You nationally have to go to Unadilla, then you can come down to Woodstock and we can watch some concerts. See, that would be cool. She's na- she's super like. cross only, bro. So what? No, I do one national a year. Unadilla. You do? Yeah, I mean Moser doesn't talk to me anymore, so maybe I'll spend go to Unadilla. Some, s- spend some time. You do go to Washougal every year, yeah. Spend some time in the Catskill Mountains. Go floating down the Delaware. Last time River. I was in the fucking New York, I got arrested. No way. The Poconos or whatever. Really? Yeah. That's Pennsylvania. Dude. Oh, that was New York. Yeah, no. With Pingree. <laughs> Got arrested. Uh, yeah, I heard, I remember that story. Right. Um, all right, Pook. Thank you for everything you do. You're welcome. For holding down the show. Thanks to uh, Muskin, Will Hahn, Jesse Nelson, Top Jimmy Albertson, Olivia from England. Who the fuck is Olivia. You wouldn't like her. Yeah. Uh, we're back next week with uh, Chris Kiefer. Kiefer. After Glenn Helen. We'll be back next week. Did you tell him about show 300? No. Oh, it's going to be so good. That's I just, right. I just said that 300 is locked and loaded. But honestly, until everybody's, until the, all the owls are in the nest. It's sketchy, bro. Right. It's that's what I'm saying. Sketchy. Right. So. You know what it is. I told you. Yeah, Phil. yeah, yeah. It, until the owls are in the nest. I'm right. kind of pissed because I flew up here southwest. I got an early-ass flight tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Somebody's flying up all. That's <laughs> status. Easy on that. <laughs> Marks was with me. Marks said. 
I mean, yeah, you don't have a choice. Right? No, Mark's told told me that I should be like, no. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, you can't do that. Refund them half. Was it more for the U2 tickets or for that plane ticket? Oh, no, no, for the for the plane ticket. Um, so 300 coming up shortly. Uh, that'll be fun. And Kiefer's in next week. We thanks to our guests. Thanks to our sponsor deals. Thanks to our partners. Thanks to uh, Grandstone uh, Boots for Bradley Leonette's cash bonus for going 21-21. You like how JT can name off any stat of his racing career, and a guy looks up that he went 22-21, and JT's like, ah, I'm surprised I did that good. <laughs> All right, bro. Wouldn't want him, you know. <laughs> he can name off his fucking lap time from lap seven in St. Louis in, in 08. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 22-21, he had no recollection. I wouldn't want to remember that either. No, I know, but, but he, he was saying. He does. But he was saying there was, he was sure there was some point that he did go 22-21 or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it, Pookie. Thank you. Thanks, SwissCore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to you guys. App update. I think we already covered that. Is coming? Yeah. Yes. When? Solid. When it's done. Ooh, told you. Phil, thank you. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was good. Thanks for hanging out. I appreciate your time. Good luck with your injuries coming back. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm stoked that you're ahead of schedule, and because I think we were talking, sh- I think we were talking shit on you about. Uh, you said you come back for the last three, and we we're like, oh man, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah, a pretty yeah, good yeah. injury. Yeah. And like, it looks like good. You're bicycling. You're yeah. Hopefully. You're riding soon. Swimming. So be back up there soon. Yeah, it'll be great. People will love it. So JGR Suzuki, Phil Nicoletti. Thanks everybody for listening, and we will see you next week. I've seen God way too many times that day. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. and I was totally nude. and It was weird. I, I mean... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.